Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com and Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. Showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday, March 7th. It's 5 p.m. Pacific. And that means another edition of the Pulp MX Show coming at you live from Las Vegas. Thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Thank you to the sponsors, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works, Race Tech, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin, Acherbies, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, MotorcycleNewsJobs.com, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wisco Pistons, all on board with us tonight. Lots to talk about. The series is past the halfway point. Yeah, past the halfway point. So we're going to get into it. Eli Tomac, another win. That's four of them on the year. Maybe his most impressive Daytona. We'll talk about that. Speaking of Eli Tomac, we have his dad, John Tomac, on the show tonight. John Tomac, legendary cyclist, mountain biker, road biker, uh, whether it's the uh, uh, tours or whatever, the UCI stuff. John Tomac's just a legend, and obviously Eli Tomac uh, is right alongside of him in our world of Supercross and Motocross. We got Kyle Chisholm coming on. The Chiz got himself a fill-in ride, a star Yamaha. He'll be on. Uh, Enzo Lopes, really crushing it. Pulp MX show uh, athlete Enzo Lopes will call in. Ran third for five or six laps in Daytona. So looking forward to having Enzo on. And friend of the show, Cade Clayson, will call in as well. Looking forward to talking to Cade. He's really riding well lately, making a lot of mains. And uh, that's awesome to, uh, to have him in there for sure. What about anal bleaching? All right, my co-hosts here, uh, both of them are good friends of mine. I'm happy to have them in to talk Daytona and more all show long. First up, from SGB Honda, uh, he is uh, uh, up on loan from Swap Moto Guys. It is Alex Ray. What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, not too much. Just uh, try not to go crazy. Uh, been at home you know, all week, just kind of not really doing anything. You, but You have had a hell of a time this year. Yeah. It has not been good. No, it hasn't been good at all. No. Just trying to keep myself uh, uplifted and try to keep on keeping on, you know, man? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to race this weekend in Detroit, though? Think, yes. Think of coming come back? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if everything goes all right. Uh, you had an appendix attack. Yeah. Which I thought was caused by the crash at press day, but you're kind of finding out. It well, yeah, it, it's not really that. It's just one of those things that happens. Yeah, I guess one of those things that happens. It just I don't know if I I flared it up whenever I crashed or what because yeah. I did hit my chest. I got like the wind knocked out of me. Yeah, and then ever since then it like it just started hurting all day Friday right. to where like I was, was like having to go to the ER. Do you feel like having Jamie, Dark Side, Pony next to you? <laughs> could help you out a little bit i hope so like yeah. a little bit of good vibes yeah a little bit of, it's almost like opening ceremonies over there right now yeah yeah, yeah. maybe maybe it's maybe now that is it'll the actual, rub off on me maybe i'll get a dirt bike who knows that is the actual pony i know it's it's creepy i, I like i was i was saying this on the ride up here like it's got volume like oh, it's good like it's it, body. locks of just 
Amazing also in hair. studio, uh, you you heard him a couple of weeks ago with uh, Jim Hawley. He's back in. He raced uh, some Loretta Lynn's area qualifiers this past weekend, and uh, he's been working on, on testing some stuff. Chris Kiefer, what's up, man? How are you? Whew, a lot of miles been putting in here. Yeah, yeah, really. It's um, been back and forth in the des. Your show with Jim Hawley, yes. just just amazing. Anal bleaching, right? I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. <laughs> you know how many uh, emails and comments I have got about that after dark with Jim? Yeah. Jim was Look it. all in. This is why I love Jim, because he right. was more engaged in that segment than he was the whole fucking night. I knew that getting you and Jim together oh, would it's, be gold. It's magic. And it was great. A-Ray and I were talking about pheromones on the way up here. Okay. How you connected yeah. with someone. Yep. I feel like Jim oh, yeah. and I could be connected yeah. that way. Wow. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. It was. Wait, it was, really? It was legendary. Put yeah, your mic you, up a little bit, Amy. Thank okay. you. Wait, you and Jim could be connected that way? Not in that way, but like oh, okay. the same level headed to talk about oh, what gosh. we were talking about oh, okay. after dark. Oh, the girls in from L.A., boy. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim has seen way what more than I will ever see in oh, my lifetime. Oh, Jim has, dude. He's he's seen and done it all. Yes. Yeah, he is a legend. Yes. Absolutely. We, Jim Hollywood Holly was in a couple weeks ago with Kiefer, and that was, that was a great show. We're also got a great show tonight. Enzo Lopes crushing it lately. Crushing it. Yep. Uh, uh, Chiz. Fucking Chiz. Can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. That's 250 great. rider now. Yep. Now you don't got to deal with him anymore. Oh, no. That's great. Yeah. Let's go Detroit. <laughs> I was stoked. <laughs> that's why I asked him. I go, well, how do you feel about Chiz? He's like, dude, I'm so stoked. I don't have to race his ass anymore. Right, right. Uh, Kay Clayson, your teammate. Oh, yeah. Yep, absolutely. And uh, uh, John Tomac. He's, he's awesome. John's going to be great. You know, Eli could have stayed at Kawasaki. Could have just done status quo. Would have been no problem. I believe he took a little bit of a pay cut to go to Star. To gamble on himself to get back, and it's working. And he just won Daytona. And so I want to talk to John about that a little bit, about yeah. that gamble. Uh, that's really, really interesting to me to see that. So uh, we'll get into that and more. 702-586-7857. Don't forget, everybody, the Yamaha LCQ Challenge. Raffle is live on PulpMX.com. It's also in my Instagram. And uh, you can uh, please check it out. All the money goes to privateers. We're getting our own race. We had Mike Mewey on to talk about it from Feld. Uh, Denver, Friday afternoon. 17 riders qualified from the LCQ. You are not in yet? Uh, I think I'm 19th, honestly. I'm, I'm way back there. Yeah. yeah. So you got to get on it. Well, well, I'll start making mains. Yeah, I haven't even been racing. I know. So, yeah, it's... Well, yeah, all the sucks. money goes to guys like A-Ray or if he makes it or whoever, and then five wild cards of my choosing. Grand prize is a 2022 Yamaha YZ450F. 30 bucks a ticket. Thank you to Yamaha. Thanks to all of our sponsors for uh, uh, putting up. We got 20 prizes all together. The guys at FXR jumped in as well. So, uh, really, thanks to all those guys for uh, stepping up. Really appreciate it. Uh, so, those tickets are available now on publicmex.com. Also available on publicmex.com are live shows. Uh, we did uh, Minneapolis. We did Dallas. Seattle, St. Louis, and Foxborough are coming up. Uh, looking forward to doing those. Our Friday night tickets on sale. Um, on publicmix.com, and it is a uh, uh, Yamaha Fly Racing live show. Kiefer, you'll be doing the Seattle one. and uh, uh, St. Louis and Boston. Oh, not the Seattle. No. All right, and we just missing Foxborough. You're coming in from Foxborough, Boston. Yep. Yeah. All right, so those are a lot of fun. Uh, absolutely, please check that out. Tickets are available, and that's a live podcast show uh, of what we're doing. So that's a couple things I wanted to pass on to you people before we get too far into this. Directing the show over there, holding Big things down. Yeah, <laughs> He's uh, working on the app. He's working on the uh, uh, Pulp MX uh, show site. He's working on podcast feeds. Working on a lot of things. He's working on himself, too. He mentioned earlier he's, yeah. he's slimming down. Right. Travis like Marks. 
It's a slow grind. It's a slow grind. A grind. Yeah. <laughs> why the, the big chip. sigh? Why the big sigh though? Like when you introduced me, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, no reason. Okay. Noted. Yeah, noted. Yep. It's uh, a rough weekend when you have a weekend off over here. It's yeah. I didn't still, go to Daytona, so yeah, you know. I guess you can't talk about it then. No, I enough, nothing at all. Can't can't mention it. Uh, also over there, taking your corn, taking your calls over there in the corner. Uh, taking your cornholes. The boyfriend of Yar Yar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> the Talon Taylor. What's up, man? What's up? What's going on? Oh, not much. Got home from California at 3 a.m. last night. Slept a few hours, and now we're uh, here. Big Did you go to work guy. today? No, no, no oh. big six. Yeah, oh. I went to work today, but. Oh, wow. Yep. And we did get a message. Short from show. You message from Yar Yar. She, uh, she wanted to come, but she got basically blocked yeah. from coming. Yeah, because we're going to do, gr- gr- do grill your ass off. Yep. Kiefer after dark tonight. She could have sat in for a woman's perspective. Yep. But no. Guy in the corner told her to stay home. Big boom. I know boom. how you feel about uh, people coming over to the house, so. Oh, but, she, but she was already here. We don't talk about That's that. That's right. All right. Well, uh, it's too bad. Well, Keith, after dark tonight, we got some good questions as well. Fuck so my ass. Looking forward to uh, having a lot of guys uh, uh, hopefully solving their problems. Yes, that's what we so, do. So, um, Daytona, what's your favorite Daytona, Kiefer? You, you're old enough to remember all of the Daytonas. Yep. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on the race itself and then the format that you like the most? So, I think it's when I watched this year's Daytona, it seemed – and I haven't written it. You would know more about this, but this man hates Daytona. Okay, <laughs> it it seemed like it was wasn't as rough in as in years past. Like they prepped more sections. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was a little bit faster than normal in areas. Yeah, they usually put like those stupid little moguls everywhere where they take the the dozer and just fucking do this with the damn okay. blade. Yep. And on Supercross suspension, that gets sketchy as hell. Mm-hmm. Sideways. Every single number plate, you can see it. Yep. Um, as opposed to what, normally? I mean, normally, I mean, normal Supercross track, I mean, it's No, just, I meant normal for you, every side plate. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I guess you're, you're right there. But okay. uh, I don't know. It did seem like they prepped the track a lot um, on Saturday. It's usually a lot softer, I think. More ruts. A lot of ruts in the corners. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see much of that. Um, How about the shadows? Shadows are bad. See, There's I, a few spots out there where I was like, oh, it looks dark. I was saying this earlier. I forgot who I was talking to. I was talking to Swap. And um, the lights are for the oval track, yeah. you know, or yeah. for the NASCAR track. So that's where they're pointed. They're not pointed at the track. Right. Well, they so, have some at the track. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah, some yeah. there, right. but they're not high enough, Yep. I don't think. So I think it creates some uh, some glare because mm-hmm. I always felt like there's glare there. And then because we're all running like the laminated tear-offs. Yep. There's a lot of glare, and then the shadows are are yeah. bad. Yeah. In the world of like Daytona's, though, I feel like it was it wasn't as rough. It's basically it's rougher than normal Supercross tracks, but I feel like it's turned more Supercrossy in the past few years. Yeah. Like whenever I was there in 2011, 12, like I feel like it was a bit more hybrid to outdoorsy. They, they've changed it up a little bit. Uh some of those corners, they're so far out there. Outside, yeah. You're just like, I'm never going out there. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is about the design. You know, the, the the patch of land they have is smaller than they used to be, and and Carmichael's got to go around sprinkler heads. He also can't have a long straight, I guess, because if the bikes go into the crowd, now we got problems with that. So you can't really get a long straight. You got to make switchbacks and 180s, and it kind of hurts the racing. Yeah, it seems like there's less opportunities for passing, and mm-hmm. there was some passing, but yeah. It was basically because of mistakes or look, 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 lappers. Styles Robertson hasn't been that good to start the year. He's been going backwards, getting great starts and going backwards every week, right? 
Um, he's getting better. He's had a late start from due to injury, so I'm not really bagging on him here. But just a week ago, we saw him go backwards pretty quick. Daytona, he gets a start. He doesn't go backwards because I think if you're if you get the start, you can kind of just ride inside to inside. Yeah, do your deal, and it's hard to make up time. I don't know about that. I feel okay. like even if you he got a good start, yes. But Styles real good enough that he wasn't. He had a gap on third, no yeah. matter what was going. When Phil and Enzo was third and fourth, and then McAdoo came up. It's just weird why he's been going backwards in a regular Supercross, and in this track, I think this track favored a start and a ability to get some clean laps in. I think Styles is a better outdoor rider, just at this point in his career. Right. And I think the open spaces, you can open your bike up more, mm-hmm. you can move around a, yep. the track more. I think that fits him obviously he did good last year he did good this year you get those vibes when you come in the track um and he's been look at he's been getting good starts since the he, east coast no, started whole time yeah uh a ray you've been there where shane mcelrath was as a lapper in a oh, supercross yeah. didn't do it on purpose didn't no. mean to do it i mean he over. was he was rolling the track shane was the off far, the side yeah he yeah. was off the yeah. side far inside yeah. he just didn't anticipate you know cooper webb cutting Trying, down in yeah. that corner and hitting the, i mean coop had been hitting that right side of the whoops i think the whole main event um I think that once he was committed to that line, he couldn't go left yeah. and go around him because obviously Tomac was right there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just bad judgment, I think, yeah. by Coop's part. I mean, I don't think you can really point fingers at Shane because right. he was trying to get out of the way, trying to do the right thing. He was on the edge of uh, the track. Does it, Tomac get him if that doesn't happen? I said no in daytime. Uh, okay, I think he does. Okay. I, I, I think he does too. But, but I mean, either way. Either like, way. Yeah, I don't think there's a right answer. Here's but. the thing. They're yo-yoing back and forth. Tomac had his parts that were good mm-hmm. uh to the whoops to your credit he was going in the middle and was jumping uh he decided hey it's smoother on the right if i can get over here the the, the, the line before the whoops started shifting back mm-hmm. over the right so he's like oh the shit they're fresh he could start skimming and he was getting better as the time went on and he just so happens to went there and then shane was already over there thinking that he was out of the way but i just think we know how Webb is very tough to pass, and you're within five minutes of a, yeah, a main event. Yeah, three laps left. Right? He whatever, wasn't right, going to go right, anywhere. Right. I feel like it would have been yeah. very, very tough for Tomac. But Tomac to had made up three to seconds on him or so, you know. So in the last little while, so yeah. I don't know. There was a little bit of that. I don't think the Webb of 2020 gets caught at all. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. But yeah. I just think he's not the same guy this year. So, I, you know, that's what I think. I don't think he's. This, I think he's the same guy. I think his bike isn't the same. Yeah, his bike you, looks yeah. totally different to me. Yeah, well, well, his bike, people it, say, it "Oh, he's he's overweight." And look at on the outside looking in. Yes, he does look a little bit bigger, but I don't think what we're seeing on from the outside is fitness. I just don't believe it. Right? No. I just if you're top three to five guy in a main event, you're fucking fit. You know that. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you're fit enough to win a race. Like. He has some bike issues, and when you're at that level, mm-hmm. if the bike isn't exactly how you want it and you can't feel what you want to feel on the track, your throttle hand right. turns off. Uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I heard from somebody who talked to KTM, Ian Harrison there, and he said it was 50% the bike and 50% coupe on what's going on right at, now. So, the team's yeah. not going to put it all on them either. You know, no, Each no, side's yeah. not going to put it yeah. all on them, right? Um, Eli Tomac wins six... Six Daytonas now—that's pretty awesome for him. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's, that's nuts. nuts. This one, I'm going to talk. We're going to talk to John about it here, but I mean, this one was pro- pro- I thought impressive because he didn't have that raw speed all day long. He didn't no, look he like did, he looked very uncomfortable, whether it be in practice, heat race, all yeah. of it. He didn't look as comfortable as he usually does. No, there. no. So I, uh, you know, to grind it out, to grit it out, is maybe more impressive than the ones where he just took off because he made it happen. He found something deep, oh, you yeah. know. 
late night race, you know, tired he is and, and all that. So he's got the points lead. Uh, Mookie and Jason Anderson, well. I'm loving it. Last week I wrote in my column and I said it on the show, Mookie's going to be pissed. And it's hard to win championships like this because now Mookie's got a chance. He's going to team up. And I, know if it, I didn't know if I think it was going to happen seven days later. But first of all, the, this, the second turn. It's not really Anderson's fault. No, it's not. That's usually oh. what you do whenever you're inside. Mookie turned <laughs> down. Mookie turned down. Tomac turned down, and Anderson was on the inside of that. Anderson hits Tomac. He doesn't even hit Mookie, but of course Mookie sees the green by co- causing the collision. Yeah, I mean, how many supercrosses do you watch and you see the second turn bunch up like that? Pretty much every well, single one. That's what. Look. Where I'm at is that I'm fine with what Mookie did because he was pissed. He'd had enough. And yeah. that's the way Supercross to me works. JT will argue me to the death. That's bullshit. That's not how Supercross works. That's the way it works to me. There's a bit yeah. of frontier justice. There's contact in Supercross, in my opinion. So Mookie, I'm fine with what Mookie did. But you're in the second turn of a Supercross. You're in second. Can you really cut, like, can you really cut down like Mookie did? Like, you got to... Yeah. You, there was a whole berm there that Mookie came in and he could have, you know, pulled. I, I, I was a little bit on Mookie to do that. Like, what are you doing? It's the second turn. You got 20 guys 0.5 seconds behind you. Watch it again. I, I watch it a bunch. I'm like, he could have just followed the berm. Mm-hmm. Pulled out at the very end, let's say. Right. He, he, he squared up at the end of the berm. Dude, I mean, I just feel like Mookie, you can't really do that because then Tomac goes into him and Anderson goes in. Like, you know, it's like a chain reaction. So... This incident that, that happened right. is not really all on Anderson. Uh, no, I understand what you're saying, and I get it. But as a racer, you come in the second corner. You see what you see in front of you. You don't think about that much what's behind you. And him turning down at the end of the berm, I feel like it was more towards the end. I don't think he thought, if you rewind it like you said, yeah. Anderson's way, way low. Like he's down very far. Yeah. Like he's cutting across. Like, he was already planning on, it doesn't matter who was there, I'm going inside, I'm going to grab the chunk of these riders, and I'm going to go. I just well, think Anderson... I wonder how much of Anderson's anger, too, when Mookie split him and Tomac tripling. And Anderson's like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Like, I, he, he got by me. Like, you know, right. yeah. there's no... There's that no easy... was sketchy, like, right off the oh. bat, right off yeah. the start. Like, oh! <laughs> but go ahead, Keeper, yeah. So. I don't know, I just think some yeah. of that, you got to be smart, too, in the beginning of the race. A little bit of patience helps. And also, like what you said, you got to understand what's behind yeah. you when you cut down, too. So that happens. Mookie's already seeing red, seeing green. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and then and he then, got onto the track fast. like Dude, well, that's, that's where he got docked, right? Oh, he, got really? moved, okay. he got moved one spot because of that. <laughs> I mean, he's Mach 4 alongside the track because he's so mad at Anderson, yeah. right? Um, and then I think when he see, when he comes in that sand, he's just like, oh, look at that. I can- Dump the clutch. It was it was the swing arm. It wasn't even near the front. It was no, like yeah. I hit the rear of the bike, and I was surprised Jay even fell because yeah. he must hit he, him hard enough because he was pretty far back. I yeah. feel like Mookie was uh, uh, like turning the inside, and then Anderson was way out here, but then Anderson cut more towards the middle of the track, and, and Mookie was like, oh, mm-hmm. watch this. Screw you. Right. And, dude, I mean, look, I, I, th- I thought Jason's move last week wasn't smart, you know? Knocking him down in the first race of a triple crown. There's yeah. three races to go. You know you can beat Mookie. Why are you going in there that hard? Like even like give him the win and get him next. You know, a second is as good as the first in a triple crown format. I think the, so. I didn't like that move last week. Yeah, I just, I just think the impatience is it's really fucking with him. I honestly think like JA owned it. He said, "Hey man, in that, Dallas, yeah, Dallas is yeah. like that was my fault. I yeah. should have did this." Yeah. 
as a writer, I would have squashed it. I would have think, okay, at least he, he had that in him to say it was my fault. Mookie's still pissed in Daytona, dude. Like, he didn't care about what, well, what was said. Okay, but if Mookie doesn't have the second turn incident with Anderson, do, he doesn't take Anderson down. Bullshit. You still, think he does? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. See, he won the heat. He was balls fast in qualifying. He's oh. second in the main event. Yep. To me, Mookie's like, I can win this thing, which he, I think he could have. Yes. I think he could. And then his race well, gets ruined. Not even ruined, but, you know, he gets knocked off with Tomac. Let's just say both of them got through those couple corners clean and they were one and two, and Mookie was well, the guy. No, Webb would have been I'm one. just saying, I'm oh, painting you yeah, a yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if Mookie was second, something was going to happen. That's what I feel if like. If J.A. was in front. Yes. Right. Well, he had to catch him first. But, I mean, A-Ray, you've been on the receiving end of Anderson stuff. Um, oh, yeah. He... This is what he he doesn't. This is what he does. This is what he does. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he's not Bam Bam level. But no, he's, he's not Bam Bam level. But I think his uh, his anger gets the best of him sometimes. Yeah. Like I don't know if like his if it's his anger, but I think he just gets super impatient. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we've all yeah. been we all get impatient sometimes when we have our helmets on, and it's race race mode. We get impatient and we have those anger issues. I mean, I'm sure you've freaked out. Yeah. You know, on someone about yeah. something, but yeah. there's a lot of adrenaline going when you ride, right? Exactly. And I, I, and I do this with Aiden. Aiden's the same way. He gets a lot of uh, impatient, and yeah. and he gets mad. And I go, that's not how you're going to win races, and you're going to get hurt that way. Yeah. So eventually, it's going to catch up with you. But at some point, you're going to have to figure it out. Where you're going to be like, okay, man, this is not good for me or you. Which I heard they kind of squashed at the end of the race. They, they met up. Oh, they did? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I heard that they yeah. met up, uh, talked it out, shook hands, went their separate ways, and they both agreed to wow. chill out. They yeah, should. They could have went second and third or first and second in Daytona. Easily. They were fast. Yeah. And, and so if Anderson doesn't knock Mookie down in Dallas, none of what happens in Daytona happens. Nothing. Right. Right. They, you know, they come together in the second turn. Right. Mookie gets pushed off the track. And he he goes Mach four back on it, you know what I mean? All that stuff is fine. Yeah. yeah. And then, but it's just that's the stuff that catches up to you. And so. what you said about it, you you think it's supercross and JT doesn't like hitting, yeah, but yes. banging, yeah. It's life. You get hit so many times, you get pissed, and honestly, everything else that could be in front of you that's rewarding, yeah. goes out the window because you're like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just done. I don't give a shit about a hundred grand. That's what, I don't give a shit about anything. That's what Mookie did not give a shit. Right. In that sand turn, Mookie did not give a shit. Right. No. So yeah. I, I kind of like it where Mookie was like, "Hey, man, here's where I'm at, bro. I'm gonna fuck you up, <laughs> no matter what money's on there. So we can do this all yeah, series. I'm yeah, here. Right. No. I'm here yeah, all no. series. Let's do this. No, I agree. So, it's great entertainment for us who oh, are watching. Oh, it's great. You know it's what I great. mean? Uh, I just, so. uh, those guys were going so fast, and they both screwed their races up. Yep. And and, and Tomac's like, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. You know, all of that. Uh, you don't see Tomac, Villapoto, Dungy, Ricky, McGrath. You don't see these champions do that kind of stuff. They don't get involved they in those games. They both got docked one position, right? Uh, for speeding alongside the track, not for the collisions. Okay. Anderson went alongside the, the sand, yeah. rhythm sand section, so. and then and Mookie went in that second turn. Yeah. So they just didn't slow down enough, right? Uh, but, yeah, certainly lots to talk about when it comes to Daytona for sure. Uh, again, I want to thank the folks at Firepower Parts. Uh, SGB Honda using oh, yeah. Firepower Parts. Uh, GDR Honda as well. Chiz uses Firepower. Yeah. Coming on later. So uh, our team, we use the chains and then also the batteries. So we use both uh, batteries. Is O-ring chains? chains? Uh, I think Cade's running the O-ring. I run the, the, the standard one. Mm. 
but yeah. All right. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Check it out your local dealer, motorsport.com as well. Firepowerparts.com. OE, they, they, uh, they have uh, replacement OEM batteries that are feather light lithium batteries, and they have chains made in Japan, a uh, wide variety from uh, O and X ring, all made in Japan. Feather white, uh, backed by a two year warranty as well. Their batteries are. So firepowerparts.com. Thank you to Firepower. Jordan Smith, Firepower Honda, did pretty well this weekend. Yeah, it was good as yeah, well. He was riding really well. Team manager, Marty. I haven't seen Marty. I have. I haven't seen Marty yeah. yet this year. Marty put on some weight? A little bit. Yeah. I seen him uh, press day, actually, in Dallas. He was up early. Him and Yuri both were uh, yeah. up well, early. Firepower Honda, Firepower Parts Honda, supporting the privateers, supporting the teams in the sport. Uh, Garrett wants to weigh in on Anderson and Mookie. Garrett, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? You know, it came to me. I watched, I watched the thing over and over and over. I'm with you. Uh, Mookie and Anderson would have given Webb and Tomac. It would have been one hell of a show. Oh, it would have been great. Four dudes, yep. Yep. four dudes up front. But Mookie decides to cut down in the corner. <laughs> Crap. Uh, sorry, my wife just slashed me her boobs. Yeah. 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 Keeper. Let's go. Now, now she's super red. Anyway, and flashback to when <laughs> yeah, James you like did that? it. Um, what was it? 14-15? Uh, second turn, he cuts down, and Dungey has nowhere to go but pile right into the side of James, and James is out. Right, right. So, and, and, and look, if you look back at Arlington, he cuts down pretty good, too. I mean, that's – yeah, I'd say Anderson gets it, but – The only thing with the Arlington was I've seen other guys were cutting down to make that triple out of the turn, so that wasn't like a crazy line. But but I'm with you, Garrett, a little bit. Yeah, like I, I think a little of that Mookie, like – it's the second turn. You got all these dudes behind you. You you don't totally control the corner. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I watched it a hundred times because he uh, he kind of screwed my fantasy team. So I was a little I was a little hot as it was. But it's just you. He he's already on Instagram screaming at Marvin. You got to be smarter. Well, you got to take a page out of your own book, buddy. Yeah. Well. Uh, well said, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Tell your wife. Thanks yeah. for the boobs. Uh, we are yeah, going to give away, nice. by the way, a, a Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device because Jet Lawrence and Eli Tomac use the Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device. We have three pairs of tickets to Detroit this weekend as well, courtesy of the folks at Feld Entertainment. So uh, let's do. Um, Let's do an email for two pairs of those tickets. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want a pair of tickets to Detroit Supercross this coming Saturday, and uh, we'll do another one with, with a caller down the, down the line here a little bit. So thank you to the guys at Feld. And by the way, they want me to tell you people for Seattle coming up, the um, uh, negative test slash fax mandate is all gone from there You uh, for the fans. So uh, shout out to people who were not going to go because of that. That's been lifted. So our live show as well is affected. So it's it's all for the good uh, uh, coming in Seattle. All right. Uh, we got Kenny. Uh, no, we got David on two. David, what's up, man? Hey, just uh, not being picky, but I thought that was a little bit of a bad look in the press conference for Jet. You know, laughing with um, – Robinson and what have you. I mean, a little bit of it's okay, but it just felt disrespectful to. Um, I I don't know what he was other... doing. I, I I didn't watch it. What was it? What yeah, was... so it just wasn't a good look. And then worse than that, when um, um, the Kawasaki rider uh, McAdoo uh, McAdoo was saying, "Hey, I'm you know," he was explaining, "I've I've got some pressure on me. I'm the only one left in the uh, paddock over there." 
Jet with a smirk on his face. And I know he was just kidding. He leaned forward. He said, yeah, that was because of me. It just didn't gel with, mm. you know, the humility he showed after the crash the previous week. Right, so right. Anyway, yeah, he, I, he was legit bummed about the crash with Forkner for sure. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, uh, I I didn't see it, though, uh, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, Jet's a good dude. Like, probably, yeah, just a kid, right? Emotions get the best of him. I mean, he, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I think just – immaturity and what have you, but sure. a Myrtle or whoever that sports agent needs to sit yeah. down and say, hey, man, that wasn't a good look for you. Fucking Mertz. We'll get, we'll get it handled. God right. damn Thanks it, for the Mertz. call, man. Thanks yeah. for the call. Okay. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks. Uh, Nick, what's going on, man? Hey, so what was Craig doing at press day? Or, or he, just at uh, He was riding for GoPro, right? He did yeah, he was doing Go- some Lit Pro stuff, some GoPro stuff. But they yeah. never ran on the broadcast. I don't think they did, no. Yeah, yeah. And Blair was super... Kind of cahoots about it, so I didn't. I, and, and what, what, I think that is so dumb. By the way, and I like Blair and I like Christian. Well, I saw it. Don't don't put your bike there with like a like a mm, mm. because we have a lot of dumb fans, and then I got to fucking deal with. I'm it. one of them. I got to fucking deal with. It's Craig racing. It's Craig racing. Right. It's yeah. like yeah. no, he right. cannot race. Right. He's not racing, and I don't know what he's doing. This was before I knew it was a GoPro thing. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, and I don't know why the riders and people want to lead fans on like, ha, 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 Like, he can't race. So right. why, why do that? Why doesn't Christian just put a, uh, a, a picture of his bike and be like, doing some stuff for GoPro, going to have fun today? I don't yep. like that. Mm-hmm. And because, then uh, second thing, you know, who, who – sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Who, who do you think could ride or does ride a confidence wave better, Webb or Reed? Oh boy! Why do, ride a what wave? A confidence wave. Confidence oh. Maybe close. Maybe close to both of them. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I feel like they're a bit similar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take- All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Just. I mean, again, I like. I like Christian. I don't want to come down on. Like, I just don't do that. I don't feel. I don't like that. I think they were playing it a little bit too. Like, I watched this like, vlog this morning. Like when I was cycling. Yeah. And, and they were like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll race Daytona this weekend or something. Yeah, and then they're like, no, nah, just, yeah, they were just joking around. But I think that's the, the part for the course nowadays to stir shit up. I mean, everything you look around nowadays is between the news and this, it's just stirring shit up. So, and it, and it causes views, it, it you know, creates bait. buzz about our sport. You know, it's just, if you're a fan, all you have to do is just quickly do the math, right? So you go, Craig, West Coast, Red Plate. We're on East yeah, Coast. Yeah, but fans can't. can't do that math, dude. Trust me, Marks. You deal with the fans. Pulp Mix Fantasy. Yes. I can do. they do the math? No, they cannot. That's not fans. Did they? Did you have That's YouTube comments? That's not true comments? fans. Well, if no. Playing, if they're playing no, no, no. fantasy, they got to be a fan. Dude, if you're playing our fantasy game, you got to be a pretty good fan because you could pick a at a minus twelve. You got to know all that. Are you and serious? Else. I hear this shit all the time. I haven't played in forever, and I just signed up and I picked so and so, and I fucking won today. You're like, what? <laughs> We and had then we you did got have guys that really do. They're like, "Fuck this chick, man." She just we had that. Yeah, we had that. But generally speaking, you got to be a pretty good fan to play our game. Yeah, that's all. Agree to disagree. I just just don't do it. Right. Because guess what? I got to fucking deal with it. Got it. I got to fucking deal with it. I don't want to. Because Christian Craig can't race. Don't answer it. But no, it's just in my DMs, dude. It's just flooding in my DMs, like like you know. <laughs> He's, why, are you, why are you looking at me? I was going to say something, and I didn't. I held back. All right. <laughs> there's no DMs going to A Ray anymore. I know. Okay. Oh, is that why I held back? Yeah. No, that's why still I held DMs back. Coming to me. I just I just can't Whoa. entertain it. I can't entertain okay. it. All right. Mm-hmm. Listen. So I, I. Anyways, again, and if I if Christian were here, I would tell him that. I would tell him that. Quiet down. I, yeah. That's what I would tell him. So, 
All right, everybody. Uh, Chris Kiefer, Alex Ray here. Uh, also, I want to thank the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. They put some shocks in, some SDI shocks in the Marxist truck. Did you mob it yet? Not yet. I got it washed and, you- it, and it rained, so now I'm going to go mob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so Marx has suspension direct uh, smart shocks, e-click shocks Dude, put in by ORW. It's so sick, though. What you should it's do legit. is just wait for a heavy Sunday evening traffic day on the I-15 yep. through Vegas uh-huh. and just bomb the side dirt road <laughs> next to the freeway. Well, he can do it now. Right. So I want to thank the folks at ORW, uh, offroadwarehouse.com, Pulpamex to save. Uh, off-road Warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, beds, accessories, and more. Offroadwarehouse.com. Get your bike to the track of style and performance from the guys. Um, they got stores all over the place. And they have um, uh, uh, online place as well. So, offroadwarehouse.com, Pulpamex code to save. Get yourself some suspension direct. Get yourself some other uh, uh, products uh, from there for your truck. Jeep, Overland, UTV, uh, you know, our buddy Vaj. Vaj. He's up there in Montana. Yeah. You can get stuff for his truck yeah. from Montana. There you go. Uh, RRW sponsors the Club MX team. And uh, you'll see that butt patch on there, all of their riders. And our first guest this night, uh, tonight is absolutely doing a great job for his Club MX team, sponsored by the ORW guys. It's Enzo Lopes. What's up, Enzo? How are you, man? Good. What's up, boys? We're good, man. Hey, uh, A-Ray, Enzo is killing it right Dude, now. Dude, he's crushing it. Right? Yeah, Pulp MX, like top three for like 10 minutes. Dude, we, uh, helmet sticker. Listen, Enzo, we normally have garbage luck with our Pulp uh, sticker deal, oh, whether yeah. it's Will Hahn or Weimer or no, A-Ray. Or, I had Steve's face on, on the on my jersey. And you didn't, and make, you didn't make the motos. No, I made the motos. Did I, just, I didn't score any points. Okay, you didn't score any points. Uh, and then the bike got stolen like a week later. <laughs> right. So, Enzo, <laughs> normally our Pulp MX sticker stuff doesn't work out so so well but thank you for for putting us up top there thanks man no i'm glad it's working and turning it around i mean it looks like it's helping me actually because yeah. i never felt so good <laughs> yeah oh yeah maybe uh no it's uh it's been really good for for the race now you had a little bit of clutch issues at the end of the uh at the end of the thing well we, we've had clutch issues the whole day at daytona every time we hit the track come back change clutch because it was fried even in our heat race, me and Phil, our clutch was smoked by the end. Hmm. I hear so you there. For, yeah, for me, in the main, I put some, uh, like, stiffer springs. So my bike will last two, three more laps. But, yeah, like, ten minutes in, it was really bad. Like, the last lap, I was just praying my bike would make it to the end. Really, huh? Oh, wow. Wow. Is that just because of the sand? Yeah. Yeah, w- yeah what is that? Uh, we think so, because we haven't had that issue before, you know? I think and, it might I have mean, a lot. The, it might have a lot to do with like maybe the whoop section too, because whenever I was watching the race, the whoop section, the whoops like look very, very spread apart. Mm-hmm. They look like they had yeah. a lot of gap in them. Um, well, yeah, I guess whenever you hit the whoops a lot, hard. and then also a lot of the inside turns, like with the ruts and stuff, using the clutch, having to like, I don't know, do the singles and stuff. It, it's hard to say because like I was rewatching the race with C when you can see like how hard like RJ and McAdoo is. On, on the bike, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even in the main, like, I was trying not to touch my clutch through the sand section because I wanted my bike to last longer, and I still had issues, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, it was a tough deal because I felt like I was riding good and I knew I could keep it going, you know? Because the guys weren't catching me. But it is what it is. I still got fifth place, which is my best result so far. And yeah. yeah. I mean, it happens. Dude, you're two points out of third in the points. Oh, uh, cow. Yeah, yeah you've been riding great, man. And, you know, last year you came in, you were riding for Phoenix Honda, you got hurt, you probably weren't ready to start Supercross when you did. Um, 
but you did, and then you kind of got better from there. But like coming off last year, you got to be really happy. Oh no, it's definitely a big step. And this year, my perspective was a little bit, bit different. I just wanted to be more conservative on the first round because my season openers before they were really bad. Mm-hmm. So then I got eighth on the first one, and then triple crown. After I had that uh, thing happen with my break, rear break on the first, I'm like, dude, I got nothing to lose. Yeah. So it kind of got better, and then Daytona just felt really good. And then last qualifying, I was P3, like one-tenth of second, which was RJ, and like half a second from Jet. And I was fucking awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really, awesome. I was feeling really good. Yeah. And then my starts got better. It's just it's kind of like something clicks, and you feel like you belong. Yeah. So it's been definitely good, but I'm just living the moment right now and uh, not thinking about points or anything, just trying to do my best. Wow, and uh, I got to say, too, so since I stopped, started helping Enzo, right, give him a little bit of money, put the helmet sticker on, so then I, I put it out on my Instagram, and, dude, the Brazilian fans. Oh, dude, they're awesome. Oh, and they were, there was a lot of them at Daytona as well. Yeah, was it big, uh, big Brazilian people there? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people. Like, some people, they just flew in from Brazil to the race just to watch me, so it's quite crazy. Like, I took a lot of pictures, and it's, it's awesome, you know? Because, I mean, it's my home race, far from home, kind of. So to do good there, it, it was really good. Do the Brazilian championships, they're still pretty big back there? Uh, they have some really good riders, but it's not as big as it, it used to be. No. Mm. I mean, the national, it, it, I mean, it's tech, but the tracks, everything, it's not, it's not that good at all. It used to be way better. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. They used but to fly Americans like, back there there is teams like uh, Honda, Yamaha, like Yamaha Brazil. They help me as well. I'm kind of like a brand ambassador. Is that how you say? Yeah. Oh yeah. In yeah. Brazil, so yeah, they kind of help me a little bit too. So yeah, I mean they do some things in Brazil, but it, I mean it's definitely not like here, you know. Right. Uh, Enzo Lopes on the uh, Pulp of Mexico, presented by OffRoadWarehouse.com. O R W. That's the butt patch that the Club of Mex guys are running. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a really nice start for you and. Enzo, uh, catching and passing Phil. That had to been great. That had to have been great. <laughs> Dude, tell me about it. It's funny because, like, we're, I mean, I'm living at his place right now. So, like, we're always together. Like, yeah. we fly together. We stay at the RV at Daytona together. And, like, we're together at the truck. You're fucking kidding me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Enzo was behind Phil when uh, Forkner did his thing. Oh, yeah. and, and then when George Smith's cartwheeling bike, Enzo was right there. So oh, Enzo's God. just getting a, yeah, like, bird's a eye view front row it. view of yeah. Phil almost getting death crossed. So, um, <laughs> no, but, like, props to him. Like, it was super fun. You know, like, he was, uh, we were third and fourth. So like I'm like, dude, he's fucking ripping right now. But I mean, yeah, me? pass him. I was I was making I was making fun of him because I put two laps uh, in one lap on him. So yeah, but no, it was Phil. Phil was riding really good, man. Phil, he, yeah, uh, he he is riding. He surprised well. me. Yeah, he is. He's. I I mean, once the lights come like come on, like I mean, he just shines. I guess. I uh, I, I mean, I love to make fun of him, and, but, but he's got, he does a lot. He's riding with a lot of intensity. Like he, he's riding he well. Like he actually knows you know, what you he's doing. You know what? The, what I said too, and Enzo, you can kind of uh, now you got a little different suspension setup than Phil, but those bikes, Enzo, look really good. Uh, suspension, motor. You know, I mean, Yamaha's a good platform, anyways. We know that in that class, but Kiefer, those bikes look great. I mean, Jamie does that twisted. Uh, he does really good work. Yeah, for one, he had eleven. 250 guys in the main 
Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's over half the guys. And you watch the Yamahas. Yamaha has, you know, in stock form has the most power. And then you get, you add more power. Then you get Enzo suspension. Yep. And then to me, all those packages together. Yeah. And then you get a rider like Enzo that he's a smooth rider. And it just, I don't know. To me, it, it, this bike fits Enzo's riding style. I've been watching Enzo ride since he was amateur on KTM. Yep. He's a, he's one of the, he was one of the smoother guys coming right. up. And I always liked that about him. It wasn't like revving the shit out of his engine. It wasn't scrubbing everything. It was just really smooth. And he's kind of, over time, got a little bit more aggressive, but kept that smooth style. And with those engine packages and the, and the Yamaha, it's, dude, it's really good uh, to watch. Best bike you've raced yet, Enzo, would you say? Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah, the twisted engine, obviously, it's really good. Uh, my last year as an amateur, when I raced A-Class, I had a KD, KTM with the twisted engine, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at that time, I feel like my setup wasn't too good. Like, I would, my my riding style wasn't so good as it is now. I made some changes in my bars and stuff. So I feel like my position, it, it made, like, a big step, too. So that helps me a lot. And crashes also. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole package this year, it's really, really good. And, uh, like, feel like it kind of changes a lot of suspension and stuff. For me, like, I, I don't feel much. Yep. Because growing up, I've never had a lot of stuff to try. My yeah, dad yeah. is like, oh, this is the bike you have, and you're just going to ride it. Like, even as an amateur, like, I only had, like, a mod bike in my last year racing A-Class. Like, before, it was always stock. Mm-hmm. So right now, like, whatever they give me, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm just going to ride it. <laughs> so, like, through, through the whole off-season, like, I didn't change, like, clicks or anything. I just rode the bike. And that's it. That's about it. And, I mean, sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. That's just the way I am. I've been trying to learn, but it's it's hard, you know. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, Enzo's got a good riding style, huh? Anyway. Very good. Yeah. I noticed him it's, through the whoops, like, very proper, like, right in the right spot of the bike, yeah. attack position, elbows up. Yeah. yeah very it's, good it's, style. It's, it's really – you got a naturally – like Kiefer said, too, you got a naturally good riding style, Enzo. Um no, I got I got better in the wolves, so Phil doesn't make jokes about like ripping through through me in the wolves. <laughs> uh, you live with Phil. Does he turn the heat up yet? What what's the like? What's the no is- no dude no no don't get me started because he was already <laughs> mad. I left my light on my room for like one minute. He was he was thinking, oh, I'm gonna charge you for electricity. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, dude. That's what I was just thinking. I could imagine like Enzo uh, just downstairs, like dude, in a basement or something, not wait, even a room, just with his cell phone light. When I uh, when I went to Phil's place, like he his heat he he would not turn it above like sixty four. I'm like, We're about to use candles here, I guess. Yeah, I said, I said, Phil, I'll give you twenty dollars right now. Please put right. to seventy, please. Wow, he wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. So, so the well, light. He made yeah. me. He made me buy coffee today too. Twenty dollars on coffee. Oh wow! What, oh, wow. what the hell are you guys going for coffee? <laughs> <laughs> He has this Starbucks special. I don't know what it is, but he made me buy it. <laughs> I'm surprised he's even going to Starbucks. No, How too. crazy yeah, yeah, he is, yeah, right? Yeah. He, he got this. Uh, he got What are those things called? Those air fryers? Yeah. Oh, those things he got an sick. air fryer. And he, he t- Heather loves this thing. He just tells me all he does is dump all his food in the air fryer. Yeah. That's yeah, all. Yeah. It's cheap. It's easy. So, uh, But, yeah, Enzo, so you left the light on and he got mad at you? Oh, yeah. Definitely got mad at me. Unbelievable. Is he more chill when your when your sister comes over or is he still hard ass? No, he's more chill. It's funny cuz feel like I mean for the people that doesn't know him he sounds like this grumpy guy but like he I don't know how to explain. He's a really nice dude. Yeah, it's he's he, like he's, he 
He is. I mean, I don't know like the right word, the right. word to say, but no, yeah, I've he, been on both ends. Like he's nice, and then fuck, and he, he hates he, you. Yeah, he yeah. can fucking slit somebody's throat almost. <laughs> yeah, he hates you, but he hates you, but he cares. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. And I can't believe he spent the money to get. He's got his patio up now, right out the back, Enzo. All that's concrete. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe that either. <laughs> he he built like a concrete uh, patio up back of his house with like a barbecue pit, or like he actually spent some money. It's wow. amazing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how Phil. Getting older, would, need that kind of shit. Maybe, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. He, he was he was complaining today. We went to Lowe's to buy like this uh, thing. T- I forgot like to put on his garage, and he said, "Oh, I bought this four months ago. It was eighty dollars. Now it's a hundred and ten. Fuck me, man." <laughs> <laughs> Poor Phil. Oh, uh, Enzo Lopes here on the show. Brought to you by OffRoadWarehouse.com. O R W. How is things with your sister and Phil? Are they okay now? Because every time <laughs> we had him on our live show and he's like, ah, a lot of ups and downs, Steve, a lot of ups and downs. How, how is I it? Mean, it's too easy. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm in the middle of it, you know, so it's hard for me, man. <laughs> poor it's really hard. Poor like, Enzo. A lot of people don't talk about me, but yeah, poor Enzo, because I'm in the middle. Like, I don't want to be in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're always in the middle. Yeah, it's just getting it from uh, both ends, listening to complaints about both ends. I feel sorry yeah, for Enzo yeah. for sure. Yeah, listening to the complaints of both ends. Oh, so geez. like when everything is cool, like it's awesome, but when shit hits the like the the vent, like yeah. I mean, dude, I hear my <laughs> sister complaining and Phil and oh. oh fuck him, and then she's like fuck him too, you know? I mean, <laughs> you're like get me out of here. Uh, yeah. Hey, by the way, Enzo. So in uh, in Minneapolis, your mom and dad were there. Uh, your sister was there. I didn't know this. I thought the guy at the races was your dad, Enzo. <laughs> no, Magman, he's my Magman, dad. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Did you no, know? No, I didn't know. Did you think it was his dad? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, it's I a guy who's been around for Enzo for a I saw him, I mean, I thought it was too. He's huh. been, he's been with Enzo, you've been he's been with the JGR days too, right? Enzo, he was around for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been with me for a long time now. He's like he used to be like my trainer, coach, but now he's like family you know i have someone that's familiar to be around with me right so i thought that was your dad me with everything i had no no idea a lot of people think yeah a lot of people think that but no okay not my dad (laughs) but he he, well he has a lot of uh how to say history himself yeah he uh he trained david bulliman back in the day oh really oh wow yeah he did and joaquin rodriguez ktm days yeah joaquin yeah yeah that's awesome yeah, I think uh, four season. Yep. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, he knows everyone, like literally everyone. Ah, hmm. uh, I think I remember him because I was a test rider in '04, and Joaquin was K- part of him. For KTM, I do remember him being around. You know, Joaquin rides rallies now. Yeah, yeah, he's a rally guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won at the car stage this year. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, crazy. Um, uh, also, so Enzo, um, coming up Detroit this weekend. Uh, so you kind of said earlier you're you're not. You know, you're kind of just taking one race at a time and everything. But, dude, you got to be looking at the points a little bit, right? And being like, how sweet, you know, like you, I mean, I guess, you, like you said, take it one race at a time. But at the same time, man, you have a chance to get third in the points here if you keep this up. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm too down from, from styles. And, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to live the moment. I feel like I'm in a good, uh, good mm-hmm. uh, space right now. And, uh I'm just uh, going to take one race at a time. I feel like I can do really good and still, I don't know, we have uh, five races left, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a lot to happen, and especially there's the show 
two showdowns. Yeah. So a lot yeah. can happen there too, you know. Yeah, the showdowns yeah. going to be insane. The key thing, you got to stay up. You got to finish these races. You can't crash out. Like that's what's going to help him a lot. A lot of these guys are fast as shit, but right. they end up crashing. RJ, Jordan, right. fast yeah. as shit. They have trouble staying right. up. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Like I mean, yeah, like I, I watch the race sometimes and feeling it's like, dude, they're it feels like they're racing the last race of their lives, you know? It's <laughs> right. fucking crazy, man. Like, RJ, know, every like, single time RJ hits the track, it's dude. the last race of his life. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, Enzo, was Enzo when you watch these races back, like you said, you look at guys like RJ and Jordan, and they're going ape shit, and they look like they're going Mach 10. Then you watch a guy like Jet that looks like he's not going as fast, but yarding all these guys. Can you process that and figure out what the hell's going on? Dude, seriously, I respect him, but fuck him, man, because he looks so so good. <laughs> yeah, like, like well, I think it was uh, at the Triple Crown race. Like I, I was P five on the mm -hmm. board. I felt like it was a good lap, and I went back and I'm like one point five behind him. I'm like, dude, you fucking kidding me? Like, is that even possible? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah, he, I, wa yeah. I watch vi I watch videos, and it's like it's like uh, how to say effortless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's he, just it's just. Good, Look, you know? he came from so, last I mean, to third I'm... in the last Triple Crown, right. last to fourth in the first one. This weekend it was over. Like, he's he's, he's elite, yeah, yeah, you know? So, And and, and this isn't like I, – I don't really want to say it, but it's not like the West Coast field. Like, it's a bit more stacked yeah. than – Oh, yeah, than, yeah for yeah, sure. So. Yeah. For him to come through the pack with, with a lot of the good guys, it right. says a lot. Um, Enzo Lopes, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Club MX's uh, uh, Enzo Lopes. Give us a call here on the on the sh on the show. Enzo, it's a good team there. Um, you, Phil, and Jace Owen, real close, real having a good season. Jace is uh, having a good year as well. And then Troll Train making the main events. March Banks uh, has had an up and down season, but has been fast. Like it's a strong team over there. Oh yeah, we got a lot of good guys. Even our trainer Brandon made the main yeah, this weekend. Yeah, right? sure, made really the main. Going. That guy's good. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. That's yeah. awesome by him. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, what's yeah, it like during the week? I think I think he crashed in practice, and he yeah on the finish line. Oh, he said, <laughs> "Jeez." Uh, so, what's it like during the week? It's pretty intense. Oh yeah, it, it well in the off season it was really intense, like riding four times a week with the boys. But, like, during the season, it's kind of, like, more mellow. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Phil, we're a little bit more chill. You know, obviously, we take it seriously. But, I mean, what matters is on Saturday. So, like, March being sometimes, he would do, like, all this crazy rhythms. And me and Phil would just keep it keep it down a little bit because what matters is Saturday, like I said. Yeah, yeah. No, but for sure. Obviously, in the off season, obviously in the off season it was a lot of hard work and uh I, I mean, I want to see. I feel really, really good on a bike, like fitness-wise. So yeah, it's been definitely good for all of us to train together too. And Kate I mean, over only, there. I mean, a oh yeah, Kate as well. But Amar, he was here during the off season. Yeah. Like right now, not so much. But yeah, there's. I mean, there was a day there were like 17 guys riding. Wow. Supercross yeah. track. Yeah, and Freddie's there. Like, also, Freddie has had some injuries, but Freddie was riding really good coming yeah, in the year. That's yeah. what I was going to ask him how it was uh, yeah. training with all those guys because the whole SGB team is there. Um, they had Jace Kessler, Jeremy Hand, Luke. Hey, Nies, when I, when I went guys. there, I went there in December. Kay just had a picture of you on his on his door of his van, and just just that was your motivation. That was his motivation every day. A Ray. 
Really? Gay. Just to beat you. Yeah, it does, that does sound a bit, a bit <laughs> suspect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but there was, there's the, the S, yeah, the SGB 250 guys. There's, yeah. well, uh, Phoenix, Cullen, yeah, KP, a... Josh. Yeah, and I think... there's our team, Freddy, JB. Dude, like, do they have enough gates the there? Track. Do they have enough gates? Like, how, how do you guys practice? Like, just throw up a main event. Let's could go. You, could yeah. you imagine if they had like a 22 man gate yeah, and it was like a race. full and just had a race? Yeah, with some we tough blocks out. Like four four gates, so we have to do like uh, three times because we have so many guys. But the track right. gets so so bad, it, which is good, you know. Is JB the best guy for the most part? Uh, I would yeah, say. I would say March Banks on the 450 was a bit close to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, March Banks on the, on the 450 was actually a little bit faster than him. Yeah. And of, of us. And, but uh, me and Phil were usually close to JB, too. We did right. a model the other day. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, Phil has been running really, really well. And there's obviously KP, too, you know. Yeah. You can't, everybody forgets about KP. He crashed out this weekend. He hurt some ribs. But, yeah, yeah Kyle, Kyle's solid. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, he saw it. Like I was talking to Phil the other day about that too. Like I mean, on Saturday he's always there, man. When yeah. the board goes sideways in the race on the main event, he's always there. You he, can always count on KP. Yeah, he gets good starts yeah. and and you know just yeah runs it. Uh, as a veteran. Anything else for Enzo Lopes? Yeah, Enzo, how tall are you? I'm. I think I'm five nine. I don't really know. Like, cause here we, you guys have different numbers, but. Do you do anything uh, to your 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 pegs and your your seat foam or anything? Are you stock everywhere, or how how are you putting up your triangle? No, yeah, I uh, I use a higher foam from Guts. Okay. And uh, I think it's lower lower pegs from Flow. Okay. Yeah, because that's a problem with the Yamaha. The Yamaha's kind of cramped. I didn't know if you adjusted all that or not. See, I was different. I yeah, liked I, I liked the high peg on the Honda. Like it felt like I was like in the cockpit, like hmm. fucking ready to go. That's that's yeah, interesting no, but to for see. me, like the the Yamaha, that how it suits my style is like I I rode the Honda last year, but like the Yamaha, I feel like it suits me really really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the only change I made this year was I put a spacer on my bars to make it higher. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my it changed my style to the to be better. So that helped me a lot too. Mm. That's the only thing. Right, it's amazing what little five millimeters here and there yeah. can work, you know. Yeah. So yeah, just make you feel a little more comfy. The Yamaha yeah. is like you—you've always said, Kiefer. The Yamaha is a tight, yeah, tight. Like triangle. when you come off of like a, a Honda or a KTM, then you get on a Yamaha, your knees feel way up high. Like you look at March Banks's fucking knees, and you're like, holy shit, his knees almost touch the handlebars. Yeah, because it's just the cockpit's small. So even if you're five nine like Enzo, you need to drop the pegs a little bit. You know, like you said, raise the bar. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I just didn't know what you did there. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, me and March Banks, we, I think we run in kind of the same style. But, like, he's a, I think he's size 12 boots. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. March Banks oh, is yeah. a big guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, Enzo, thanks for coming on, man. I'm glad I could help you out with that sticker deal and a little bit of money. You know, I, glad I, someone's doing it justice because, dude. Yeah, it, it hasn't holy worked. Holy shit, it but, hasn't been good. Enzo's been the most successful Pulp MX athlete. Just now you owe Steve for the rest of your life, just like yeah. uh, Stank Dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm glad we could help out for sure. Uh, really, you're a good dude. You're riding really well. I'm happy for you guys and the team and, and even for Phil, who somehow, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. F- yeah, Phil is somehow good. I don't know why. No, he's been, he's been going really good, but no, thank you, Steve, for the help. And 
I mean, even for the opportunity to come and talk a little bit, you know, I don't really get these opportunities often. So yeah, that's awesome. A lot of people don't know me, but hopefully well, they will know me. Listen, soon, dude, so. you got all of Brazil behind you. That's for sure, because my right. DMs are full of Brazilians. Yeah, they even like the. Yeah. I think they had like some media group, the Show Radical. I think they hang out at the SGB okay. uh, rig a lot too, because yep. we have like some Brazilian um, investors as well. Mm. Like with our team, we did okay. the SGB Unlimited, and oh. uh, like Enzo was all over their Instagram feed this past. Oh, weekend. he was. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Enzo, awesome. Brazilian chicks are insane, dude. Insane. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are, but I got a girlfriend, man. Oh, is she American? <laughs> no, she's Brazilian. All right. She's my neighbor in Brazil. That's why oh. it was easy. All right. It's easy. Just walk across the street. Hey, yeah. what's up? How the girl you next door. Is, is, she, is she come to America at all ever? <laughs> well, yeah, she was here for the first race, but then she was, she had to go back. She uh, She's in math school. So. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Does, does Phil like her? Yeah, he does. Okay. It took him a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Feels like a crusty exterior. I would know? love to just be a fly on the wall. You know what I mean? Just to like listen to Phil and just all the stuff he has to say. Like Dude, I those around. I couldn't believe it. Sixty-four degrees. He's like, it, it ain't free, man. And oh, I'm just man. like, Phil. Fuck, man. I cannot I wait. It's like sometimes it's like fucking cold inside the house, and then me and Magman we here. We go because like then we gotta go to the track and we put like hoodies on. We think it's cool. We get on the street and it's fucking hot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't. I can't believe it. I can't wait till he has a kid. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Wow. Phil's got a. I mean, like, like you know. Enzo and feels Phil's, like an onion. He's got layers. He's got lots of layers. You know, it's up and down with Phil. It's up and down. Yeah. So. Ah. Enzo, thank you for calling in. Good job to start this year, man. Yeah, keep Really it up. impressive. Yeah. Keep it up. Thank you. We'll see you in Detroit this weekend, man. Yeah, see you boys in Detroit. All right. Sounds All good, right. man. See you, Enzo. That's Enzo Lopes, everybody. Brought to you by Off-Road Warehouse, ORW. Pulp Phil Mexico is a seven-layer fucking burrito of mystery. He really is. He really is. Let's get, uh, let's get Chiz because... Chiz can talk, so we got oh, yeah. right to Chiz's got to go to bed early now. He's a factory rider. Oh, He's got to yeah. get his sleep in. Uh, Alex Ray brought to you by the folks at Wysco. Wysco is official sponsor of the SGB Honda team. They're on board with uh, with the SGB Honda guys, so they're also on board with our show. They manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. They sponsor the Club MX team as well with uh, Troll Train and uh, the RM KTM team and more. they got two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Alex Ray brought to you by the folks at Wiseco. There's a code to save on PulpMXShow.com. So if you're looking for a piston, two-stroke, four-stroke, uh, there's a code to save on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, and they've got the whole line of connecting rods as well and Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and more. So thank you to the folks at Wiseco for bringing you Alex Ray on the show tonight. And Chiz, uh, our buddy Chiz, brought to you by the folks at Cherbies, whether it's uh, uh, Adam Cincerello, Jason Anderson, uh, Justin Barsha, uh, the KTM guys, uh, Cherbies.com. Cherbiesusa.com for more information on the, the equipment. I love the Cherbies stuff. It always uh, fits really perfectly on there. And uh, uh, works awesomely. They make, a uh, dump, they make a lot of different shit, too. They, they do, do, right? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Um, Uh-oh. Well, he's saying uh, no cheers, so. Uh, at USA.com, discards, handguards, frame guards. I always liked, uh, we used to run these OW handguards from Yamaha, from mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah. They probably cost. Oh, you're talking about the factory ones we yeah. talked about, yeah. 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 Oh, were you here when we were talking about it? No, but I remember you talking about those. 
they probably cost uh, uh, $200 each because they were from Japan and they were yeah. like factory used and they fit like shit and they look like shit and they, 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 they were small and I'm always like, can we just get a Cherubis once? Can we just get a Cherubis? We'll put a Yamaha sticker over the, the, the name of Cherubis. Yep. No one will know. They fit great. They work perfectly. You know, and I was always... Never got I was always never told. Got it. Yeah. It wasn't going to work. But a CherubisUSA.com uh, at a Cherubis on social media as well. So please check that out, guys. Uh, they're going to bring you Kyle Chisholm as soon as we get to... Uh, Get to him. We got some phone calls though. It's uh, factory. It's gonna take a while. Oh yeah. Mm. Where do you put them, Steve? Chiz? Yeah. Do you put them in front of Phil? Mm. I, mean, I put them around Phil. Right. Chiz, I mean, Chiz. He looks racy this year. Don't he you, looks like he don't has you intensity. Put him like seven to twelve. Oh, better. Better. I'm saying five to seven. Oh. Really? Enzo got give fifth, him, right? I, I say give him a few weeks. He's going to need a little oh, bit of yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not saying he's, he's coming out Detroit. Give him two minutes. I'm not saying he's coming yeah. out Detroit and busting out a top five. Yeah, but, yeah, but what I'm saying is some point. some point five to seven. Oh, yeah. he uh, He's going to ride his 450 on the other coast. On west. On the west. Yep. So just, just jumping back oh, in the 450 man. privateer life. He's got to weigh two bills? Like one I don't know, right? Who, Chiz? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, he's 165. What? what? He's skinny. Dude, he is Skinny. built though. No, he's not. What? He's a rail. I was his dude. I was his teammate on HEP. He's fucking stick and bone. I feel like he has some muscle. He's dick and ribs. He's DNR. Yeah, we're, he's uh, gonna DNR. get a hard on. You're fine. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to the bottom of of Chiz's weight here shortly. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Okay. Looking for a job in the industry? No. You're not. I have one. Fuck, I might need one after this year. <laughs> okay, Ray might be up for it. I want to get into that. Later, okay. I have that. I'm like that was a deep conversation on the way up. Well, here. yeah, I have. In, I have that in my notes. Oh, okay. We're gonna break down your season a little bit and your okay. future. All right. Hey, I like that. Okay. I'm. I'm, I'm in 28. It. Yeah, no I'm 28. I, I yeah. need to. I need to start fucking thinking about and it. And he has a honest. chick. And I got a chick. Fuck my ass. Dumping loads. She may or may not be on BC. Dumping loads. May or may not be on BC. Well, sh- I hope she is. If you're. <laughs> Hey, he wants to throw in a, turn a new leaf. Nothing better than having a kid. Oh yeah, no, that's that'd be, that'd be great. That'd be, uh, <laughs> Just fucking throw a kid at it, dude. Throw a kid at it. All right, oh, motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Uh, in-house rep at FMF. This is based in uh, uh, Southern California. Full-time job inside sales at FMF. Position involves interacting with power sports consumers, retailers, wholesale distributors, staff, and FMF's internal teams. Uh, power sports industry or similar industry-related experience preferred. Local applicants only, FMF Racing. Go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And uh, if you're a company in the industry and you're looking to hire some of the some people out there that are listening to this show and are... Uh, Fuck, they might co- even be on the show. They might even be on the show like A-Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, contact MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, guys. They'll hook you up and uh, they'll run the ad for you. They'll get some of the best people out there. Uh, so thank you to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week, FMF, in-house rep. Compton. Uh, uh, deep in deep in the heart of uh, of Compton. Let's go to Cody on one. Cody, what's up, man? Dude, can you imagine how grumpy Phil is going to be if Chiz Chiz is all over him? Holy mm. shit! Combined age eighty four, and they're out there <laughs> racing for fifth. Uh, he, oh, yeah, man. he's going to be not happy, you know. But yeah, does Chiz get starts oh. on this bike? Do you think? I think so. Really? Yeah, that bike's fast. Fuck, he's big. Do you think? <laughs> no, he's not. He's one sixty-five. No, no he's, dude, he's one sixty-five. We're gonna get into this as soon dude, as Chiz he's picks up the line. Six foot tall, one six feet, one sixty-five. Can guarantee you. He's only six foot. I feel like he's taller than six foot. Yeah, I'm six feet tall. He's taller than me. He's six one two. Oh, okay, but he's one sixty-five. Jesus, if he's one sixty-five at six two, something's going on. He's he's malnourished. All right, Cody. What else? All right, uh, Kiefer. So 
in UTVs and side by sides and all that, in the last like three years, the biggest development's been an active suspension. Mm-hmm. Is there anything like that on the radar for bikes down the, in the future? Like it has to be coming, right? Yes, it is coming. It is coming. Hey, and, KTM's uh, been working on it for a while. Yep, I yep. think uh, the Austrian brands will do that first before the Japanese brands. That's usually how it's been working the last 10 years or so. Um, they're going to let the Austrians pay the money, do it up, and then they will look at this and then develop what they think it could be better. That's Cody, all. you you drive a UTV, right? Yeah. What about these SDI E-Click shocks? I I didn't know they did much for UTVs. I thought it was like a truck Jeep. Thing. Nah, bro, they got UTVs. Oh. Send me an email. Let me get you a deal on them. I don't know how you know. I don't know how All much right. money you can afford or whatever. But send me an email, and we'll see if we can get you a set of these SDIs for a UTV that you have, and you can you can Sweet. try them out for us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I actually just ordered a 2022 Can Am that doesn't have the Smart Shocks. I went with the Dumb Shocks edition. Goodbye, so thirty grand. Timing. Yeah. So listen, you got a new yeah. yeah. You got a new 2020 UTV coming. Then you can certainly afford these. Yeah. SDI Is that thirty G? E click. Uh, 32 out the door. Jeez, I. Nice. And they're insane. And right? you bought the shit out of them for 32 You mob yeah. them. No, you mob them. Well, how much do you pay for his You're fucking learning. truck? You're and how much so is he going to mob it? Thank you. I, you can't say bomb? Ma- Ma- Marks has a Raptor. You tell yeah. me fucking coding life isn't good. Guy owns a Raptor. Oh, hey, Raptors are just common now. What it's not as. coding. Porn they're out. 90 grand. No, they're not. No, you can get it for 65. You can't get it for 65, but it's not. Well, 90. maybe it's not like, now. It's not 90. But be pre-COVID, you could All get right. it for 65. Can we get the chiz? We got chiz on the line. <laughs> oh, he's on now. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, we got chiz. 165 pounds chiz. All, All right, right, Cody. So hey. send me an email. We'll right. get you hooked up. All right? I was his right, teammate. Good. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, All we'll right. See. Let's get right into this. At Cherubis USA, chiz, how much do you weigh? 165. Serious? Hey, I fucking told yeah. you. Hey, I, Kiefer, I've done Kiefer my can't res- believe it. Dude, I've done my it. research on this motherfucker, dude. I, I've <laughs> ridden behind him so fucking much. I know every Sounds fucking good, in man. and out of this dude. Sounds good. How big is his penis? Hey, I was 168 before Anaheim, and I lost. I was down to 159 when I got COVID. You know, like that, like yeah. Christmas time. Whatever, I'm surprised you're dick that, and ribs. But... Told you. Damn. How much? Is. How tall yeah. are you? I, I'm. Yeah, uh, six foot. I fucking told you, dude. I know everything about this foot. dude. He's, There's no way six foot. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I I would not have I would not have said two hundred. Kiefer thought you were two hundred. Yeah. And I, I mean, I would have said one seventy five. Hey, I would like to be one seventy five. I can't get there. I'm struggling to get back to one sixty eight where I was. <laughs> uh, so hey, hey, Ray, we're just all right. If we know anything about Chiz, I'm coming to you now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. This fucking guy, dude. Yeah. One good part though, hey, Ray, he's out of your class. Fucking A, finally. <laughs> uh, con- congr- He's moving down. Congrats, Jizz. Uh, how'd this you. all come together? Yeah. When they first called you, whether it was Brad or whether it was uh, uh, the team manager, uh, Jens- Jensen? Jensen? Yeah. yeah. Um, who-, who first called you, and-, and did you think it was like uh, uh, Kay playing a joke on you or something? <laughs> no, it was Bobby Reagan called me. Um, and like, I don't even know if you know, but for those that don't know, obviously Bobby's in the car business. My dad has a trucking company, mm-hmm. and they haul cars. So I'll, I've known Bobby since I was on, like, mini bikes, like 60s, 80s, whatever. And he'll call me sometimes out of the blue and be like, hey, uh, turn your hold of your dad. I need a car moved or this or that. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, nothing to do with motocross stuff. That I'll talk to him about stuff like that. And so he called me Thursday, Thursday, like, late morning. You know, I was doing something. I didn't even hear my phone. I didn't have my phone. Saw it. Had like two missed calls from him. I'm like, ah, he's probably trying to hold my dad. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So I call him back, like I don't know, one or two o'clock, and uh, I'm supposed to go race that Tampa MX 
race, like the little money race that night, um, you know, that I always do before Daytona. Yeah. So I call Bobby, and he's like, and I had, no, I had no idea that Jeremy Martin got hurt or anything like that. I hadn't seen anything. And so I call him back expecting to be about cars or trucking. And he's like, hey, uh, I need a rider. What do you want to ride? You know, ride, well, however he said it. You, you know, I need a 250 rider. And I'm like, he's like, you want to do it? I'm like, I was like, yeah, yeah. but I got to figure some things out. Yeah. You know, whatever. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, Bobby, he goes, Kyle, why don't you just start driving to Tallahassee right now and we'll figure it out on the way. And I'm like, well, Bobby, let me make some phone calls and yeah. figure some things out. You know, I have contracts with gear and all these yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I would love to do it. Love the opportunity, but let me figure some things out. So he goes, you know, figure it out. Call me back. So meanwhile, I flew my mechanic in early. My dad's got my bike. They're already headed to the Tampa MX race because I'm supposed to do it. So I go there and I'm like, as I'm pulling into there, Bobby calls me back because I, you know, I'm back on the phone with him because I call him back. I'm like, all right, Bobby, I, I, I'm waiting on answers. I put phone calls in. I'm waiting on answers from people to see if they'll allow me to do this. You know, because right. obviously they have team deals. You know, on the 250 side. So I'm like, I'm waiting on answers. So we're talking as I'm pulling in there. And it's like, okay, you know, let me know for sure. You know, I definitely want to do it, but, you know, let me just, you know, get it okayed from everybody, you know, mm-hmm. what, yeah. what we got to do. So I go out and practice at the, at the Tampa MX race, yeah. and I come in for practice. I felt good. I was the only one jumping this one section. Of course you did. Whatever. It's fucking you know, Tampa I, MX. I was about to chiz. Yeah. I was about to chiz on everybody. Right, <laughs> right. Fuck, like four grand. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, whatever. I'm out there and, like, meanwhile, I'm literally on the phone the whole time I'm there in right. between riding. Yeah. People just so much you know crap in just a few hours, and I'm like, long story short, got the okay, the green light from pretty much everybody that I needed to. I still have more phone calls to make. That's what I was just talking to when you guys were trying to call me. Yeah, still making phone calls, but um, got pretty much the green light, and I'm like, they're getting ready for the first heat race, and then my dad's like, come on, we gotta go, and I'm like, I'm not racing. I'm like, I got a star <laughs> Yamaha waiting on me next week. I'm not racing. And, oh. uh, I was there. So everybody that night was like, they're calling me on the intercom, like, Kyle Chisholm, come to the line. And I'm like, sorry, guys. Gary Bear's standing there, like, there's Air Jordan's, like, well, shit, what are we going to (laughs) do? No, my dad, my dad, you know, he was pissed. He's like, well, that don't matter. We're here. Let's go race. (laughs) Gary Bear. Gary Bear's a racer, man. Yeah. I got that going. Gary Bear's like Ronnie. There's old school. Right. Um, So how? So that's how it went down to the whirlwind Thursday. And, Still had stuff to figure out, and and then even Daytona was, um, I offered to buy. I'm like, do you? Because he initially told me just to start in Detroit. You know, that's he's like, well, drive up now. We can start testing or whatever. And I'm like, well, Bobby, I, Daytona, you know, home race. I like that race. I'm already ready for it. Like, I'd really like to race it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then like Monday, let's start. And I said, or, I mean, if we can maybe throw my suspension on for this one. I'll go ride press on Friday and, and see if I am comfortable enough and I'll race this weekend. And he's like, no. And I was like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go out and suck. I'd like to have at least a couple of days on the bike. But yeah. he's like, no, race the 450 and then we'll start next week. So, so that's what it was. I think most of the people in the pits kind of knew by Saturday yeah. or had heard about it. Um, but yeah, I just, I got up here today. It was the first day on the bike and, and yeah, so that's, I, that's how it went out. It was a, it was a wild 24 hours. I guess FXR and LS2 are the two big guys for you. Yamaha's fine, I imagine, right? Yeah. But those are the two yeah. biggest, bigger yeah. sponsors you have? 
yeah, they are. Even Yamaha, like I, Jim from Yamaha, who like my contract's actually with, mm-hmm. um, even he was kind of like, I mean, obviously he's pumped. I'm on the Yamaha, whatever. But he was like, man, you've been getting better every week on the 450. And obviously they're losing yeah. a guy, a Yamaha in the 450 main, yep. whatever. But they need somebody in the 250 main. Yeah. So he was pumped for it, obviously, and obviously fine with it. But he was like, man, you've been getting better every week and, you know, close to the top 10. And I'm like, I know. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's, it's cool. But, yeah, LS2 and FXR and even Rock River, like what they do for me, you mm-hmm. know, getting to the races and all that stuff. Um, just in all my sponsors, uh, X Brand, CD, Firepower, uh, Firepower, everybody. I, every, you know, I'm gonna sit here and list all of them, but everybody that supports Team Chiz, you know, for allowing me to, you know, obviously take this opportunity and do it. Just you know, big shout out to them and thank you to them. And honestly, it, it is short. Like it's, it's kind of a bummer that it's short because obviously it's an awesome team to, to ride for. But um, you know, it's 250 East Coast. There's what, like six or seven races left, or whatever it is. So it's in the big scheme of things, like those sponsors, LS2, FXR, Rock, all, all that stuff, you know, they've, they've been awesome. And, you know, like I said, thanks to them for allowing me to do this. And then also the flip side of that is, you know, when that's over, these six or seven races is over, I'm going to be right back in all that stuff. And yeah. they, they were awesome about it. And so uh, it's, it's not like I'm – you know, piecing out for the rest of the year or whatever. It's, you know, during this time uh, on that bike, that's what it'll, that's what it'll be. And, right. uh, and then I'll be back, back with them, you uh, know, whenever. Dude, how's the bike? Yeah, how's the bike? I mean, how's the bike? I, 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 I've been, I'm chomping at the bit here, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, oh boy. I don't really know why everyone makes such a big deal about oh it. Oh, like, boy. It's, oh, boy. It's, I mean, it's really, I would say it's probably just as good as my bike. But, but yeah, I, your bike's but a, a fucking 450. Mine is a 450, though, I guess. So <laughs> it, it's about the same as my bike. There wasn't really too much adjustment, you know, to get used to it. Right. Now, when I first rode it, I told them, I'm like, I came in, I'm like, guys, I thought I'm riding a 250, not the 450. Oh, shit. Really, huh? Like, I mean, being real, being real. You're That's super, fast, huh? You're oh, super uh, impressed with it, for it, real? Yeah. It is fast. Um, I, the last time I rode a bike, a 250 was on 5150 in 2018, yep. which was a Yamaha. And their bike was good. Like, I rode the Moto Concepts Honda 250 the year before. Um, and then I was on the 5150 bike, and the 5150 bike was a little bit was better, you know, I thought. And I thought it was mm. pretty good. Probably not quite as good as the factory bike, but I thought it was pretty good. And I know it's been a few years since I rode it, but I've been on a 450 since then. So, like, you think when I drop back down, I'm used to the 450, so, like, it's going to be a big difference. But... Gosh, dude, it, it's fast. I mean, it's still not like 450 power, you know, just like, you know, you open the throttle on a 450 and third gear, you know, from a stop and it just goes. It's still not a 450, but gosh, when you're in the power, which it's good, it has a, a very broad power that's, you know, it's not like you got to ride it in this, you know, sweet little spot. So it doesn't spool but, up really quick? It doesn't like rev through really fast? No, it's, dude, it revs and it just... It doesn't stop. Like oh. you don't so even got to ship the fuck. Be nice to test one, huh, Kiefer? Yeah, fuck. Be nice, nice to, ride to feel one. what that crank feels like. <sighs> yeah. mm. uh, so the bike I rode today was, I guess, still not like what the race bike's going to be. Oh boy! And they said some of the guys, you know, sometimes not all of them, but some guys have you know struggled to go from the practice bike to the race bike because the race bike's a little bit better and whatever. And I don't even know what's different, but that's what they're telling me. So tomorrow I'm supposed to ride what's like the race bike Ugh. or the, like the race setup. Oh boy! But today we tried a different muffler and a different map, 
And I was like, eh, if the race bike's <laughs> better, we might have to put the slower muffler back on. You know, whatever. It, it, so, it, Ch- Chiz, you know you can like you don't need to run zeros on the map. I right? know he doesn't. Yeah. Even know. Oh, we're changing the map. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh, God. Like, can we just can we just go stock ignition with all zeros? Yeah. <laughs> really like that one. I really and really can we put that sprocket back to <laughs> right. stock and, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. Chiz, are you so on? Are you on Air Fork? It's, it's an Air Fork. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's honestly the most. So I, I I don't think they're going to care, but so I started on a Christian setup. I said if he can hit the whoops like that, that's what I want. Right? Just give me where he does. But but hey, back to my weight. I think Christian's like ten pounds heavier than me, um, or something like Dude, that. I fucking told you but, he's dick and ribs. I don't see that. I I've seen it the whole Christian year. Christian looks skinnier on the bike. A Ray gets to no. see Chiz from behind at the side yeah. and then from behind. Fuck. You know every <sighs> every angle. Sorry, not, just, sorry, Chiz. We're interrupting good. you. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you're good. You're good. No, so so when I talked, I had a meeting Saturday at the race with those guys to just get you know going on stuff, and uh, they asked me like how much I weigh and all that. And Christian, I think runs his stuff on the softer side compared to a lot of guys. Um, he rides pretty smooth. He's he's downsizing everything. You know, he's not slamming stuff. So probably why he likes it. And hey, Ray, you know this. Like I like my stuff softer too. Yes, because I. I don't like to slam into shit, whatever. So I told them that in a lighter. So they're like, okay, we'll start you on Christian stuff. And I'm like, sweet. You know, that, that's that's good idea. But uh, so that's what I started on today. His shock, the only thing I did was, like, I raised the rear, like, two millimeters, mm-hmm. like, of sag. Just sag. I haven't even touched the clicker on it. Shocks is pretty good. Uh, forks. Like you said, it's, it's the air fork, and I haven't had that much experience on the air fork. So that's really what we worked on all day. Um, like I said, the bike is fast as shit. Um, so there's no nothing to really do there besides just getting used to the right. the power, like riding it. The shock, we made, like I said, literally no changes besides sag a little bit. Um, and just forks. We went through a few settings. Uh, we're going to do a little bit more tomorrow just to, just to get it, you know, comfortable for me or whatever. So that's the only thing that... The only thing that really that I, if you want to say, struggled with was just getting the forks. And, and it's just going softer, uh, even softer than, like, where he is. So, um, And that's yeah. just because of lean angle in the corners, you think? Well, Chiz, with his I, riding I style, he likes to – he kind of like Coop. Oh, he oh, likes sorry, to sorry, cut down. Sorry, A-Ray. I meant to ask you this. Sorry. Well, Chiz, Chiz yeah, likes to cut down, and he well, – I don't know. I've followed Chiz a lot. Okay. okay? Yep. <laughs> you said this he, eight times. All right, we got he, that. He – he finds different lines on the track that nowhere nobody has even it's been. It's old man so lines. It's, fresh. it's just old man yeah, lines. It's fresh, fresh. Shit. right? Yeah. And he likes to he likes to venture out and like mm-hmm. move around and look. And I feel like with the with the stiff setup, you can't do that as much. So I I don't know. He's yeah, very like, creative with his lines. When I was riding with Sexton at uh, at Stewart's last year, when we were in Supercross, he was saying the same thing. Like he would go like have his lines worked in and i would like make these all different lines and he's like gosh you're li- like the, our lines are so different you know on the track or whatever and i'm like well you're faster than me so maybe your line maybe i need to be hitting your lines you know whatever but but no yeah I'm, i just i like it softer you know whatever it's just more comfortable to me um i think christian though like i said i didn't know this before but he is a little bit heavier than me height wise i think we're about the same but he's a little heavier and I would say he rides like over the front of the bike more than I do. Yeah, I like to go more neutral back, whatever. But I'm not like a steer with the rear, you know, kind of rider. I like to steer with the front. But I think because I'm not over the front, 
as much as like Christian, I think that's what makes me need to be a little bit softer is that I still want to be able to like steer it with the front, have that front feel, but I'm not over the front, like putting all that pressure on it, you know, whatever. So you got to kind of compensate it that way. Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of the main difference that it seems like between, between us. So yeah, we made good improvements. I felt pretty good. I rode with them today with Christian and uh, Thrasher. So that was good just to ride with those guys. I, Actually, to be honest, I didn't ride with them a lot because we were kind of on and off the track like different times. But the little bit that I did, um, I smoked all of them. You know, I had like three seconds on <laughs> all of them. So, um, <laughs> I, I uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the Phil Chiz battle. Oh my god, <laughs> Phil just uh, just you know just are you kidding me? The yeah. vet class, the is vet gonna, class, yeah, yeah, the vet class. There's a race hey, inside of a race. Yeah, <laughs> you probably you guys probably don't remember this, but in set in 2017 when I was on the Moto Concepts bike. That was the first time on the 250, like, in 10 years, you know, when I rode it. And it was pretty last minute, too. I only had, like, two weeks on the bike then. And uh, Phil was on JGR Suzuki. And that was the year that we both got, like, approved to go back to 250. Yep. <laughs> and we had, a, we had some bad – I remember Oakland. We were slamming into each other and battling for quite a bit of the moto. I think, I think that was that year. And, uh, yeah, so might have to do some old Phil battles again. Oh, see. boy. Just – it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Chiz. Chiz, you've been you look spicy this year. You Dude, look racy. Remember he didn't qualify qualify for the opener. His, and he had te- tennis elbow. Yeah. He was sick with COVID. It was like, oh Chiz, the beginning Fuck, of the year. After end. that, it's just like it's hey. just, yeah, he, and now uh-huh. he, and then when he, he started riding during the week. He and went now, to like a cryo lab and got younger. We were going to do this contest, this privateer, before we got the LCQ challenge race. I was gonna do something where if if you were if Chiz is in the main and you're a privateer in the main, and you beat him, you get money. And if you don't beat him, it gets rolled over to the next week, was my original idea. Like, mm-hmm. Chiz was the barometer, and I was going to pay Chiz some money, too, because just for being a good sport and all yeah. this. Dude, yeah, none of these... Out like every week. None of these fucking guys are beating him. No. It just would have kept rolling over. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be sending money to Makarath and fucking... I, I don't know, Anstey. right? That's not, yeah. that's not a privateer. No, I know. Well, no, but I'm just saying, that's yeah. who, the it, only people who are beating him. He's And now that he can ride during the week, it's... It's, <laughs> it's over. Hey, I'm still dealing with the elbow, though. I'm still old. I'm still dealing with the elbow. It's just been manageable, so it's been, been okay. It is, it is true, though, because every week I go through these photos of the races, right? And I come across your photos, and these photos of you this year... Style, what A Ray says, your attack position is a little different. And from I went back and I did this when I was typing about Chiz. I went back to last year's photos, mm-hmm. and it, and it yeah. looks more old manish. It looks more a little bit lazier, not attacky. Mm-hmm. Not to say it could yeah. be just where the photographer is yeah, on the track, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying it yeah. it looks better more times than not this year. Yeah, it's definitely the photographer. That's, what <laughs> <laughs> That's just what pisses no, me know. off I've about Chiz, man. I've been working on it. You know, I'm getting old, but you know, the old dog can still learn new tricks. So yes. I'm trying. These yeah. fucking guys gotta get so mad. I was I was teammates with Chiz on HEP. Right. He comes in like a few weeks before the season. Hadn't ridden. We're like we have Olin's there. Everything like we're testing all yeah. this. I'm yeah. freaking doing laps on Supercross track. We're at uh, Castillo Ranch up north. I'm doing laps on Supercross track. Chiz is nowhere to be found. He just goes and starts riding the outdoor track, fucking free riding. <laughs> like, I'm over here fucking, like, the dude hadn't ridden at all. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think yeah. he had a practice bike until he got to California. I don't, I don't even remember. But he had some type of knee injury, I think, or something. I don't know what yeah, was going they, on. They, 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 he doesn't hit the whoops in the first practice session. Oh, dude. Like, no. not, he barely rode. And I'm over here. I'm doing 20s, right. 20s, like, doing my sprints, working out, 
doing my bicycle rides, everything. He's just like, yeah, man. I don't know. Shows up. Yeah. Fucking smokes my ass, dude. Yeah. I don't, Cheers, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't no, get it. It's just years experience. of knowledge. Yeah. You know? yeah. Hey, and now, and now he's going to have like people working on his bike for him and stuff and like trying to help his right. bike work better. What's Gare Bear going to do with the races? He's yeah. going to be so bored. Yeah. He's, he's going to be living it up. He's just be hanging out. Whatever. That's what he's been doing all year. Because <laughs> I hired a mechanic. Yeah, you had a guy. Yeah. yeah. Out all year. Right. He's had it easy. Did, did we get I hired to... him and told me thank you. Did we get to keep the X-Brown goggles, by the way? No. Ah, no, no figured. Here, so. I figured. No. Did you wear the other gear today? Um, I did not today because I didn't have anything yet. Okay. So tomorrow I'm supposed to do tomorrow. So. Oh, new gear again for you guys? That's I think well, that's probably him. why I know. Thor. Oh, photos. Thor. I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. want to do some videos today, but I I probably couldn't post it anyway. I, li- I like the FXR here. stuff this weekend. Look good. Yeah. Look good. Yeah. Very good. Yep. And to, yeah. to Thor's credit, Thor has nice shit this year. Their their yellow stuff that the yes. guys wore in Daytona was yes. was, was nice was looking. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. where's it? What's the bar spec? What's the bar spec? Where are we at? Um, so I had to bring my own bars because they may have any. They're getting them. Okay. But I run the Pro Taper, so I run uh, Wyndham SX. Oh fudge, that's hot. That's tall. You know, that's that what is. I ran whenever I, I was on Pro Taper. Uh, not, Wyndham. I like not the sweep. Wyndham, not Wyndham RM Mid, like their mm. production one. Yeah. I don't think they sell it. It's Wyndham SX. Oh okay. Mm. I ran the. I don't mid. Think it's one. A lot of sweep. Oh okay. It's good. So, so I mean, cheers. I, I bring with me. They were asking me about where you, where I think you can be, and I, I said, you know, 7 to 12. Wow. And, and Kiefer's like, no, nah, 5 to 7. Yeah. So where do you think you can go? What, do you, what would make you I happy? Well, to be honest, I wish I was doing the West Coast because that oh, was like well, yeah. easy. Yeah. But, but I don't know. There's the, the East Coast, like obviously I know a, few, a couple guys, you know, good guys have gotten hurt. Obviously Jeremy, which is why I'm here, yeah. uh, Kitchen, like those guys. But, like, there's still there's – a, there's way more – like pretty good guys on the East Coast yes. than like the West Coast. You know yes. what I mean? Like yes. even the guy in tent is still pretty good. Right. You know whatever. And to be honest, I have no idea. Like I, I'm gonna have like two days, and then I think I'm riding press, so I'm gonna have like two days plus press on the bike. So I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I'm like I feel like I could do pretty good. The bike's awesome. But I'm like, I really don't have that much time on it, obviously. So it just depends, I think, how quick I, you know, make yeah. it happen at the race, like when it counts. What, so, are, what are the odds, I mean, like Bobby or, or someone from the team just freaks out whenever he starts going around the whoops in free practice? <laughs> <laughs> Probably high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, what is he doing? <laughs> hey, there was a set of whoops today that Craig and Thrasher were jumping, and I was skimming them. So, Jeez. Hey. so suck on that. I don't I'm, know, I'm, I'm getting the deets on the bar spec right now. Oh, already. you are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Chisholm. Like a rental, like a rental 998 is what they should be similar to, I think. Okay. Uh, Kyle Chisholm on the Pulp Mech Show brought to you by the folks at a Cherubies, a Cherubies USA uh, at, at social. If you want to deal on it, folks at a Cherubies, we can make something happen. Use the contact form of pulpamex.com. Uh, a Cherubies sponsors a lot of top race teams. In the sport, and they do a good job. Their product's really, really good. So Kyle Chisholm uh, debuting on the Star Bike this weekend. And Kyle, you'll go 450s, like the East-West shootouts, you'll you'll stay on 250s, and then you'll ride 450s on the on the West? Yeah, that's the plan. Yep. That, like, it's all kind of fluid. We're still figuring stuff out. Yep. But that's what we talked about today that I, okay. that I told them I wanted to do. You know, I want to I – my bike's going to be on the – on the Rock River truck anyways, and I planned on doing all the races, and yep. I don't want to sit and watch the race. So unless I'm podiuming every every weekend and whatever, then it's like, yeah, right. 
you know, I, which obviously I, I would love to, whatever. But yeah. e- even if I did, honestly, you know me, yeah. I'd probably still be no. out the four fifteen. Uh, uh, yeah, we, in Denver. We, I have to, don't I? Have to race Denver. Well, am I, am I still invited? I'm getting, mm, I'm getting, fl- I'm now. getting flack about. I'm not Chiz. factory though. No, I'm going to be on. Yeah, he's going to be on his on Gear Bear's 450. Yeah, uh, uh, Gear Bear tune 450 there. So I feel like well, he's invited in. Punish me. You can't punish me for this. I think what I'm going to do though is I'm going to do uh, like random gate picks so that Chiz maybe gets a gate pick that's crappy. Like oh, I'm yeah. just going to do random gate picks. Is like, that one a long start or a short start? I don't. Hey, remember. do the Glenn Helen gate pick. Just when whoever shows up first. Yeah, 14, 99, oh, 64. <laughs> Yeah, just keep running over. Oh yeah, no, I bet close pins, close pins. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Chiz, did uh, grow your ass off guys get in touch with you? They want to help you out a little bit. Yes, I, they they hit me up. I think like last week or something. Okay, like that, so all right. We're trying to pick something out. All right. Well, I talked to him last year about doing some stuff, some chiz sauce. Yeah, you know. yeah, we're gonna work yeah. on some stuff with chiz sauce. That's cool. So, chiz yeah. sauce. Yeah. Uh, so I'm back from the trip. So I guess those parts can wait on you now. They don't need those parts right now. Yeah, I, I know I was gonna ask him like, "Hey, dude, where's the parts?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't think I need it just yet." Yeah, you don't so, need them. So. I was gonna send e, uh, an ECU to chiz. Oh wow! A couple, a couple oh, 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 he's 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 upgrading. Well, I just wanted to try it, you know, on his off time, you yeah. know, when he gets a chance and see if he likes it. Yeah. He's trying to make me change from the all zeros. I'm like, dude, it's all zeros. <laughs> yeah. The uh, 13th this weekend. Good ride in Daytona yeah. for Chiz. Crushing too. it, right? Yeah. Right. Just, you know what? These guys, they, yeah. they have nothing for them. Yeah. Me, and, me and Vince battled the whole time. Uh, I, I almost had a pass on him, like in the split lane. I, I was good in the whoops. See? So suck it. The whoops get shitty, and that's when I get good. I don't get good when I crash at the point. So I was good in the whoops. And uh, actually, when Fernandez, I think it was Fernandez, slapped me, I, like, passed him back in the whoops, and then I had to, like, let him go in the next uh, yeah. section. But anyways, yeah. so I would get out. Vince wasn't jumping the rhythm after the finish, and he wasn't that as good in the whoops, but he was good in the tight stuff. So I'd, like, catch him, and then he'd get away from me in the tight stuff, and I'd catch him in the whoops, and we just yo-yoed, you know, a second or two from each other the whole main. And then I stayed close one lap, and I – I got side by side with him in the whoops, and then I took the other split in the split lane, mm-hmm. and uh, we were side by side over the tunnel, and he kind of moved over on me a little bit, and I didn't <laughs> get to pass the stick. So that should have been like a twelve, you know, if I would have got by him. But no, I felt good. Like obviously Shane McElrath like slowed down a little bit and whatever, but right. he wasn't when I like when I passed him, you know, got by him, got made some passes, and then even like. I don't know if something happened. I didn't really look. I don't, and I'm not like saying I'm the best guy in the world now. But like even like Brayton, I think I passed him like the passed him at the beginning of the race, and he was just behind me. I think most of the race. Yeah. You know, whatever. Nice. Yeah, for me, it's good. It's an improvement. You know, whatever. Yeah, honestly, what's been kind of hard, like even talking to uh, Jim at Yamaha, like I've been feeling better and better and working on stuff and and all that, and I'm and I'm happy like what I'm doing on the 450 and and all that. Um, so it's it was hard to even like stop doing that. Like I said, I'm old, so it's not like I'm like 18. Like you know, this is my breakthrough opportunity. Yeah. Like obviously, it's an awesome opportunity, and I'm and I'm pumped to do it. But it's just different. I'm 34, and it's like, uh, how many other times am I going to get this opportunity? So yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like not like that mindset. Like they're going to sign me to a three year deal, and 
I'm going to kill it, and this is my, you know, opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. yeah. So I, I, I kind of know what the role is, and obviously I'd love to go do really good, and maybe something could happen, but, like, I'm not sitting here expecting that. Right. You know, I'm going to go do my best. They have so many young kids coming up and whatever that if I could go get a – they told me today, like, hey, what's your best finish? I'm like, fourth. They're like, all right, that, we need to get you a podium, you know, whatever. So I'm like, that, that would be awesome. You know, but even if I did, you know, I'm not like, okay, they're, if I do, they're going to, you know, sign me for next year or something like that. Yeah. That would yeah. that'd be awesome, obviously, but I'm not – I don't have that mindset with it. So, so it was tough to, like, just give up, like, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing, like, the per race sponsor thing, and I've had so much, like, reach out for that, and that's been yeah. fun. Um, just our little group. It's obviously low pressure, doing our thing, and it's fun. I enjoy what I'm doing. And but like I said, this is an opportunity that you just can't, you know, pass up. Obviously, and you, I definitely regret it if I if I didn't, yeah. you know, make it. In your in your, I know you can't talk about your your contract, whatever it's in there. But do you get paid a salary being on this team, or is it just a bonus thing, or is it just like you get a bike? Or what's what's going on in with the with the money? <laughs> oh, to be honest, we're still figuring that out. Okay, that's like I've done on we're still I, we've we've kind of verbally talked about it, like, like what it needs to be. Um, so it's just a matter of how we kind of put it together, Okay. you know, whatever. So it's just basically without like throwing whatever, I'm obviously like my sponsors, I'm not wearing the gear and I'm wearing something else. Right. So they're, you know, gracious enough, nice enough to, you know, to not, you know, stop me from this opportunity. You know, none of them wanted to do that, but in fairness, and I totally agree with it, you know, I'm not, in their products like I'm supposed to be. So, of course, like my pay with them is, is going to get deducted, and we're even still working that out, you know, just what's fair. And I'm totally fine with that. It's it's more than fair. Just them letting me do this, you know, is awesome. So but, it's something so, like you got to take a like, look at what you're getting taken away from your current yeah. sponsors and, and, and place that with the new yeah, sponsor, we'll correct? That yeah, that's kind of what we talked about. It's just like, oh. look, I'm giving up this to do this. You know, obviously it helps the team. They need a bike out there, and I would love the opportunity, and I'd love to do it. You know, but at the same time, the business side of it, you know, like I said, I'm not 18, where I'm like, oh, just I'll do, I'll pay you to be on that bike, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm like I got to make a living. I got a family, whatever. So, and it's not like it's a ton of you know money, whatever. But I'm like, look, just this what I'm giving up. I just I don't want to be you know backwards in this whole thing, you know, whatever. So, and they're they're totally good with it, you know, whatever. So, yeah. So that's just some details we're working out, and not you know not a big deal, you know, whatever. So, it's uh, Bobby's awesome. Um, like I said, I've known him, known him a long time, and my first pro offer was from Bobby. I didn't actually sign it. I read for somebody else, but yeah, I've known Bobby a long time. So, um, wow. and obviously that, that group of guys is, is awesome. Right. So yeah. Uh, well, good luck, man. Thanks yeah. for calling in Chiz. Uh, it's exciting Detroit Chiz in the two fifty class. Oh, it's going to be, it's a fucking weight off my back. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. yeah. It's one more, one more guy. I don't got to worry <laughs> not, about. I mean, not that I've even <laughs> like been anywhere in his area. Right. Of course. We'll get into year, that later. Hey, Ray. You're racing this weekend, right? Hey, Ray? Yes, I will be. Yeah. Right, so it's, it's been a, it's been a tough go, but. We're, we're back. We'll get it, yeah, we'll get it back. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there when it's we'll time. Uh, all right, Chiz. Thanks for calling, man. Good right. luck. Good we'll luck, man. Yeah. yeah, thank you, guys. I'll see you this weekend. All right. See That's uh, Kyle Chiz. Everybody brought to you by the folks at the Cherubies USA. Just, uh, it'll it's be a great. good story. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's a really good story. Coming up later when we're talking about me, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Is it going to be another one of those fucking Eye of the Tiger fucking deals? It's going to be an intervention. Again? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> but. What's going to say? 
Uh, <laughs> Work my ass off. Got a trivia contest coming up later between A. Ray and Chris Kiefer based on the 2022 series. And a, up, up, up for grabs will be a very big prize from the folks at Skosh. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll get to that uh, after, the commer- after the next commercial break. Pulp 22 at Skosh, S-C-O-S-C-H-E, Skosh.com. Unlock your discount with Pulp 2022. Whether it's uh, phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sport clamps and mounts, power jumpers and more, Skosh Industries Innovators of Award-Winning Consumer Technology, Power Sports, car audio products, and accessories. Thanks to the folks at Skosh uh, for stepping in and uh, sponsoring the show. And we're going to have a trivia contest between A. Ray and Chris Kiefer. And uh, may the best man win when it comes to uh, the Skosh products. So Skosh.com for more information on that. Uh, Coming up with John Tomac right away, and then Cade Clayson as well, a gentleman that you're familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, so Cade yeah. Clayson. I, I text him a lot before the main event, yep. and he did not text me back. He doesn't text you back? No, he didn't uh, text me back. That's bullshit. Who do you know more, Chiz or Cade? Fuck. I, w- I would say Cade, but I spent a lot of time with Chiz. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, we'll get to the bottom of that stuff more later with you and, okay. and your new situation, because I got a text uh, about the home life situation as well. Bring that up into oh, it, yeah. So, uh, but first up, brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Uh, the man is a bicycle legend, and now the father of uh, Eli Tomac, who's uh, just got his fourth win of the year. It is John Tomac. What's up, JT? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. It's been a while since we had you on, and uh, and man, it's uh, it's great. Uh, John, listen, Eli just won the record-breaking sixth uh, Daytona, and he's so good there. And he's had such amazing rides there. But, John, I was, I was saying this in the review podcast. I may be more impressed with this win than the others because he wasn't as good all day. And he had to really dig deep and, and earn this one. Uh, uh, am I right, do you think? Or, or, or is, this one, is this one a little more special? Uh, well, it was special because of which one it was. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, he was um... – I think him and uh, his wingman Gilmore there, they kind of got a little carried away with their tuning um, <laughs> throughout the day, yeah. you know. And um, and we rode press, but, you know, that track, it, Bomber didn't do it this year. Um, somebody else did. Mm-hmm. And it, I felt like the surface wasn't as loose and deep as normal. Okay. So I felt like it didn't get as nasty. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was a kind of a simple layout, and I thought it raced well, but it wasn't like a, a super gnarly Daytona, in in my opinion. Of course, the riders are probably going, yeah, it's easy for you to say from the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but A-Ray, you said that earlier. You thought yeah. it didn't – it looked smoother, or maybe Kiefer, you were yeah, – one yeah, of you guys were saying, smoother. to you it looked smoother than past Daytonas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and there yeah, wasn't so, very um, many, like, peaky rhythm sections like there usually is. It was just mainly that one after the finish line. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was kind of simple, and um, I think they kind of started overthinking it a little bit, and then um, they ended up back to where they originally started on press day. So they they came back to where Mm -hmm. they were, but it it took us all the whole day to get back there, you know, because um, you just have to be careful with that kind of stuff sometimes, and um, and that'll happen to you. You can get caught caught out, you know, on a track like that, or if you go like we haven't had like a super gnarly rutted. East Coast track yet, yep. and um, when you get to those conditions that are so different, um, sometimes it can be tough to get your setting right where you need it. You know, so yeah, yeah. I just so thought that's this... kind of what was going on. That's why his practice times weren't great. But, right, right. You know, we had a. I told him in the camper, you know, when we we're hanging out during the day, and he was kind of getting a little bit frustrated. And I was like, "Hey, 
this happened to us a couple of years ago, and you won the race. So just keep working on it, and yeah, it will be good later on, you know. And then, of course, um, you know, with the track being a little simpler, the start was even more important um, this year. Right. So uh, you had to be up in the top, you know, in the top five, I would say, to, to win that race. Yeah, I would agree with that too. And the 250 class, I think, showed that as well. I just, I thought it was like, wasn't really going his way. It wasn't going the normal Daytona. And to me, Eli found something, dug deep, got a little sideways at times. I just, I thought that was really impressive to, to win that one because, I mean, Cooper's, you know, Cooper's one of the great guys as well. So that, I was impressed with this one. Other, yeah, you know, Cooper's a tough guy to deal with, yes. you know, especially late, late in the race. Yep. So, um, you know, I just wanted him to get to him and be able to work on him, yep. you know, and, and, he, and he got there and it took him a while. And, um, you know, the last, I think he passed him at like the 19th minute or something. So, um, yep. I mean, there was a couple laps to go. So, you know, but Cooper got pinched by Shane and it was, you know, that was it. Yep. So, yeah. Um, it was really, really cool to see him win the sixth. And uh, even, I mean, Carmichael seemed... Yeah, he's stoked. Yeah, he was stoked with it. Yeah. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, a lot of some cool. athletes are like, I want, I don't want my records to fall. <laughs> like Chris Chelios just got a record broken uh, in hockey, and he came out and was like, I'm pissed. I don't want, you know, I'm pissed that my records being broken. Some athletes are like that. Carmichael was like, this is awesome. Yeah. He, he was really stoked that Eli did it. You know, so um, yeah, that was kind of. Well, cool. I think sometimes the guys realize how hard it is to do stuff like that, and right. they just appreciate that somebody got there mm-hmm. and was able to pull it off. You know, and that's. I don't know. It's it's pretty special if you can beat RC at anything that he's put up on a dirt bike. You know, it's just like yeah, that's that's one for the um, you know for the trophy case for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So look at Eli is the strongest guy. You know, for me, I think physically within our sport, there's a blend of aggression when he rides and technique like you watch him do certain things on the bike that you're like oh this guy's a bulldog but then all of a sudden he has this smoothness and he hops things and just it's a blend that we really haven't seen much of and i i compare it a little bit to hurlings mm-hmm. um but for you john growing up in colorado you guys have been there you know pretty much all eli's life right yeah yeah he was, he was born in durango we've been here the whole time so so do you think living in elevation, doing all of his work, all of his life, having that, and you're you're an athlete yourself, is that an advantage, you think? Um, well, I mean, genetically he's going to have, you know, some pretty good um, DNA as far as being an endurance athlete. So, right. Um, you know, and then I, I obviously did that myself uh, as a professional, so I felt like I mapped out you know, training plans correctly for him along the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's that. And then, um, elevation. Yes. It's, it's, um, you know, it helps your, your blood. So that's a good thing. And then it, people that are actually born at elevation tend to, um, even have an, a little more of an advantage, even against somebody that, um, just trains at elevation. So, oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. And then, um, I mean, on the technical aspect, I've, you know, I've, I've worked on that with him as a, as a youngster a lot. And I, I think that's really, I think that gets overlooked a lot. And um, riding technically correct and doing things that are going to make you a better rider, um, especially when they're little guys, when they're like on 60s and 80s, if you teach them 
how to do things technically correct, that's what gets you really, really high level speed and, and high efficiency. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say, oh, you can't train speed. That, that's bull crap. You can train speed all day long. But with, you got to have the technique to do it. Yeah, with the right technique, you, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, there is. I, I think there's a genetic factor to the brain that helps people process mm-hmm. things faster than others, you know. Um, and that's why there's F1 racers and MotoGP racers and there's right. great downhill skiers and there's great Supercross guys and motocross guys. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you got a point for sure. People like to say, oh, Carmichael, like – he didn't have a lot of talent like James. He just worked at it. It's like, no, no, no. Ricky Carmichael's got a lot of talent. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not a roadmap to what you can do, right? Yeah. Like, you can do the exact same shit as Eli and not be Eli. Right. Like, it yeah. just depends. But, but isn't that great about our sport, John, where you were in bicycle world where, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you certainly know more than I do, John, but, you you know, not all body styles and all body uh, physiology can be successful in bicycle racing. Would you say that's correct? Um. To a certain degree, okay, um, but not necessarily. What you know, right? Completely. Sure, <laughs> but what I love about motocross is Travis Preston's six four, Ricky Carmichael's five seven. Uh, they can both be champions, and Mike yeah. Bell and, and RJ and Wardy and like you, Damon Huffman was a string bean, right? Was a great rider. Um, I love our sport in that you can any kind of body can win a championship on a motorcycle. Yeah, you know, so that's all. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you just. A lot of times you don't see that. Obviously, you don't see it in football and baseball yep. and basketball. Yep. Uh, John, um, looking uh, five championships at Kawasaki, uh, a real good legacy there. Uh, uh, you know, obviously all the things that have been going on. You could have stayed there. Uh, you didn't jump to Star Yamaha for the money. You 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 went there for uh, you know a chance at a, 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 a equipment change that would propel Eli. I was not in the camp, John, of this is going to make Eli a better rider because he's getting older and, you know, this kind of stuff doesn't happen in our sport. And so I commend you and Eli, Kathy, everybody for this. I don't even know if it was a gamble, Johnny, but uh, this is really, this is really, look, it's a long way to go. We're only halfway through this thing, but... Man, you guys were looking for something different, and uh, and you did it, and it's a bit of a risk, and it's really working out. So uh, I guess take us through that a little bit and, and how stoked you got to be at this so far, how this thing is working. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a gamble. We could have stayed at Cowie, and, yep. and Eli could have cashed his check and, you know, and wrote it out. But, um, you know, we wanted to advance the ball, and, uh, you know, Eli felt – like he had more in the tank, you know, as far as results Mm go. And, um, we had, you know, in order to, in order to, um, kind of change it up on the equipment side, we had to make the move, you know, and, and we pushed, you know, I pushed the Cali guys pretty hard that last season to, to take some pretty big swings at changing some of the stuff we had on the bike. And yep, they, they just wouldn't go to where we wanted to go and try things. And, and, you know, we had a certain amount of success there, but, you know, we wanted to try to really push the envelope, and they, they were just too conservative. Mm-hmm. So, yep. well, I mean, that's that's how I'm going to say it. They were too conservative, um, and I'll leave it at that. Well, I, you know, listen, I think when you talk to Villapoto's been in here a bunch. Yeah. Jake Weimer's been in here a bunch. There's a window that they feel their bike works in, and they don't want to go outside that window. I think many guys have talked about that, and I think you're sort of getting to that. And that's fine. You know, it worked. You won five championships. So 
you know, I don't, I'm not taking this as anything like where you guys are being negative towards Kawasaki, but the 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 chance of yeah, hey, we want to go to Star and have more control. You guys knocked it out of the park so far. <laughs> it was well, like, oh yeah, is, is, you know, I mean, if you look at these guys, right, these Supercross athletes, mm-hmm. it's a gnarly sport, you know. Um, they, it's a high level of risk, and and when you're at the top, you're like. You know, I spend my whole freaking life taking risks, yeah. and I want to. I want to take a risk on this bike setting. You know, let's do it. Let's right. try to make this thing. Let's try to advance this. You know, program. Um, you know, do you want to take that risk? And I felt like, and Eli felt like, you know, yeah. they weren't going to do it. So wow, yeah. Uh, why the star guys? Was it like? Uh, Ricky Gilmore, obviously, Kiefer, you worked with Ricky yeah. on KYB stuff, so you've known for a while, and Ricky was with you guys at the Geico team. Ricky and KYB led you to star to the Yamaha, John, do you think? Was that sort of uh, where the where the, the things got well, put that together? Was, that was very important. Yeah. Very important. We worked with yep. Ricky at Geico with Honda, and we had Dave Arnold with us there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were Geico. We weren't factory Honda when Eli was on the 450. Right. right. So... We got some factory Honda support, um, especially on the motor side, but in electronics and things, and and, and a lot of actually data and help from Japanese engineers. Um, and we did a lot of work to that bike to get him to where he was in 15 in motocross. Um, that was a ground-up project kind of led by Dave, and yep. Billy was deeply involved with, with Dave and with the um, Honda engineers. So... Um, this is gonna. I'm gonna kind of take you through this, and it might take a minute, but yeah, no, this go will ahead. Kind of be an abbreviated version of it, but um, we did a lot of testing, a lot of work, and um, we got that thing in a really, really good spot. But that being said, um, we didn't have great Supercross success, you know, mm-hmm. and um, we wanted to ride it the newer generation frame that we had worked on with Honda a little bit, mm-hmm. but we couldn't race it, you know, because of the, because of the rules. Right. Um, and we wanted a factory, Eli wanted a factory edition bike so he could race this new frame in 16 and Honda's like, we can't do it. You know, and Eli's like, I'm not racing that fr- that other frame another year. So that's how he ended up on Cali. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, we took Gilmore with us to Cowie, and then a couple months into that deal, you know, the results weren't great, and so Cowie let Gilly go, and that was a that was a pretty big blow to us. Right, and there wasn't. I mean, we could have jumped up and down and thrown a fit, but at that point, it's. I don't know. We felt like we kind of needed to take it on the chin for the team and and see if it would work out. And mm-hmm. the thing with Gilmore and Eli is they have a special communication, and when Eli says something about the motorcycle, Gilly knows what he's what Eli's talking about. Like, and he knows how to, if Eli tells him it's doing this, Gilmore knows in his brain what he needs to do to the fork or to the shock or to the bike to, to deal with that right. particular, you know, issue on the motorcycle. So we lost that, you know? Yep. Um, so, you know, then we just kind of went our, went down the road with the Cali with how they wanted to do it. And then, um, and then when this last contract was up, you know, we wanted to try to get back to um, to working with Gilmore if we could. So, yeah. And uh, he was working with the Yamaha, and you guys, I think it was pretty apparent how much progress he was making with the Yamaha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think he proved 
you know, his value there. And But we already knew he had it in him. He just, you know, hadn't been in the program that allowed him to have that success yet. So, um, yeah, and you got to feel vindicated. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Kiefer. Uh, just going with what John said, it makes me feel really happy inside when I hear John talk about um, there's a certain connection when you when I I've been testing many many years. Right. You have to you're only good as good as your suspension tech or the engineer or whoever you're working with, and you guys have to meet. It's almost like a marriage where you have to understand each other and learn how one another speaks, and that person has to know what you're talking about because there's testing terms as a rider that you must talk about when mm-hmm. you ride. And if a rider doesn't know those specific terms that engineers know, it's hard to talk our language to mm. guys that may or may not ride. And what's awesome about Gilly is he has the engineer mind, right? but he also rides dirt bikes. So he gets both sides of it. Mm-hmm. And, and in our industry, that is fucking rare. It's Very super rare. rare. Yep. Yeah. So to have someone like Gilly and Eli bond and do that, it's it's very hard to keep that through your whole career. So mm-hmm. it's nice that they found each other. Yeah, right? yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. go ahead. John. Gilly's ridden out here, you know, with us at our place, and he actually was Eli's practice mechanic for a little while, and then um, and then he started working with uh, Geico after that. Right. So. And and even having said that about Kawasaki, look at Jason right now. He's riding. He went to Kawasaki, and he's riding. Better than he has in years Correct. too. So he has felt the new people over there, and he could and, gel with someone and, over and there. Yeah, like, somebody over that... there is is working well with Jason, right? Yeah. So it's it's there's uh, a human yeah. element yeah. involved in all of this, right? Right. right. So. Uh, well, the other okay. thing too is certain. You know, there's riders that Eli has a very unique style. Like nobody nobody's going to be harder on the throttle than him. Yeah. Right? Nobody's going to be harder on the brakes than Eli. So from a perspective of a tuner, when Eli comes on board. They've never seen what he does from any other rider. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. We had the Japanese engineer out here one time, and they, they had a throttle sensor on there. And he, he's like, okay, let's go do some moto laps. <laughs> and the guy comes back to the shop, downloads the the data, and he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, oh, 90% wide open, whole lap. Never seen this before. <laughs> Yeah, well, yep. we had Entignap in here one time, and he was talking about Eli coming up behind him. And he was just like, dude, he's just wide open. You can tell it's Eli Tomac every single time. Yeah, it's like a monster coming to right. get you. It's like a monster coming to get yeah. you when he's lapping you or coming by you. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been uh, It's been good. Did you think, John, that it would take some time, or have you been – you know, you're four wins in, we're halfway, we're nine down, nine rounds down, four four wins in, a points lead. Did you think it would come this quick, watching in preseason what, what uh, the star guys and Gilly and Eli could do, or were you thinking it was going to take some time? Uh, he looked good preseason, yeah. but, you know, we've, we've had a lot of good preseasons. Okay, yeah. And we've right. had a lot of miserable first five or six weeks yep. of Supercross, so. Yep. Um, and I always keep that, in, I, like I've seen it so many times, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, he looks good now, but we have to go racing, and it's crazy how much you learn the first couple rounds. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, um, and then you got to tune it. You know, you got to tune it to the race condition, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, and, and make it work. So, speaking of which, but uh, okay. that's one thing with you know, like with this team, is if something's if we if we want to try something, we can try it, and and they'll they'll take those big swings. They're not scared. So, I mean, they're not. 
I think because they're, you know, they're factory supported, but not a factory team, Mm -hmm. like they're answering to themselves, you know, they don't have to go explain to the head of marketing, you know, right. Why they put, why the the engine blew up or the shock blew up because they, you know, they put some crazy setting in there. (laughs) Uh, Well, and you know, what's funny is I, I worked for three and a half years at factory Yamaha and it was, the same old crew, and we were really conservative on what we could do, mm-hmm. and there was a total conservatism, and that's why Chad got you know kind of mad and went to L and M at one point. And it's funny, it's the same manufacturer, but different people and different everything, and now they're open to do whatever. It's just so funny to me because Yamaha was in that box for yeah. so long. Um, oh, for sure, you could see it. You know, you yeah. could see it with the with those factory teams. It's um, yeah, especially with the Japanese because the Japanese are conservative by nature with their business dealings. So yep. um, they want to keep things within a certain parameter, which keeps them safe from making big mistakes. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's in their culture. Yeah. Sure. I, sure. I would tell you, I would tell you a really funny story about testing with Shimano and uh, on uh, some R and D products that, and I was with the, the chief of R and D at Shimano and, and he had a table in his office and, and I'm in there, you know, with the other guys from the U.S., and we're like, what's that table over there? Mm-hmm. And this is like a, you know, 65-year-old Japanese executive, and he's like, those are all the Shimano project, pro- uh, products that have failed. They will stay in my office forever. <laughs> Every day he wakes up and looks at the failures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's like, it's wow. not going to happen. Right. <laughs> um, and speaking of which, the uh, Eli's bike started steaming there. And then he did his burnout afterwards, and I'm oh, like, that thing was puking. I'm out like, that thing is not going to last through this burnout, but it did. Blue crew, yeah, blue I, crew. I saw. Yeah. Actually, my my other son Greg's like, is this bike smoking? I was like, no, it's just sand. Mm-hmm. And then he came back by through the whoops, and I'm like, oh god, I think it's smoking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But then, you know, the guys on the radio are like, no, it's it's water. It's no problem. It'll yeah. make it easy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once they said that, I was like, yeah, it's good. But we've had really. Really good luck um, with our new clutch system. So, um, yeah, cable. That's, that's another thing with Eli. He uses the clutch and he he uses it as a tool. Um, yep. the, and a lot of guys don't use a clutch as a tool anymore. Eli's one of the few guys left that will use the clutch to control the motorcycle a lot of the time. Um, but, so he well, has to have that thing right. We know? got we got Alex Ray here. That's, that's all he knows how to do. John is we're always telling him stop pulling in the clutch and just get, hold the fucking thing wide open and just no finger bang it. Well, you can't. You can't, Avery. It's not working for you. It's working for Eli. Oh man, I come off the track. Freaking thing smoked. Whatever. Yeah. Um, my dad would always put an extra steel in the middle of my clutch because I'd go through clutches so right. much. Oh, but we, we, we didn't have enough money growing up. You know, I mean, I raced, I grew up in Eli's class. I raced like a lot of the amateur stuff with Eli, but like my dad would always just put a steel, like a steel plate right in the yeah. middle to just tighten well, everything up and what, just tighten her down. Yeah, you're what, good to go for another minute. What John just said doesn't help our case, John, because we've been telling Alex for years, please let your clutch out. Your bike is, you're blowing up your bike, hey, Ray. But no. Nah. So, so now, now he's going to keep well, doing it. Oh John. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing Eli's doing. You know, I'm hey, we're using it as a tool. Right. Go ahead, John. Yep. <laughs> you can abuse it or you can use it properly. So. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's been good. It. Uh, I was True I've been saying this on my show, John. Like, uh, you know, I'm around the Cowie guys a lot um, before the COVID stuff, and and uh, and Eli, you know, he's a he's a serious guy. He's funny, but he's serious. And then I think at times. Like I wasn't his favorite media guy, so we kind of went through a stage where we weren't talking too much. And now I, I talked to him at A1, 
and you tell me if I'm wrong or not, but he seems so much happier. Eli Tomac himself, your son, seems laughing, seems happy. The press conferences, he's, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know if it was just the Kawasaki thing, but he seems like he's a, in a better mood. He's a father now, obviously, and all that. But, man, he seems like a different guy the last uh, this year compared to the last few years. Yeah, he's definitely happier. Yep. I mean, I, I just think he was really frustrated, um, you know, and it, with the bike a lot of times. Right, right. Before. So, yeah, he seems. Like if, uh, if you feel like you're, like something is limiting you and you can't, and you can't improve yourself mm-hmm. um, because of it, and you're in his position, it can be incredibly frustrating. Incredibly frustrating. Right. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. And, and you yeah. see it. You see it. I mean, there's all, I mean, we all know how many good guys there are out there, right? You know? And, yeah. I mean, look at Cooper. He, obviously, he's a really good rider. And they had a new model, and it looks like they're working out the bugs, but they weren't dialed in. And you don't think that dude's frustrated because mm-hmm. his bike's not working mm-hmm. the way he wants it to work? It's, I mean, it happens. Yep. So. No, absolutely. You're right. Well, we got some phone calls for you here. Uh, John Tomac brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Pulp twenty two, pulp twenty twenty two to save at scosh dot com. Uh, first question is for Kyle. Kyle, go ahead. What's your question for John Tomac? Hey Johnny, just wondering if you're uh, still following World Cup downhill a lot. Uh, sometimes I, I I sometimes watch it in the summers. Um, I'm not like a steady studier or watcher of that sport anymore, but I do watch it some, especially World Championships. I like watching those. Um, okay, you, those are always you trained Aaron Gwynn cool early in his career there. What's that? You trained Aaron Gwynn early in his career. Um, what do you think made him so good so fast? Well, Gwynn is, he was really special kind of from the start. Um, incredible speed. And um, and he's a, he's a really good worker. I worked with him a couple of years. You know, we won a lot of races together. So, um, you know, and it was it was really cool for me to, to see an American have, you know, really really high-level success on the World Cup. Um, so that was really cool. I, I just think he's a really special athlete. He's um, he's just got a lot of talent, and, and he works really hard, too. So that's normally normally a pretty good recipe. Absolutely. Great uh, on, well, thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Kyle. Yep. Yeah, uh, next question is from Nick. Uh, Nick, go ahead. What's your question for John Tomek? Yeah, uh, not really a question, but more of just a good story to get a tell of uh, – uh, you know, good inspiration for a moto dad uh, at Redbud the year uh, Eli had uh, the DNF up the Monza turn. And then the second moto, my dad and I were up in the bleachers, and he came up to, to spectate and watch. And just seeing his composure is like, I think Eli finished like eighth. But, you know, I think he said, like, John, like, you're like, darn it, as he like, you know, didn't didn't really get the the position he wanted and and you were you know nothing but you know good he conversation he and, wasn't throwing yeah, things was, <laughs> no it was amazing to see and yeah. you know like I spotted him from a mile away being uh, a mountain bike fan growing up mm-hmm. like on the boom of the the Norba series from when in John's time so right. uh, just gotta you know say thanks and wanted to call in and. And, uh, yeah, we always hear the terrible Moto Dad stories, but I don't think uh, he gets enough appreciation right. for uh, Eli's career, you know. All right, cool. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks, uh, I, John, I ran into a fan uh, last weekend or the weekend before. Wait, no. 
Minneapolis was really cold. So it was Dallas. It was maybe whatever it was before Minneapolis. It was warm out. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, hey, man, I talked to John Tomac. And I'm like, okay. He likes e-bikes. I'm like, oh, I know. I know. We're good. I talked to him, too. <laughs> He's not like, anti. Yeah, like, like this guy wanted to let me know that you were down with e-bikes. And I, you Heck and I yeah. talked before, John, about e-bikes. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's good. We're, he's e-bike. Like, even though he's such a gnarly bicyclist, he's on board with us and our e-bikes. So awesome. <laughs> this fan was also happy to hear that, John. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like e-bikes. I don't ride one a lot, but I do ride one occasionally. Yeah. But um, I just think it's great for mountain biking, great for people, and Mm-hmm. It allows people to get out and experience mountain biking, even you know, at an easier effort level. Or, or you can just travel a lot of yeah. country fast on those things, which yeah. is. Yeah something that's kind of really cool about him also nick and i i've told this story on this show too nick and i were laughing about it just maybe like six months ago nick way because we were during the COVID, we were out in uh, mid mountain there out in salt lake park city there and we were on e-bikes <laughs> that's right I remember and, this. and we were bicycling we were going down a hill and here comes johnny <laughs> t at the bottom of the hill out of oh, the saddle man. on a regular bike just coming up it. and we're just like and, and and we we go hey john and you go hey boys and you just kept going and you go by us john and nick is like we're on fucking e-bikes he's gonna hate us i'm like no i think you i think you sent me sent one of us a text like dude i seen fucking john tomac on an e-bike yeah. just out of the saddle no no grinding. john was on a regular bike yeah we were on e-bikes or, yeah. and we're like he's gonna be disgusted with us but no it was cool it was fun that's awesome <laughs> yeah I, that's funny because when we went to salt lake or yeah salt lake for that stint yeah. you know i think i think we were there for a month maybe yep yeah, I think I rode 28 days out of 30, which was like I don't ride that much anymore. Right, so right. Uh, I got in, I got in reasonable, you know, condition. That was that was fun for me. How about some of those that trails, that that mid mountain trail and all that? Like that was unbelievable, John, to ride. I was loving that. I, I just thought it was so yeah, beautiful. The, you know, I took I the, took my the trail density well. there is crazy. Yeah, like, um, it's the most trails I've ever seen in them. All right, a few more questions for John Tomac. Brought to you by Skosh. Uh, Mitch is on one. Mitch, go ahead. What's your question for John? Hey, John. I'm I'm just really curious about the dynamic between you and Eli's relationship. We've seen a lot of really top guys have issues with their parents, and a lot of it, I think, stems from money and, and you know everything that they did, bringing their kids up and all the money that they spent, and then you have you who's who's worked so closely with Eli throughout his entire career as his trainer, as his dad. Um, and then y'all have made it work. So what's the difference between y'all's relationship compared to maybe some of these other ones that we've seen in the past that had rough times. And um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's, um, that's tough in this sport. You know, um, I think I had the advantage of being an athlete, you know, for 15 years. Um, so I knew, I kind of knew what it took to, to compete at that level, especially over a long period of time. Um, and I also was pretty active doing a lot of my, my contracts and deals like that. So I was, I was really comfortable with, you know, kind of the value of a rider and, and, and how he's valuable on the marketing side to, to companies. Um, I was also act really active with R and D and mountain biking. So I, I had a lot of product knowledge, um, and testing knowledge. So I, I was just kind of exposed to a lot of things that, um, that helped kind of guide us through this thing with Eli. And the fact that I was an athlete, I, I knew, 
I knew that not every day is good. I, I know it can be a grind. I know the grind is important. And um, I know if you have a plan and you execute it, things will usually work out well for you. And sometimes they don't. And sometimes you have mechanicals and, you know, sometimes you feel you don't have a good day. And um, I'm in tune with all that. So if, mm -hmm. if any of that stuff happens, and that kind of goes back to, you know, when Nick called and he's like, the guy wasn't all pissed because his bike blew up. It's like right. things happen, you know, it's racing. Um, so having been, been exposed to all that and, and been under the gun, and, and it's another thing just to be a racer, but to be the guy, you know, and I was the guy. And when I got to the start line, like if I was expected to win and if I didn't win, I, I failed. Winning was breaking even. So I know what that feels like too. So yeah. um a lot of that a lot of that kind of just helped me with him. So and then you gotta have a you have to be respectful of each other and know that I have to realize I'm his dad and, and, and a lot of times I, I just give him I just give him space, you know. I don't over try to overwhelm him with too much of me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh thanks Mitch. Thanks for the call. Good question. Yeah, I was actually curious about that question. I was I was very curious because right. I see a lot of people like coming up. They have terrible relationships with their kids, right? You know, right. like they'll be at the track. Well, Villa, Villa Poto and Weimer have publicly come on here and talked about yeah. their fractured relationship with their dads. I mean, it, they they made up at some point, but yeah, it's, it got bad. You know. Yeah, I, and I've seen I've seen parents who've never ridden a motorcycle, a bicycle, anything in their life, yelling at their kids, telling them to do a freaking double or doing something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I do tell Eli at the CP track that you know if I was. I was 19. I would jump that quad. <laughs> so yeah, quick story. So Johnny, yeah. when I when I won Loretta's in 2020 and Aiden podiumed, yeah. I thought we would be the only father and son to do that in the same day. But John and Eli also did that, right, John? No, but you were in the same day. I think John and Eli were not in the same day. Oh, was okay. what Davey said, anyways. Mm. I believe. Yeah, yeah, we did it. I don't remember. Eli was on a. I think he was on a 65. He must have been because I kind of quit riding for the most part when, when right. he was on 80s. Right. Well, yeah. The, so yeah, I thought that was a cool little yeah. tidbit, like John, John and Eli, Eli and then me and Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. Right. Uh, last question for John Tomac here from Daniel. Daniel, go ahead. What's your question for John Johnny T? Yeah, I just had a question regarding uh, Eli's training. So Eli is one of like the only guys that I can look at in the sport and see him progress every year. He gets better and better and better with minimal injuries. Um, Seems like a lot of guys have issues with overtraining, chronic fatigue, Epstein Barr, things like that. And Eli's pretty much stayed away from that. So not about Eli's training, but what are John's thoughts on the industry as a whole and how the training started from Carmichael and where it's um, evolved to now? Good question. Very good. Yeah, um, I mean, I've always been careful, you know, on um, on the overtraining side. Um, I think because. I was exposed to cycling and cycling is, is a massive amount of training. Right. And, um, and you kind of have to do it, but you also know, you, you learn certain limits. Um, but that being said, motocross is professional motocross, especially a 450 program is, it's a lot different than, um, than like, let's say a world cup cross country mountain biker or a world cup, um, downhill mountain biker, because they do, 10 events, but they're spread out through the year. So you can really build programs to be, you can have your athlete peaked at certain times of the year, but with 450 Supercross, you, you can't really hit a peak. I mean, you will hit a peak, but it's not a real one, right? Or if it is, 
you're going to pay later. Right. You, know? you <laughs> yeah. could be flying yeah. physically at your top form in January, but you ain't going to feel like that in April oh. or June or July. So um, that's where um, I feel like I have a, enough, a pretty good amount of knowledge to, to manage that season and not just manage one season, but try to string 10 or 12 or 15 of them together, you know, and um, we're pretty, we're pretty careful on the safety side too, with our, with our tracks and, and what we do in practice. And, you know, sometimes that, that kind of hurts you cause you're not riding really nasty stuff a lot, but, um, but I try to always keep, you know, whether it's Eli or anybody else, I'm trying, trying training. I, I, my priority is to keep them healthy and not injured. Um, and that's how you build progression. Like if you're always, if you're always healthy, you can always you can always do Keep your training your and always base. make yeah. yourself better. And you're never you're never going backwards. You know, you can, but you have to manage that right. You know, you can easily overdo it. Uh, thanks, a lot but, of times, the guys that overdo it, they get hurt and and they'll be like out for six weeks and they'll come back and they'll realize, yeah, that um, they were doing too much. Do you, you know? feel? Do you feel, John, that there's uh, from what you gather, is there too much cycling going on? I've talked to some older motocross guys, uh, Villeman, Ferry. Uh, I mean, obviously they're not, you know, at, at uh, the, they're not training the top guys. Well, I mean, Villeman is working with Ferrandez, but they both told me they think there's too much cycling going on. That you know, you got to ride your motocross bike. Uh, would you agree with that, John? Or where are you at with that kind of statement? Well, I don't know. I'm not really privy to what everybody's doing, but yeah. I have worked with Zach and I have worked with. Jmart, right, and um, they both wanted to do more than I gave them. Okay, yeah, yeah, they were. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, and, and Eli doesn't do that. So interesting. Uh, all right, th- thanks, Daniel. Thanks for the call. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, all right. Anything else for John Tomac? That's just something I brought up. Would you like when Eli's done doing all this and you're back at home? Is this something that you would want to do? Maybe on a, on a for a little side job is to continue to train guys and help a rider. Um, I would, yeah, under the right conditions. It have to be the right, the right guy. I mean, we have a full facility here, and yeah. I, I'm not real sure. I may or may not um, keep going with it, uh, but it's kind of a private ranch, and you know, I don't want. Right. I certainly don't want you know a bunch of people out here riding. So, um, but if I could, you know, hook up with one or two, you know, maybe really good guys, I would consider it. Um, yeah. But I just don't know. It's, it, I just I'm going to cross that bridge, I guess, when I get to it. So, God, you've been traveling Some, your whole life. I work with Eli and one more guy, but I'm not doing that right now. So it's just him. You you've been traveling your whole life, John. Uh, so yeah. I don't I maybe mean, I don't know if you know what to do if you were at home if Eli's done. So. Well, I got plenty to do here, that's for sure. But I'm I have been I was BMX racing for ten years, and then I got right. into mountain biking. Did that for fifteen years, and then I started the moto stuff with Eli, so I've been, yeah, you know, right. all over the country. I've been at it for like, I don't know, 40-something years. Right, right. <laughs> um, Can you think of one other guy in our sport that's been as successful as Eli that's had a father slash trainer and kept him you know, uh, and, no, yeah, it doesn't no. work. There, yeah. Everyone's had their own personal guy, right? right? Well, Big Rick was, you know, uh, because Jeannie, Jeannie was around but then all of Alden came career. in. Right? Yeah, true. Yeah. Alden, yeah. yeah, teamed up, right? So, yeah, good good point. Um, 
By the way, John and I did a podcast uh, three, four years ago now. People search it on uh, on, on the Google. Uh, it's two hours. It's a fascinating podcast that John gave me some time, and we spoke about his career and BMX and, and uh, road biking and mountain biking and, and, and getting into moto and all of that. So do a search on that for a little longer uh, listen, a uh, deep dive listen with, uh, with John Tomac. So, uh, John, thanks for coming on. Congratulations, man. Uh, so far, like, like you said, it's only halfway, but this thing is – it's been really successful for, for you and Eli and, uh, and, a, and a gamble that uh, was well thought out and looks like pretty smart now to all of us sitting back watching the sport. So uh, thank you for your time. All right. You're welcome, guys. Uh, Have a good evening. Thanks, John. See you. Uh, that's John Tomac. I've already brought you by Scosche. Scosche.com. Great, great interview. Oh, yeah. Very good. You can see where Eli gets his demeanor. Yeah. John's pretty mellow. Yeah. He's pretty open, too. Uh, yeah. Kathy, mom, Eli's mom. Text me uh, f- uh, videos of Bassett's from the dog parks. I feel like so. I've talked to Eli's mom, and yep. Eli's mom is a little bit more talkative. Oh, she's yes. more open. Yes, and yep. she loves Basset hounds. Yep. So mm-hmm. I get videos from Basset hounds. Yeah, I don't get videos of Eli training, and I get Basset hound videos. I forgot so. to. I was going to ask him because oh. I remember seeing videos of Eli working with Rhino a little bit. That was early, like early in the eighty days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he was on Geico. I thought uh, was he? Okay, yeah, I think so. I, I was um, just sort of curious, maybe like, you know, if. I don't know. They yeah. just wanted to try something different um, or if it was like technique or if, right, what it maybe. was. Uh, let's go to commercial break because uh, okay. I got to go to the bathroom. And okay. uh, um, we're going to interview the coffin when we get back. The pony coffin. Okay. One-on-one. Deep dive. It's, uh, it's popping in there right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it's, it's really popping. It's a club in life. Uh, right all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We're going to come back. Kay Clayson's also coming on as well. Uh, Alex nice. Ray, Chris Kiefer, uh, Travis Marks, and, uh, and, and everybody else. The boyfriend of Yar Yar. We'll be right back after this break, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, he knocked his dick loose pretty Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, it. man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, 
You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. 
and Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer. Check out motorsport.com. And uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulpamex 20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. 
basically I've had the chance to do some stuff with Racetech recently with the CRF250R and of course the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsorddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys who wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pulp Mech Show presented by motorsport.com. Decal Works, folks at Fly Racing. 
Alex Ray's here, SGB Honda Rider, and Chris Kiefer as well from Kiefer Ink Testing. Hi. Uh, <clears throat> Kiefer Ink Testing brought to you uh, by the official graphic supplier of Kiefer Ink Testing. That's right. Decal Works. Decal Works. Uh, great guys, great company there. They're in Illinois. They've been around for a long time, and uh, for over 30 years, they've been helping out people making custom graphics, having a great turnaround, having great customer service there. They're officially licensed with all the brands, of course. The quality, service, and knowledge is what you're going to get when you call down there. Pulp MX code saves you 20% at decalmx.com. Uh, and again, they have a whole uh, custom ID product system going on at Decal Works. They make all of your stuff uh, for your shrouds and your numbers and everything. Uh, Die-cut numbers. It's the best thing ever in life. Yeah, you're a big die-cut number guy. You don't like it, do you? Not really. I kind of like it. Yep, thank you. Jay Clark loves it. Well, because it's easy and it's quick. Uh, so thanks to the folks at DecalMX bringing you Chris Kiefer here. Uh, DecalMX.com. Use code PulpMX. They can replica graphics for you. They can copy things for you. They can do a lot of things there. Also, thanks to the folks at OGO Power Sports. Traveling is a pain. But if you're Chris Kiefer, it's not a pain. You, it's not. It's not a pain at all because you bring a 9800 for two nights. Yeah, I'm out on that, dude. Can you believe that? And it was packed. <laughs> Jesus. Like for what? Did, were you worried that you were going to get caught in a winter storm for like Look, two weeks? I had to bring the coffin and I had to wrap some shit around it, so I brought some extra clothes. Ninety-eight hundred packed for two dude, nights. This coffin. It's Southwest. You get free pounds. for a bag. Like who cares? It's an extra two hours to your trip. Oh my god. I for agree. what? Thank you. For what? Two hours for what? Waiting for your bags, checking Wait, your bags. Wait, this is to Minneapolis, right? Yes. They, my bag got lost. Mine didn't. didn't. Southwest. Didn't Plus, you can get lost. Uh, so thanks to the folks at OGO Power Sports. Uh, I love the guys at OGO, whether it's a 9800, whether it's the rig bag, whether it's the trucker bag that there you use, Kiefer. Yeah. Uh, also, backpacks are great. Um, you use OGO backpack? Oh, yeah. 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 OGO backpack, the uh, the carry-on, the 9800, the the layover, layover. Yeah. everything. Yeah. I don't have a layover. I wish I had one. They're good. Well, well OGO Power Sports. So, because Kiefer went all the way to Minneapolis and back with a 9800 for two nights, we're giving away a 9800. Yeah. OGO. Oh, wow. Thanks to the guys at OGO Power Sports for yep. this. If you want a discount from the folks at OGO, email us using the contact form at Pulp MX. We'll get it out. But this is, if you're going anywhere for one night, this is a perfect bag for you. Two nights. Works. Yeah. Just 9800 it. <laughs> Throw it all in there. 9800. Yeah. Good God! Uh, did you hear about Did you hear about Heather checking him in? Three thirty in the morning, California time. Heather had to get up and check him you, in. You're you said. Tell me what you said. You actually texted me after you heard this. What did I say? They're just jealous yeah, because they I, jealous. you want what I want. What I have. That's what he said. I did. I did say that. Yeah. He said okay. he wants what All I. All right. Have. So listen, uh, we're giving yeah, away. Like yes, I we're do. giving away two tickets to Detroit. Two pairs of tickets to Detroit. Email us at contest at pulpamexshow.com. And we'll we'll pick a couple winners for that. The ninety eight hundred. Um, what do you want to do? You want a caller? Are we doing? I don't know. You tell me. How do you want to give away a ninety eight hundred? What, what's the best Let's way? Let's do a caller. A caller? Yep. Alex. Somebody Ray. tonight randomly. Randomly calls. Okay. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Uh, our next guest is brought to you by the folks at OGO. Uh, let's get right into this. Uh, he is SGB Honda rider, and he is having a nice season. A very nice season. It's Cade Clayson. What's up, Cade? I'm a layover and a. There backpack kind of guy, man. It, dude, the OGO backpack is so amazing. And then I just got a fresh layover bag, and oh, dude, it's just it's clutch. That's all it is. It's uh, did did you, can you believe he checked a ninety eight hundred for two nights? I mean, I I can't I can't say that I've never done that before, but thank you. I mean, that's it's overkill. Thank you. See what I'll do? Yeah. 
what the 9800 is very big has yeah. a lot of space right yep so if i have to bring gear or take something back from the race i'll bring my 9800 but i'll put my layover bag inside of it and then i'll add like a little bit more on the edges and everything so if i need to bring like gear home dirty gear all that i'll just put the layover bag inside the 9800 got it so that's why it's double dipping yeah yeah, yeah right okay all right super weird all right uh kate uh daytona not your favorite track and March Banks was coming in the LCQ, and I'm like, oh shit! I was like, I was like, he's fucked, he's fucked, he's gonna have to like but clean then, him out. But then, but then Tristan Lane, Tristan Lane, kind of made some mistakes. Or yeah, I, I I knew what was gonna happen there. Okay, I, I had a plan. I knew I wasn't gonna be able to hold Garrett off. And the last thing I need to do is clean out another Club MX rider and really get thrown out. <laughs> yeah, man. So and my plan, my plan was to just let Garrett tow me up to them guys. Because I knew he was going to pass him too, and then when he passed him, then it slowed them down, and I passed him, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, well, good job. Great. Good job. And it was yeah. So we made it uh, five in a row. So five in a row, pretty good. Wow. Um, you know, your Oakland, you sent it off of Oakland and hurt your knee, and that took you out of that one, and kind of took the next couple to recover from that. But you're right back to where you were at A one when you were impressive, and uh, yeah, this has been a you know there was low key. Cade hype from the guys at club coming into the year. Oh, I remember hearing it. Yeah, low key. Yeah, no, it was good. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm back to like where I was at A one, but uh, I feel like I'm getting closer. Um, I just I don't feel as fit because I took like, dude, honestly, I didn't ride during the week for like three weeks, just trying to make my knee feel better, mm-hmm. and I feel like I lost a lot, which really sucked. Yeah, he didn't do shit like, for like three weeks. Dude, honestly, I I, pro- I probably only rode in California like four times. Hmm. Yeah, so it was the, to the point the where I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, but, well, because it hurt. Because the so knee hurt. Like, the knee, yeah. But structurally, it's fine, Okay, like, No, it's F. Oh, oh, you have problems. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's major dilemmas. <laughs> yeah. So ACL's major gone? problems in there. What's that? ACL's gone and all that? Oh, it's been gone for a while. But okay. the problem was it, it got really good because it's so, it's so strong that it's not that. It's, my meniscus is torn really bad. In the one side, it's actually, like, completely torn, and it's, like, flipped up into the middle. Oh, yeah. And it actually helps stabilize my knee. Oh, wow. But, like, when I take huge impacts like that, it creates, like, a bone bruise on my mm-hmm. tip fib. Right. Mm. And then it swells up. And then I went and saw uh, – Dr. Nick, um, Alex's guy, and we did a bunch of x-rays, and you could actually see where I hyperextended it to, and it actually, like, pulled a piece of bone, like, away. So that wasn't, so that really sucked. That's, Um, yeah, that's, that's tough. Yeah, so, but I I feel like I'm getting better, like, I mean, I can do everything now that I want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's sore at the end of the, like, after the main, it was sore, but, like, I'm, I'm fine. Like, right. I just got to quit being a puss. Uh, well, the dream team of A Ray and Kate is not really working. Not out. really working. Yeah, out. it's it's kind of uh, shit the bed. Yeah, it's kind of shit the bed. I guess yeah. you could say. Sorry about that, guys. That's it's I, a lot of. I was so fault, but. looking forward to you, A Ray, having a better year because you got your wrist fixed. That's a good thing. You you know you went and took the time to do that. Spent the money. That yeah. you know all of that to do that, and then really didn't work. And then yeah, now yeah. you're back to square one and. Yeah, a little bit. And your appendix bursts. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? What am I doing wrong? What here? did you do to piss someone off? I have no idea. This is just gnarly. Like, I don't know what it is. But and then Cade's just. I mean, the, the whole A Ray Cade battle is just moot. 
Yeah, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's not over yet. It. Hopefully right. it's not over yet. We've had a rough start, but right, I mean, right. you know, uh, just hope this leads you to somewhere. Slow, though, like he comes back and he's just as fast. Yeah, like the fucking the speed is fucking ain't going nowhere. Now the control, <laughs> that's fucking that shit's out the window. Like, <laughs> uh, Kate, how do you like the team, Jason, and everybody at SGB there? Uh, how how do you like the team right now? Man, it's good. We have fun. Yep. Um, we keep it pretty pretty light. Um, I feel like the hardest person on me is myself. Um, so, you know, they they try to just keep me keep me happy, right? Because mm-hmm. when I'm not happy, I'm usually more of an asshole than I normally am. Mm-hmm. And even Alex has been somewhat helpful. Like after the main event or after the LCQ, I came back and I'm like, I sit down and I look at my phone and I have like 15 text messages. In each one of them, it's just one word. It's like insult, compliment, insult, compliment, insult, compliment. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't and get I'm a text like, back, and I'm I'm very I'm very pissed off about that because I was like, dude, hold on, hold on, let's see, hold on, let me pull this up. All right, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve text messages. Well, can we do the fucking rhythm after the finish? No, dude, it's terrifying. I, okay, to be fair, I tried to do it first lap of the heat race. And I didn't make it over the top, and I endoed into the single, Ugh. blew my face off the bars. And <laughs> well, next lap you hit it faster, like, and then and then crashed two turns later. Simple math. Like, well, you know, well, probably not going to do that again. Yeah, simple math. You simple just math. hit it faster. Just yeah, fuck. Press the throttle harder. Yeah, yeah. he seat bounced every jump on the fucking track, anyways. So seat bounce that one, get a little bit more height. No, I wasn't doing it. Not doing it. That one was that one was sketchy and too high speed, and now I'm good. Uh, that looked gnarly on TV. So if it looked gnarly on TV, yeah. it had to been pretty bad. It, like, was, it was just like the face was really flat, and the backside of the five-footer was <clears> super steep. Yes. So, like, if you didn't get height and weren't able to, like, step your bike sideways a little bit, you couldn't get down it. And if you clip it, oh. you're going into the next one mm. at 1,000 miles an hour. And you can tell that on TV because you can see the guys pushing down on the downside of that five. Yeah, yeah. you have to get down on that end, right? So exactly. Uh, we had John Tomac on earlier, Kate, right before you, and he was saying that it was a different Daytona than in the past, and kind of what Chris and Alex were saying too. Do you agree with that? That it was a little bit different. It wasn't as beat up and as rough and gnarly. Uh, I think it was more super crossy for sure, and yep. I said that looking at the track map. Um, but dude, they didn't prep the track after the 250 main. They didn't touch it. Nothing. Hmm. Not a single thing. <clears throat> and we're sitting there, and we're looking at that little hip double before you went under the tunnel. Oh, the one a troll sent it into the yeah. bridge? Yeah. Oh, and shit, really? I'm like, dude, that thing's going to be two rollers. Right. <laughs> and, it, like, those guys were just, like, skimming off of it. And I was going outside double on the slow guideline. But I was like, I'm not freaking trying to endo my brains out trying to get over that thing. But, I mean, I thought it was gnarly. It's not like it wasn't – it was super smooth, but it was definitely a lot slower speed than I, years past. That was one of my favorite tweets I did on the night was that troll, trolls usually leave under a bridge. They don't hit the bridge. Right. <laughs> yeah, is he okay? I mean, yeah, he's fine, I guess. Yeah, and... he, he's fine. I guess he kept going, so he was fine. But um, Yeah. It, yeah, uh, those guys in the main that, like, Tomac and those guys would wheel tap off of that second one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and send them off. They're lucky way. they didn't hit their head on the bridge. Yeah, really, right? Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Cade Clayson, uh, privateer hero out there. Five main events in a row. That's good. Hey, he had, I think, what, seven last year before I ended his streak and fucking cleaned him out? 
No, it wasn't that many. I didn't no. think it was that many. Oh, yeah, he was on a streak. No. I was like, I got to stop this. Yeah, you <laughs> he's done. So Detroit, <laughs> Detroit from, might be that way. Daytona on, I made every one except that one, Alex. Yeah. Like, that was the only one I missed. What one was that? What race was that? I don't even Dallas remember. Dallas. Oh, it was Dallas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't even remember it, though. Um, I just know I did it. Your start was 21st in the first corner. Cade, what do we got to do to get to that next level? What we do we got to do him off the fucking to, get, gate. Yeah. to get Chiz level? Like, what? Well, how close are fair, we? He takes melatonin before the main. Take on that outside. Like, there's right. nothing I can do there yep. to get a good start, right? I mean, I, I hit the brakes and tried to cut under, and I freaking ran into the side of Breeze. <laughs> um, I, I, it sucks because I feel like I'm there, right? Um, I have the speed most nights. I, it sucks to say, but I had another issue in the main event when I was up there trying to pass heart raft mm-hmm. and I started, I, I quit doing some of the jumps and yeah, I kind of just rode to the end of the main, which sucks to say, but it's true. We're, um, we're no closer to figuring this out. Uh, it's a different issue. Oh, different issue. Okay. Okay. So, um, we're not talking about it. Is that what that we're issue? No. no, we're not talking about it. Okay, the no. issue that I had in Dallas, I believe, is resolved. Oh, you do? Oh, think, you believe it's resolved? Okay, that's I a good thing. So. Yeah, we we uh, changed a lot of stuff, and uh, hopefully, it's resolved. I mean, we okay. changed well. we changed enough things that it had to be one of the thirty things that are new on my motorcycle. Okay. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the first main at Dallas, I, I lucked into the 14th a little bit, but I think even without some of the luck, it's still a 16th, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of where I think I should be. And honestly, like I, I'm, I've been punching myself thinking I should have beat Hartraft in that main event because I should have passed him. And, uh, you know, that's where I deserve to be and that's how I can ride. And in the second main, I was riding just as good before I crashed. Um, so I just, I think a half decent start and just being able to battle with the right people on the first lap will put me right around 15th. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where I want to be, right? I want to get, I want to get a 15th that counts, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I can build off that. That's what it is when you're around where you are. It, that's the next goal is to start doing what heart raft does. Start doing what Chiz does, just outside the top ten. Put in twenty minutes. You know what I mean. Get into that mm-hmm. mix. Yeah. Don't get lapped twice. You know what I mean? feel that like if he, if he yep. gets better starts and starts up there, he'll stay there. Right. I mean, that's pretty much for that goes for anyone who's in the main event, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sad that my fourth place start in the LCQ this weekend was probably one of my best starts all year. Yeah, the dude's been. Yeah, it's true. Come think of it, most of the time he's qualified. He's come from the back. He's to, been to low. T- he's been low T on the gate. Oh, he's, I'm not low yeah. T anymore. <laughs> shit, we're gonna be amped up for this. Episode. Oh yeah. shit, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> coming in hot. Did you take a shot right before the show, Steve? Uh, during the commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, man. I'm ready. Hey, oh. Doctors in the house. His guns hot. Doctor Keith. I wish everybody could have a friend like Chris Keefer who Jesus. shoots me in the ass with T. That's oh, great. That's great. So Don't get that. Yeah. You're acting like I came with it. I didn't have it. You have it. I'm prescribed it legally by a doctor. Right. Right. What other friend would let you pull down your pants and yes. shoot you in the ass? Right. <laughs> right. That. Right. Uh, well, we got a call for Kate. Oh, uh, Spencer's on five. Spencer, what's up, man? What's your question? I'm just driving down the road. What's up, guys? What's happening? What's up, Spence? What is the dirtiest? A-Ray has ever taken you out, Cade. What's the dirtiest you ever taken me out? Daytona? Dude, yeah. I don't know. No, that one really wasn't that, that wasn't dirty. That he just yeah. hit me and I like, right. I, I like caught the rut. It can so. be race or practice. 
Dude, okay, you want to know what the dirtiest one ever was? And I was super mad about it. We were practicing. This is when you were on a Husky, and we were on the bottom track along the road, eh, Ray? Okay. And we, I had just passed you in the 20, and you just came in and absolutely T-boned me for no reason. And I, like, literally stopped mm. the next straightaway and made us both stop and, like, threw my hands up at you. And, like, nobody saw it except JB, who was behind us. But I was so mad because, like, he just, literally – I had a tire mark up my leg from him just absolutely – Was it after – was it the left after the finish? Yeah. Yep. Like, up, Do you remember that? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wall. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, dude, yeah. I remember. Dude, I was, like – I was going the – it was – you do the finish line and you do a sharp left, like, and you hit like a bank and then shoot yeah. right and then go to the. I was fucking opposite direction of him because he cut down. I'm like, hey, we're like this. I'm just like, nah, fuck, fuck. it. I was living with him at the time. I was like, oh, fucking. oh that's funny. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks, Spencer. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, man. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, 702-586-Paul. You got a question for Kay Clayson or any of these yahoos in the studio here. Yeah. Brought to you by OG. Did you see Moran's freaking run into me this weekend, A Ray, in turn two? Was that uh, in the LCQ? Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I was watching pretty thoroughly. It was the same thing. Like, I started to cut down, and he just was – he hadn't started to turn yet, and my foot went, like, Mm. through his forks. And I, like, drug his bike (laughs) through part of the corner before my foot finally came out. Hashtag privateer island, dude. It gets bad back there. I'll tell you what, like – us back there, the guys that are in the LCQ, Mm. we have – I mean – Sometimes we do some stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, when someone comes in to hit us or we hit somebody, like, we're pretty tough about it, I feel like. Yeah. We, 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 we've taken some oh, blows. Yeah. We've taken I think some everybody hits. realizes it's, it's yeah. the LCQ. Right. It's yeah. the LCQ. And right. I feel like it's ramped oh, up oh. over the years. Like, I don't, I don't remember being at this gnarly five, six years ago. I yeah. Sorry, like, Fred. I think it's been gnarly. Oh, for Freddy. Uh, my mechanic, like, on Valentine's Day, I guess it was, like, Anaheim 2 or something. Yeah, you fuck Fred, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, I sent him a text. Okay, it was we're all good. Yeah. Uh, like my his, mechanic went I over like there and gave repli- him his reply, ba- his reply back was like, "Please don't do that ever again." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty bad about that, you know. But I mean, hey. And then did you see happens. his hand opened up again and started bleeding again? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens when you come from Neosporin, dude. <laughs> fucking new skin. Super glue. New skin. <laughs> uh, can we hold on, though? As as good as Cade's season is going, A-Ray's season hasn't been good. And then Luke Neese. What's going on with Luke Neese right now? So um, I think he was a little bit – I mean, we're behind on parts, right, okay. with, with the 250s, just with – Development new bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah new bike, okay. all that. So it was a bit late, him riding the, the race bike. We had some issues with the bike on Saturday at Minneapolis. It was like like a cable issue. I yeah. forgot what it was. Okay. So he missed the first two practices. And Jeez. then um, I think, what was the next race? Dallas? Yep. Uh, Dallas, I just don't think that he rode very well. Um, no, you know what happened in Dallas is uh, he was sitting 23rd or something, 24th after the second practice. And he goes out for third practice. And he's like, dude, something's wrong with my shock. And he just, you know, tries to ride the practice, ends up qualifying like 42nd or something. He's like, dude, I couldn't even do the jumps. Brings it back to club, and his shock was blown out. Huh. It was like all oh, springy. He is, I mean, he was a main event guy yeah. last year. Yeah. And dude, he, was I mean, good. he got top 10s last year. Yeah, yeah. it's been a tough year for, for Luke Neeson. And Jace Kessler breaks his arm. 
Yeah, he went and seen uh, see my surgeon there in Bale. Yeah, um, yeah, so, it's a pretty so, tough break, but I think he'll be ready for outdoors. Right, right. Yeah, bummer, bummer for the 250 guys yeah. on on SGB Honda right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kate's, yeah, that's not a deal. Cade's running strong though. He's yeah, running. Luke Luke Hand he came out pretty good in the first one. I think he got a 16th. That was even with the crash. Yeah, um, he's a racer. Who? Uh, or Jeremy Hand. Man, sorry, who the fuck is Luke Hand? Yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, sorry, <laughs> Jeremy Hand. Sorry. Yes. And. Uh, yeah, he was riding really good. Uh, he's a racer. He raced forward in the heat race, made it out of the heat. And uh, uh, Dallas, I just think he had a rough night, you know, with uh, with qualifying, and then LCQ just had a bad start. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, he's he's good too. And um, he just had a couple of rough weekends. Uh, Cade, where are you at with a race chick? You like her? She's cool. I like her. She's like chill. She's normal. You can have a normal conversation with her. Right. She's cute. She's not no SoCal she's, chick either. She's fucking back she's east. No too, SoCal good. chick. Is she is she coming this weekend? Uh yeah yeah I think so that's right yeah. I like yeah. that there you go cool. I don't think they like get that. a blowjob before the main event don't get that don't do that hey, if he if he makes the main event he deserves one he does yeah there is a main event and how, and how is your wife doing Kate Sarah how how's, how's uh, Sarah? I haven't talked to her in uh, almost two weeks what um, what I think I get to talk to her on Friday where's she at For the, uh, I don't know. Oh, so but she's on. She deployed somewhere or what? Three dicks. She's not deployed, but she's doing some training stuff, and uh, yeah, she doesn't get to have a phone or. She doesn't have a phone. Yeah. No, she's not allowed. What? So, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, when, I'm when, not they, doing when that. they do that, Hold that on. stuff and go like, there's. She's gnarly. They, they do some gnarly stuff. Oh, I'm sure she does, like, but she can't make a know. phone call to her husband. No. Yeah, I haven't talked to her at all. Like, I have an emergency number that like. I, I gave it to A-Ray at one point, but it's a different one now, so don't call that one if anything happens. Oh, I totally um, forgot that you even did that. I, I think I deleted my messages, so <laughs> you'd be fucked either way. Uh, well, that's like, the I person guess, you give your fucking phone number to is A-Ray. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's the worst idea ever. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a different one a while ago. Hey, A-Ray, I want to keep a secret. I'm going to give you this number because I know it's never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So, uh, oh, okay. Wow. I, yeah, I, I mean, she's good. Um, we're, we've been looking at houses and stuff, and uh, hopefully when she gets done with this training in like a month, um, we can officially buy so, a house out here. So you're not going to talk to her for six weeks? No, not six weeks. You she said a month. I get to talk to her on Friday. Oh, okay. All right. Hopefully on Friday. I, I'm supposed to be. I don't know. Fuck, I better stay away from Cade. Could you imagine? He's got some aggression. Yeah, he does. He's got some yeah. built up. Yeah. Could you imagine me being like that with Heather? Oh, my God. Dude. You would die. You'd freak you would out. die. You would die. It's like E.T. You, yeah, you wouldn't be able to make it. There's no way. <laughs> I think it would, it hey, would man, suck you if off? I wasn't. If I, it would suck if I wasn't, like, super busy, right? Like, I'm yeah. I got the dogs. My brother's down here riding right now. You know, I'm traveling, I'm racing, like I got a lot of crap going on. So it's it's not like, you know, I'd get to talk to her right. that much if I was home anyway. So we, it makes uh, it a little bit easier. How are the vibes at club this yeah, week? Any Phil stories? Uh dude, honestly, like I don't I don't even see everybody that much because I live like twenty minutes away with Marsh Banks' mechanic. And uh like I, I'm in and out. I don't even park up at the shop anymore. I park at the track, like we just ride together. And then <laughs> I don't even see nobody. Um, but I mean, Phil's been. That's what good. happens when you, you clean out troll? Freaking fast. Yep. 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 That's what you get for yeah, cleaning I mean, out troll. Dude, I I I got I kind of threw this down on everyone. I was like, Troll's not even a club guy. He freaking lives in Florida at the Sandbox, dude. Like, stop he it. He, logo. He's a club like, guy. Stop it. He's yeah. an OG uh, club guy. Uh, all right, get some phone calls here. Seabass is on one. What's up? What's up, Seabass? Like How you doing, brother? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. 
Hey, quick question. I was just curious, after just hearing both of that, they're both kind of spoken for with women. I'm curious, do they have any stories that they could tell on air about maybe days that would compare to Jim Holly and Chicken Era, if they could, like, yeah. if they have any nights that were wild? Hey, Ray. I mean, I grew, I grew up. Go ahead. Hey, Ray, uh, you got, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean. Hey, Ray, the, so, Toronto, hey, the Toronto chick where you. Yeah, uh, that was the other day. You sent it to me. brought back the freaking. Um, the hostess chick. Is that where Kate had to sit in the hotel in the in the in the hallway? No. Oh, what? No, were you I in the hallway? In the room. Bubba Polly went in the hallway. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. That was a totally different. That was another. Oh, that was another night. Bubba yeah. Polly had to sit in the hallway. So we went to Toronto Supercross. Um, FXR had like this uh, this whole place rented out. We would go there, get dinner, and then uh, I guess like have like a. It was kind of like a dealer signing yeah. for all the FXR guys. Whoa, 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 whoa! That was before the race. We went to the after party at the same place after the race the next day. Nice. Huh. Yeah, you can't mix those up because we weren't partying the night before the race. Oh, no. Well, I thought, well, we went to the same place and then there was it's a Canada, chick. It's Canada, bro. It's fine. Yeah. So there was a chick there that worked there and I was like, hey, like, you know, you're kind of hot. Like, yeah. what's up? You know, like, just talking to her and I was like, hey, you know, what time you get off? She's like, oh, like this. I was like, you want to come with me back to the hotel or whatever? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she came back with me, but I was splitting a hotel with Kate because, okay. you know, I didn't yeah. have any money. Right. And then uh, I come in the, you, you know. You made the main that night or no? Uh, probably not. Probably okay. I don't know. Okay, but um, come back to the hotel, whatever. I was like, hey, Cade, like you know, this is so and so. Should should I say what I asked you, Cade, or? Yes. Oh, you can say. Oh, okay, no. all right, yeah. Fine. So, um, yeah, I think Sarah doesn't think very fondly of me. I mm-hmm. think because a lot of these reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like. The chick, like, you know, she's fucking, like, naked or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Cade, like, you want to, you know, fuck her with me? You yeah. Know? He's like, no, no, I think I'm just going to go to sleep. I was like, all right. And she's yeah. like, and she's like, yeah, you can, you know, you can yeah. join with me. And wow. she's like, yeah, she didn't have her shirt on already. Like, she was already, like, getting naked and shit. And I was like, yeah, fucking. Hey, play the big boobs. Drop. Dude, yeah, the fucking big boobs, right? Uh, and then, one, she had big boobs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Cade goes to sleep, and then, like, I don't know, like, halfway through the night, right? I like Kate's phone's like ringing or something. I grab his phone, I unlock it, I get on his Snapchat, and then like oh, I I do no. a Snapchat of like and it says plot twist, and it's just a, a video of like me just hanging out with like a chick like in the bed, <laughs> and I, like I send it to a few of his buddies, and I just put it back and save it. The next morning, I'm like, hey Kate, look at your phone. He's like, oh fuck, uh. oh. and like I had to get up early for a flight. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> yeah. one. So this is the best part of the story. This is the best part. I had to get up early for a flight, right? I had like a six a.m. Right, flight out, right? right? And we we were Bad we went out. Girls in from LA. <laughs> and uh fucking i leave to go to the airport the chick just stays there right oh and no way yeah, yeah she just stays there. i was like yeah i gotta oh, get up early no. in the morning she just like stays there fucking like in bed tits out all this shit you know and, and kate's like dude i get up the bitch is still fucking asleep in the bed yeah he's like yeah i just got my shit and left and went from my, like went to the airport and i was like fuck all right yeah, uh, holly holly told the story where that same thing happened but the chick didn't steal dogger's money Right. So he was stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Chick. So Kate could have stole this chick's yeah. wallet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but. This was back in the day. Or too. she could have stole Kate's shit. Yeah. This was yeah. Tennessee A Ray. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This no, was... this is, this is like, dude, this is like 2016. Yeah. What, like, what's the, so Holly had a story about getting a BJ before the main event, and then he got 19th that night out of oh, 20. Shit. So Buffalo oh, 8, 1984. Nice I had a blowjob, and I was shit in the main event. <laughs> yeah. So what's the closest that's. Has that ever happened to you, Avery? Uh, no, I did not make the main and banged a chick in the pits. 
uh, after the night show? Like, our, like during the main. During the main. During oh, so the, you didn't running, the main. You, you were didn't running your own main. main. Yeah. You were it like, was early, early years. <laughs> young, young, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. young. Okay, all right. Like, yeah. I don't know, probably 22. So you just got off the LCQ and then whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck, who knows? I probably didn't even make the night show that night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, one time when I was teammates with fucking Jeff Alessi, old boy. Oh, dude. Chick and was drinking or doing fucking Jaeger bomb uh, in the rig. <laughs> Before the heat race, dude, he's banging chicks, dude, in the rig. Jeff, doing Jaeger yeah. bombs in the rig, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I, gotta go. I, think they, I think they finally, I think they clipped it the next week. I'm like, bro, you gotta go. Yeah, Seabass, <laughs> good question, man. Thanks for calling. Oh, 9800 Seabass. What? 9800 Seabass, a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah, Seabass, you want a 9800 OGO? Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been looking at him all week. There you and go. I cannot Got a bite? Get, I cannot. <laughs> want a bag? I, I do. I'm actually having uh, Jeff Sardis helping me out with some parts for an RM250 build. I'm building the There you go. 9,800 bag. All right, oh, 9,800. Nice. You can put some RM parts in there. Uh, we're going to put you on hold. Talent will get your information. You win an OGO 9,800 travel bag. All right, man? Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Hey, thank you for the honesty, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah th- of course. Thanks, Seabass. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Heather and I did that in uh, 2004. The right. Cherries van, because the yeah, Cherries was taking my stuff. Nice. And uh, between, so back then you had to qualify during the race to get in the night. So I qualified really well during the day. I think I got second in my heat or my qualifier. And uh, yeah, before the night show, we messed around in the van. And uh, Were you any good? And I was good in the LCK. I was third, and then Sleater took me out and got jacked. Mm. All right. And then Kate, you know, again, Kate's been in a relationship for a long time. Yeah. He has oh, been, yeah. He's just the rock of, of your relationship. But I, I respect Cade. I like that he didn't do shit. That's cool. I, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm down. That's, that's what uh, I'm like. A, I'm lot like of motocross- a, a lot of motocrossers uh, would not have. Right. No, they had hopped right in with yes, me. Yes. So I, I, I feel a like. Fucking friend. You should try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like A-Ray was like my Willard. Like mm. when I was in Canada, yeah. I was Cade. Mm-hmm. Willard was a Ray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Willard right. to bring these chicks in, and, and I'm like, like, dude, I can't. Like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Bubba Polly. He was a good dude that night too. He yeah, was like, hey, I, I'll go sleep in the in the. I uh, I don't think I've ever cheated on a girl I've had ever. A girlfriend. I don't think I have. Either. I have, but it, it feels yeah, like actually, shit. yeah, yeah. It does feel like shit. Yeah. I have, yeah. <laughs> I have not. Uh, I, I just, feel yeah. terrible about it. I just feel like if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't do it, and if you are, then you should break up. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel right. now. But right. So. Yeah. Um, all right, Kate. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I know it's late. Yeah. There's 11 o'clock, and he's still on the phone with us. So <laughs> hey, thank wow. you for that, dude. Hey, and props to Kate, dude. Props to hey, Kate, too. Have you been, have you been poking up the I, I have not, actually. What? What? Dude, his, uh, his phone broke up. Enjoy the ride. O'Neal. Enjoy the ride, man. Oh, enjoy man. the ride. Listen, Check out some enjoy the ride. speaking of enjoy the ride. How did, did you ride? Did you like our gear? No. Yeah, I liked it. I did. I liked it. I, I even messaged Mark. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. So, speaking of enjoy the ride, something we should notice, too, that Cade took the, uh, took the initiative on. Pulpum X Fantasy, if you finish 78th overall in the week, mm-hmm. Cade's number, mm-hmm. and you have Cade on your team, you will get a jersey from Cade. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Two, two people so far this year. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. I so. like my fans, dude. Uh, no, that's awesome for you to do that. Uh, appreciate it. So, um, um, good job on that, Pulp Mex Fantasy. So, if you finish 78th overall, you're going to get one of Cade's race jerseys. Cade's been riding good. I will say he this. He has been. Hey, I'll yep. give credit when it's due. He's been riding good. He's been, you know, like, 
Yep, carrying the freaking torch for SGP. Hey, I wrote this in daytime. I don't know if you read it, but like, I don't know how many times ago, but club has helped you out a little bit just been riding there and doing that is that does that help you this he year? took the money he won from the lcq that's what i'm saying like and, and put it towards his club like i feel yeah, like that that riding move. there has helped you a lot yeah um you know i i think sometimes i get lost in the competition of because there's so many fast guys um i think that's one of the issues that we have as a group is sometimes we get lost in competition and don't focus on our technique enough and we just start racing but i also think that that's why i'm so competitive and good in intense situations is because i'm in intense situations every single day with our group of guys and it's just it's normal to all of us and i think that it just makes me calm in those situations and i know how to handle myself and to make the right decisions so it's uh it's really good, man. We have such a good group of guys that I can learn from. And, you know, I think we all try to be pretty level-headed. I think we all take turns yelling at Garrett because um, he's the youngest kid in our group, but he's also the fastest. So we give him a lot of crap. Um, but it's impre- it's fun to watch him ride because he's so dang good. Um, yeah, but, that, that, yeah makes, like, I, that makes a lot of sense because we don't see a lot of uh, technique and whenever we look at photos of Cade, or when we think, right. yeah, when we that's think, not true, I, dude. It's not true. Your sometimes elbows are up, but your knees are on. out, bud. Sometimes I got the wide knees going on, and sometimes I forget to keep my head forward when I try jumps for the first time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, well, uh, good job this season, Cade. Yep. Uh, really riding well. Let's keep it going. Thank, thankfully, you're holding the fort for that team over there because A-Ray is doing. Jason, thanks you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Jason. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He just yelled at me. He just yelled at me, so it's okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, thanks, Cade. Right, Appreciate it, buddy. Yep. All right. Later. Uh, Later. That's Cade Clayson, everybody. We got some phone calls on hold, everybody. We see you there. A couple questions for uh, Chris Kiefer here, but before we get into that, uh, Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. Speaking of Fly Racing, you look at Justin Brayton and Shane McElrath out there, RJ Hampshire as well, and uh, many other guys. Styles Roberts are making the podium on Fly Racing gear jason thomas what's up jt how much is happening oh just uh you know getting through the uh, getting through the show here so uh hey uh speaking of fly racing rj hampshire testing the limits of the fly gear almost every weekend here fuck yeah he really wants to uh do a lot of durability testing like i, I feel like once was plenty like we're gonna you know, get everything we need to know but he's just yeah well i'm just gonna get a couple more shots at it uh, we haven't talked to you for these all night, so let's do that with JT while we have him on the line here. Uh, look, there is no bigger McAdoo fan than I, right? Yep. I, I am 100%. Team McAdoo. Love the guy. Uh, and, and obviously Phil and Enzo, great. Everything else. RJ, fast as shit. But I, I think the Jet, JT, this is he, – he, he, can, he can win outright from here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we felt like – for the last week or so, that the only person that was going to beat Jet would be Jet. Yeah, he and, he's and good. He did, he did that though, you know. To that that statement, he did beat himself in Arlington. So uh, we've had two weekends of of everything we expected, and then we've had one weekend where he showed that he was 18 years old. Um, I think we'll get more of the the other two weekends where yeah. he just proves himself to be kind of the the next superstar of the sport. Uh, and, and I think if you're McAdoo, that's what you have to just pray and hope for is that he gets a little bit more, you know, volatility and a little bit more crashing in his game because 
Otherwise, it's going to be a long, wow. a long series for anybody that has to face that guy. It sounds like the knee was pretty bad for McAdoo. Uh, he heard it in a heat race, so you wonder if he's going to be off the bike all this week, right? Just getting his knee better. And mm-hmm. was it the same knee he injured last year? No, I don't. I no, don't I think it was think just so. impact. I guess yeah. from the foot peg or okay. something. Right. So now you, you know, he hasn't ridden all week. He's going to go to Detroit. You know, all this. So yeah, I mean, I think RJ could run with Jet pure speed, but I don't give RJ fifteen minutes no. of Jet speed. No. <laughs> Right? No, I, I mean, yeah. I mean him, like, that whole group during the main event, I think, what who was it? Pierce Brown, uh, Cameron McAdoo, and Hampshire? Yep. Those three, they were just, like, working off of each other. Yeah. And even in that, Hampshire had a hiccup. Like, he yeah. freaking nose-picked into that, that 3-5-3 there. So, yep. he, he couldn't really keep it together for that pace either. Right. So. so, I don't know, man. I Obviously, it's early, and who knows, but Jet could really take a run at this thing. Yeah. You know. Well, and to me, Jet has – this innate ability to be the fastest guy and not really be on the edge. Right. And you don't see that from all that many people. You know, Tomac has it. Vilpoto has had it. Dungy had it. Mm-hmm. Where they are the fastest person on the track, but they're not really pushing. Where everybody else is a little bit slower, and they look like they're on the last lap of their life. Uh, and then the fastest guy on the track looks like he's just cruising. Yep. So that, that's pretty rare. Uh, we did see that a little bit, though. I would say in the Triple Crown when he was hanging it out to come back up, like he was swapping he was pretty hard. Loose. No, no, of course, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just, I'm just saying overall. Yeah. You know, you look at last summer, you look at a lot of the races he's won, and then you look at the racing this year, and and for me, the fact that you're seeing that at 18 is the most impressive quality. Um, he, I mean, he still has, he still has some youth in him. Like he got rattled at Arlington, and then it was just a complete mess. But most of the time, he rides wise beyond his years. All right, JT, uh, Chiz gets the star ride. Where is he finishing? We had a little bit of a mm-hmm. difference here in the studio. First of all, wait, JT, how heavy do you think Chiz is? Oh, yeah, good question. Uh, I would say 170. Mm. Okay, he's 165. Kiefer said he was okay. approaching 200. <laughs> he's really lean like super lean. that's what a race said yes. so yeah. uh okay so now having this said that you you get the closest uh uh like um well actually a ray nailed the 165 but um how how does he do do you think on the east um what's your prediction for him on a star bike uh, i think he'll be right around kind of where phil is um i think somewhere between seven and ten um that bike is really really good the the difference to me is the intensity of that class is it's a lot to jump right into and I'll be curious to see how his starts are. That's not really, you know, one of his strengths over the years. It's not like he starts up front every time. So if he can get a decent start and be, you know, on that, that bike will help a lot. He's going to know what to do. Right. Um, it, that, that class. And, and I'm speaking on my own experience from going back to 2009 when I jumped down for a oh few boy. races, oh boy. it's just chaotic. Like it, it's the guys are not making smart decisions. Uh, they're kind of all over the place. You can't really trust what they're going to do from section to section where the 450 glasses, the guys are more seasoned. They have power, so they're not just holding the bike wide open at all times, unless you're A-Ray. Um, it's just a, it's a different type of racing, but I, I think he'll be fine. So I'll, I'll say final answer, okay. seventh I was, place. I was 7 to 12. Kiefer said 5 to 7. I don't know what I'll you said. Seven. Uh, I'm going to say 7 to 10, but he'll squeak out a fifth by the yeah, end of the year. Right. That's what I think. I think yeah. five to seven within some time is, is uh, term. John Tomac was on earlier, JT, and he was talking about how Eli 
just holds the clutch in and uses the clutch to modulate the power as a tool. As a tool, and now A Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is now He's this been vindicated. Is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck. That's badass. I mean, there's two different things going on there, Aaron. John Tomac is my new favorite favorite guy. Yeah, he's a rider coach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Well, all you got to do is, is do what Tomac's doing, and you'll be fine. Because what you're doing now is not what Tomac's doing. My bike does what his does. It overheats and smokes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yours doesn't finish, and his does. <laughs> Good point. Your bike's doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Shit. Shit, man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Jason Thomas here. Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Uh, how's the shootout going, Kiefer? Uh, yeah, we're cranking along. Okay, all right. <laughs> looking good. <laughs> Jesus. Just got a text today. We're looking good. We got the we got the gas gas. Oh, oh, you were actually being serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so. JT's not thinking this is going to happen. Yeah, it's fine. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't argue about it. I'm just going to shut the fuck right. up and then right. make it happen. Uh, I mean, it's, Mar- it's March. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we can have a 2008 shootout, too. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, uh, before we let JT go a little bit, uh, we got your opinions on the review pod and the Mookie Anderson thing. We, we discussed that on the open thing. But let's circle back to World Supercross. I got a podcast tomorrow with Adam Good. Bailey yep. uh, oh, doing doing that uh, for Racer X. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Uh, World Supercross, they've announced what they, their plans are. You know, they're going to have a fall series this year, uh, summer next year, uh, and they're going head-to-head to the Nationals. And, you know, um, they want to get the good guys. Now, I think that's up for debate, but I think – Justin Brayton and Marvin Muskian and Alex Ray and these type of guys are ready to go. I'm fucking ready, dude. I want I want to race those freaking World Supercross races. Has, has Jason been in touch with them? Uh, he has not. No, I don't okay. think he knows too much about it. Right. But um, as more information comes out, I, I feel like I'm right. gonna, I'm going to be putting it. I'm going to get um, it here. I'm I'm skeptical, JT, that they're going to get any of the big guys. Um, I think they're going to get guys at the end of their careers. Or, you know, uh, B-level guys, no offense, A-Ray, uh, 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 B-level guys to go race this thing. I don't see Honda saying, you know what, uh, we got Jet Lawrence racing Supercross, and then we got Jet Lawrence racing the World Supercross, and we're going to supply parts and money to Jet here and parts in, to, in World Supercross, and then we're going to hire somebody to ride American Nationals, you know, while Jet's off in the World Supercross. Like, I don't see any of that happening. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the idea more. I like the di- listen. I have been saying for ten years the team should get paid by Feld. I've been saying that. Like right. if you bring four riders every Saturday for seventeen rounds, you should have a little bit of. T- They're uh, doing that, right? Kickback. That's what the World Supercross guys are doing. Correct. So uh, a roundabout way, JT. Uh, what, do you think this thing's going to work? To me, it all depends on if they get government appropriation funding or not. And if they do, it will be okay, like financially. As far as getting riders, I tend to agree with you. They will get big names. It's just going to be guys that either don't want to ride outdoors or they're done riding outdoors, like Marvin, Dino, Brayton, that that guy, which that might be fine. I don't think that's what they're aiming for, but I think that's what they're going to get. Um, I think for anyone to abandon Lucas Oil Pro Motocross here now, uh, I don't think that's in the cards for now. Uh, I think the OEMs are committed to that series. I think they understand that the enthusiast really values uh, the motocross series. And whether the the viewing numbers or the spectators or whatever, whether there are as many or not, doesn't really matter because those people aren't typically the ones buying motorcycles anyway. Yeah. Uh, the people that go to those races are are their core customer. 
what are the requirements for a team like if they wanted to get into the world? I, I think you got to be approved, and you got to you got to supply two two fifty guys, two four fifty guys. Okay, um, you ha- like that's one of the requirements. So yeah. they they can't just like have a sponsor to be like, hey, we want this guy, and they just have that guy go over. No, they, I think it's you have to supply got, the four guys. Yeah, you have and to then supply you're gonna them get four guys. I think it's uh, it's fifty million dollars for ten years. If I remember, if I remember right, for the press release for these teams. Oh wow! But if you break it down, there's gonna be ten teams. You know, it's not. Yeah. But it still is something. Okay. Hmm. It's, I, hey, if, if this if this World Supercross stuff gets felled, and MX Sports to even, move around, to step like, up a yeah. little bit, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. You know, I just don't, it, there might need to be when? a change. Next year it starts in the summer. Okay. This year it starts in the fall. Okay. So. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll be interesting. I just don't think they're going to get, like JT said, I don't think they're going to get in their prime USA-based superstars. I feel like they have a lot to plan out in such little time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, then also, too, like if you want the MXGP guys to do it, they can't do it either because they're in their series in the right. summertime. Well, right. It's super cost, right? So I don't think you can, yeah. But I'm just saying in the world <laughs> aspect, right. you would think some of those guys yeah. would should be there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd think so. And that the fact I it's mean, on different continents. Right. They they want to be the disruptor, right? They they want to come in and shake things up. Um, I we're we're watch, watching a showdown about to to happen, right? It's it's going to to be interesting to see because I, I think the series here that feel like they're about to be infringed upon will align themselves, uh, and and they're try they'll try to leverage the teams right together because if. The the motocross series will definitely suffer next year in that in that scenario if if this world supercross thing works and I don't think that Feld wants anything to do with this series being successful so typically when you have you know you're when you have interests aligned uh, those people typically work together so I, I just I just see battle lines being drawn and it's going to be interesting to see how this all goes yeah yeah I mean I, I uh, obviously I work for Racer X who owns MX Sports but in the grand scheme of things, I just cover the sport for a living and just want to watch the races. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I think there's a place for World Supercrosses and take them all over the place. That's great. But I don't see where they're going to get an Eli Tomac or, or, or Chase Sexton or you know Jet Lawrence to, to do it. I do like it's creating, if it works out, it's going to create more work for the guys like A-Ray. Absolutely. Right. But if you are, no offense, A-Ray, if you're going to Singapore – for a World Supercross, and you have Marvin, Brayton, Alex Ray, and Cade yeah. Clayson. Are you selling tickets? If you're going to Singapore, yeah. People love me over there. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. From. Okay. Never mind. I did the, I did the beach race there. I did, I've raced Sorry. in Singapore. But to his <laughs> yeah. credit. My, my bad. It's a little bit different, <laughs> and I think JT knows more about this. It's different in other countries. I think they're just coming because it's the sport. Right. Sure, the riders attract people. Okay. I, I understand that. But I right. think in other countries, they just love motorsport. That period. could be. I mean, Bercy sells out. Paris sells right. out no matter who lines up. They usually have a French guy, though, whether it's Dylan or Marvin. Every yeah. European race, like Supercross, I've been to, fucking sold out. Packed. Jam-packed. Well, Singapore, right. obviously, they will take you there. Oh. Because you did a beach race there. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I still, I still think it comes down to whether they get the government funding or not. Right. I mean, that's how they pull off the Australia, the, you know, those races in Australia, yep. mm-hmm. that everyone gets paid so much. Right. Uh, w- without that, if you're just relying on putting butts in seats for that amount of money, I don't see that penciling out. Hmm. Do you see Monster or Red Bull 
get involved? I think there's a chance. Um, I think there's a chance for a lot of sponsors to get involved, but at the same time, no one really knows exactly how this is all going to go either, right? There's, there's no hard schedule yet. No one has hard details yet. So is there interest? I'm sure. But at the same time, what are the asks? Like how expensive is this going to be? Where are you going to be racing? Who's, who's actually going to be racing is one of the, you know, one of the most important questions. So it's hard for any prospective sponsor to, to say yes or no, we're interested or not, until you can tell us exactly what you're, you're sponsoring. All right. I guess we'll get to know all this after your pod, right? Well, I, I mean, I don't think they'll drop a schedule they or anything. They, but, yeah. they but I'm just saying, like, all those thoughts that we have about yeah. riders and yeah. things like that. Yeah, right? I mean, I, you but there's know. There's no way they have answers, though. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think so either. And I think, but they're coming in hot, you know, yeah. say, making some, some claims. So. Hey, listen, man, like I said, I'm all for more riders getting paid and more teams going racing and more races for me to cover. And I like watching more racing. It's more right. racing for people to watch on right. TV. What's your initial thoughts on MXGP so far this year, Kiefer? Well, real quick, I was just going to talk to JT about that. I think okay. Vial is shit in the bed in MX2. Well, I got lucky. He's not seriously hurt. Correct. Yes. I was thought coming into this, and we sketch, all did this. Sketch award. Sketch award. Yeah, yeah. We all did this. We talked about GPs coming in, and I read what JT put, and I said the same thing. It was just, this is Vial's title to screw yeah. up, and he's screwing it up. Yeah. Like, and uh, So I'm surprised yeah. about that. I'm not surprised so much um, what you were saying about some of these other guys in MXGP. Obviously, Geyser's winning. We understand that. I do like the way if Sewer was a little bit – he wasn't as good – in Man- Mantova just because of the crashes, but, like, his speed's really good. I think he's the second-place guy. Yeah. Um, dis- I think Prado. It's hot and cold, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm you disappointed. Think, you think Sewer's better than Prado? Overall, no. But what I've seen the last two races, even though Prado has won, I just I would think Sewer would be more consistent. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take Prado in that scenario, I guess. Uh, Koldenhoff's been really bad. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, he he got third in a moto uh, for round one, but man, yeah, no, he's struggling. He's been struggling. He struggled last year. He didn't have a great year last year. No, so. and he is really highly paid. Really? Hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about Ferrado? It's been great. He's been amazing. What do what do the top four fifty guys get paid over there versus over here? Well, Hurlings yeah. is on Tomac level. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't know the other the other guys are probably yeah. Geiser's uh, Geiser's. Paid really well too. Yeah. Um, About Prado. The other guy, I, I think Holdenhoff got one of the highest deals. Not not on Hurling's level, not on Geister's level, but he got a lot of money. He got paid to win and be in the World Championship battle. Fever got paid really well in this new deal because he had a ton of leverage to stay at Kawasaki. So it, it's coming up. You know, those guys are getting close to that seven-figure range. Some of them are over it, but a lot of the other guys are getting up in the three fours and fives and then some of the other guys are getting close to a million so they're significantly okay. more than they used to be that's for sure i remember when i was going to some of the gps like 2010 2012 caroli was the highest he was like 350 which at the time the highest in america was probably 900 million you know so it yeah, wasn't anywhere I, I know close. when i know when i went uh to his house in 14 2014 he was making around a million Wow. So I haven't talked about Renault. Like that's surprising. Yeah, that's for me. been a big surprise. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. People, a lot of people were like, "Dude, why are you moving up? Just stay down. You won the championship." And he stay looks down. really good I on I the bike. One of, I was yeah. one of those. Yeah. yeah, he looks he looks good. Blue Crew, bro. That's what happens. You know, I think I think one of the dynamics for these guys making more money is 
they all realize, hey, if we don't start paying these guys, they're just going to continue to leave. And, and there's more races. You get paid for more work, right? right? You, they keep adding races. At one point, it was 12, 14 a year, 20 now, I think. You know, so you're yeah, adding the goal, the goal is twenty. Right, you're adding more races. Yeah. You get paid more money. So, uh, all right, JT, thanks for uh, calling in. Anything else? Nah, we'll, uh, right. we'll see you in Detroit. Best race of the year. Ah, oh, it's a fantastic. It's a crown jewel of the series. I I didn't go to Daytona. Save myself for Detroit. As one of your uh, your your fellow listeners said, it's the New York City of the Rust Belt. <laughs> it is. It really is. All right. Thanks, JT. All right. See uh, you guys. Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Uh, please check it out. Um, I had fun this weekend, though. Yeah, you did. Right. Uh, Maxima USA. I uh, love the guys at Maxima. 927, the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. SC1's fantastic. We got some contact cleaner on the desk here. Who was uh, it that was spraying it? Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, was it you? Setting, no, I think it was yeah. Paul. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Got SC1. Suspension clean as well. I uh, love the guys at Maxima, and uh, they make really good product. Pulp 20 is the code to save. MaximaUSA.com. Monster Energy Pro Circuit and Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Uh, they use the four-stroke engine oil. It's got the entirely new peak system in there, unique and exclusive to Maxima. So whatever it is, grease, MPPL, contact cleaner, SC1, suspension clean, Mountain bike chain loop, use it all the time. Oil. They got the good two-stroke Two-stroke oil. Yeah. Maxima USA. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. Pro filter as well. Uh, Pulp 20 at checkout. My, my bike right now probably has a dirty air filter. Need to clean it. <laughs> really? Yeah. From no, what? you're not going to clean it. You're just is it fucking dirty it inside your garage or something? Nah, you know. Wait, weren't what? you, you going to go ride the other day? Dude, it's a struggle, bro. It is I, literally a fucking, struggle. Uh, What'd you do? Did you leave him on red or did you just fully ghost him? No. It, hey, I think I'm going to ride with you Wednesday. Okay, yep, cool. Yep. Tuesday night. You coming? Nah. You want to go to State Fair tomorrow? Dude. Uh, go ride? Let's go ride. No. Where are you going? You think, I, so, you think I'm bad being at home? This dude is as bad as me bleaching? when it comes to riding a dirt bike. So, update on my riding. Yeah. The folks at Western Raceway. Okay. They had a race last weekend. Yeah, I know. The they did. Yeah. Uh, I've been told that I can have track prep in the afternoons for me. Okay. I think this is the this opening. Can we have a ride day? Can we have a ride day to unlock me riding? That track was fun. Can we have a ride? It is fun. Yeah. Remember when Kiefer couldn't stay, couldn't beat me by certain seconds, and then couldn't come close to you? Remember that? that. I got pretty fucking sketchy that day. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Wide open. Well, hey, hey, wide open. Just the clutch, dude. (laughs) Use it as a tool. Oh yeah, I was using it as a tool. (laughs) I had my tool out there. You getting used? (laughs) Pro Filter Pulp Twenty at checkout. Thank you to Pro Filter Dirt Bikes, Street Bikes, Side by Sides, everything in between. They sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide, Motorsport.com as well. Pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter. For your next service, ProFilter.com. Thank you to those guys as well. Uh, Also, uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing. Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Change, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, you, know run, you know who's running Atlas? Chiz. Still Carnow. gets to run it? Will he, will he still get to run it? Sure, why not? Okay. Carnow. Carnow. Atlas Brace. On a 450 now. Yeah. He said on his Instagram that uh, Daytona was not one of his favorite places. Daytona socks, man. Uh, the Atlas Neck Brace, atlasbrace.com. They got the new Vision Brace. I got it on the table here. Guts Racing. You heard uh, you heard uh, Chiz talk about Guts Racing. Um, thanks to those guys as well. 
FMF, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, great company, great. Uh, you, you use anything W lately? John, uh, yeah, I just got Aiden some Han wheels and uh, oh Han, yeah, okay. oh nice. So Aiden's running those. I on feel his like bike. W is promoting Han a little harder lately. Yeah, that's just another option for the guys instead right. of you know using another wheel. So ride engineering, intense cycle suspension, direct manscape, Wisco piston, all on board uh, with us. And uh, let's see, I get to, let's get to the phones. Uh, this this gentleman's been on hold for a little bit here. Let's get to the phones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit, that's David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. What's up, Jamie? Keeper, yep. why why is the coffin in studio? What's up with that? It's gonna stay here for a little bit. It's gonna uh yeah, it's gonna I, I, stay I, uh, here. It's gonna it looks good on the desk. It's I'm gonna not, stay here for a little bit. I'm not really on board with this, but uh I've been told this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, what happened to I'm keeping it forever? It, no, okay I, with it. I'm keeping it, but you know, being at here at the studio, it sure needs to be here for a little bit. Look at that. That's yeah. a piece of can you can you like put it closer? Anyway, put it back back by JS 7s helmet. Oh, okay, you like that? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. You wrap your arms around it. You know. Hey. Well. Hey, what type of shampoo did you use before you cut this gay. off? Because it's it's got a lot of volume. Yeah, it's still bouncy. Yeah, it's nice and... That's just genetics, man. It's, it's genetics. It's is nice it, hair. Is it going to... Seriously, so like when you die... <laughs> it gets sealed in there. And it's you're in alive. a coffin, and you're in a coffin like yeah. that. What's going to happen to the hair? How long does pony hair last? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. That's like, a good does question. Does it turn gray? What happens? It dissolves, right? I don't know. I mean, obviously, when you see in the movies, when they open up a coffin, it's just a skull. The hair is gone. Not so, always. Depends on the movie, right? I, yeah, I mean, maybe... Fuck, I don't know the answer to that. Like, after a certain amount of time, do you have to, like, wash it and prep it? Like, have Steve up here, like, I am not it? touching that. I am not <laughs> touching that thing. There's no way. What if it keeps growing? Yeah. Uh, dude, it's growing out. It's right here. It's got some Maybe some it hairs. is. Maybe it's got yeah. some miracle grow in there. We don't know what's it's going so on. It's so creepy. Yeah, it's, it's so creepy. So, anyways, so badass. we're going to keep it here for a little bit, and then Kiefer's going to take it right home. And, and yeah. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Holly drops. Or you can't get that out of the holly drops. No, yeah, they're they're good. Darkside, uh, are you ready to just freaking be a part of the two-stroke gang and just rev the shit out of that thing or what? I am, man. I can't wait to get this thing. Uh, Keith and I, well, you were in the car. We talked a little bit ago. So, uh, are you, yeah, I'm uh, I'm ready to ride it. Are you hard on a clutch, Darkside? No. No, dude. Oh. You haven't heard my story about my 06 Honda? Oh, I'm just Ten saying, you could, clutch, clutch. you could use Ten it as a tool. You could use it as a tool. Ten years on a clutch. Could you imagine that on you? Your bike would yeah, not even get out the, don't use oh, fuck no. the pits. Are you kidding me? Ten years. Yeah, if I don't touch the bike for ten years, it'll last for ten <laughs> years. Just don't use it, man. When you when you ride slow and smooth and you know just perfect like I do, shit. Hey, uh, my Go dad's the Google, same. Google has worked the Google. Google says if the hair is kept dry, it could last forever. Huh. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're you live in a dry environment. You're in well, and also Vegas. you know what? Previously, when Darkside cut his hair. He would donate it, right, for mm -hmm. wigs, and yeah, those last, right? Yeah, so. yeah, good point, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Hair's fucking weird. Look at the the length and the girth <laughs> on that thing. Oh, yeah. What uh, What else, hey, Darkside? Yeah. 
Uh, explain the you keep saying two hours to check a bag. I know this is old news now, but how, who the how the fuck does it take two hours? Because well, you have a, to get to a, the flight the, an hour before it departs for the, one to the check bag, the bag. I in. do that anyway. I do that anyway because you never know what TSA uh, is going to be. Okay, well, see, I have pre-check and I roll yeah. up oh, thirty yeah. minutes before the takeoff, mm-hmm. thirty minutes before um, my uh, plane takes off, and I roll through pre-check yeah. or clear or whatever, and the bag has to be on there an hour before. So now you're leaving. That's 30 minutes. Now you're leaving for the airport. 20 minutes, 30 minute drive. Now you're waiting for the bag to come out of the carousel. And that could take fucking forever. That could take forever. Especially Dallas. It's an hour each way. It's two hours on a total trip. I, I guess I've never ran other than the only issue I've ever had flying was the Minneapolis ordeal. But like usually by the time I get off the plane and do the carousel, my bag's there. So I've never waited more than about 15 minutes. But well, all right, I mean, yeah, this is riveting. I'm not saying I, I don't disagree with you. Like I, I, you guys guilted me into getting a layover bag. So he's probably sitting. If if that's the case, he's sitting in 35B. Yeah. That, if that's yeah, the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Southwest man, you know, first come, first serve. Well, just right. have your chick, uh, you know, get you 24 hours ahead of time. You're good. Yeah. Oh my Check god! You know what you could do is your chick could drive to the airport and pick the bag up for you from the carousel, mm-hmm. and just be there waiting for you. You know, that's back true love. Home. That's true love, right? Yeah, like you could get off the plane, the get off the plane, get your car, go home. Your Heather could be waiting for the bags, yep. and she'll grab it and go home. Right, and so you won't be waiting at that's all. That's next level. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> next level. Uh, I mean, honestly, I kind of res- I respect it. I, I was thinking about the the text LA, I sent you boy. and like why I sent it. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah. He's a uh, hater. You guys are all pussies. All right. What what else, Jamie? Wrap up this week, uh, a couple of privateers, RJ Wageman. All right. Oh, is he okay? Is, how's Murphy? he doing? Did you hear he got hurt? I didn't see it, but I seen like his Instagram where he was all loopy. Yeah, he got yeah. broke yeah. his wrist. Yeah, bummer. Oh, broke his wrist, yeah. Seems to be good. He hit me up like maybe Friday and said, Hey, me and Ben Murphy, which Ben Murphy's the privateer that I think he won fantasy last year. They both want to do it, so that's who's going to be on the show this week. Wow, okay. Nice, okay. Check out, check out Jamie. Yep. Yeah. And then I deep. think Jason from Grill Your Ass Off, he hit me up. He's going to come on next week, I believe. So, yeah. Mm. Some new, new guests coming on. Yeah, a bunch sh- of people reached out. Actually, show's taken off. Show's taken off ever since he's got taken his haircut. Off. I know, right? Oh, yeah. It's been professional. Crazy. It's been It's been good. So. Um, hey, I want to give a shout-out. You sent me an email, Steve. Oh, forwarded boy. me one. Uh, Jeff Kinney. Oh, boy. From National Power uh, Power Sports, if only if only, uh, if only Jamie had a podcast that he could give shout outs to, <laughs> you know, like if, if only out, man. you know, shout out, shout out, shout out to hey, we uh, on a, we on TRL back at <laughs> <in> MTV. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. this guy helped was offering to help transport the bike from Cali to Texas for free, man. So it's you know. Doesn't matter. You're hey, never that, getting a bike, I guess. That's yeah, Pulp Nation, it, yeah. though, man. That's Pulp Nation. One of the, one of the Pulp listeners. I uh, I bought a, I actually bought a van in uh, Indy, yeah. Indianapolis last year. One right. of the Pulp listeners right. uh, drove it back to California for me. Yeah. See. Yeah. Swap Moto guys do that. No, no. Swap Moto. Yeah, we got some Swap Moto. We got some oh, Swap okay. Moto love there too. Okay, hey? yeah. Right. yeah. Just checking. No, oh, yeah, we're good. Uh, all right. Shout out to the truck guy. That's cool. Yeah, man, well, it's cool. I appreciate being <laughs> Thanks, truck guy. Any, anybody else you want to shout out to? <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Burmlords? Yeah, tonight, man. I mean, I'm yeah, the Lord. Burmlords. 
hey, hey, Black Sock Mafia. This. Black Sock Mafia. Berm Lords have a decal that you could put on your muffler. I seen it oh, on I saw that. Scotty Winterstrom's bike. Yeah, I on your it. muffler. On your fucking muffler, dude. Like on the you, back. Yeah, on the, big. Yeah. Like you know how the Kawasaki has a big bazooka. Yeah. You can actually blend it into your side panel. You blend it into your side oh, panel. Yeah. Just freaking yeah. Berm Lord blend. Okay, the Berm Lord blend. The Berm Lord blend. The Lord of the Yeah, that's what they're doing over there. What, uh, Jamie, how Always. is Black Sock Mafia? Living strong, man. You got to watch your back. Living strong. Got to watch your back, Ozzy's Boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's, all, that's all good, Jamie. Thanks. Um, anything else? What, what? No, man. What's your, ta- what's, your take, what's your take on the, on the Mookie Anderson thing? Well, yeah, Mookie got a little overexcited because I uh, don't think it was Jason's fault, and I think those guys got to be smarter, man. They got to be. Jason's in a championship hunt, and Mookie could have easily gotten his first win. So not not the smartest moves on those two parts. Right, I think I agree. Yeah, not. Uh, yeah, I was I was really pulling for Jason actually to maybe win Daytona. He was my pick, so Mookie kind of fucked that up for me. Did you get eight in the main this week? I did. I did. I was a little worried. I had March Banks. How many people um, had Munoz? I was pumping him up on the fantasy pod. Yeah, I heard. And yeah. then yeah. he gets the whole shot for the LCQ, and I see him go over the triple. I think he does a fucking fist pump. Really? Yeah. Hardy's <laughs> <laughs> good at Daytona. I seen something. Ago. He might have done it. I don't know. Yeah, Hardy's good but, in, in Daytona. He yeah. feels at home. Yeah. How many hole shots did he get last year during all that? Remember the three carnage? three in a row? Oh, oh yeah. Fucking right, hell. The red flags. Yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, the wrap-up show, thanks to Seal Savers and Michelin Bicycle Tires and, of course, the uh, Guts Racing guys and Motorsport.com. So, yeah. That's it, man. It's going to be a good one this week. So uh, it's growing. Let's keep it going. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Got to pay for that new truck. Oh, yeah. Jamie got a new truck. I know. I saw that. <laughs> his life's, his life's Toyota. Better. Yeah. His life's, life's incredible. Shout out. Hey, shout out to Chevrolet, right? Shout out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out. All-American Chevrolet of Clean. There you go. Keep shout it out. Shout out. 350 <laughs> people had Munoz in fantasy. Shout out to them. All right. Yeah. Wow, that's more than I thought. Yeah. Shout out to Jilly. Shout out to Jilly. Shout out to Jilly. Yeah, you, you guys see what Jilly sent me today? No. <laughs> a fucking mannequin head with a haircut, in like no no box, just open. It, like it just showed up on the doorstep. Some fucking freaky mannequin head. Really? What cool. the fuck? That's pretty cool. What about anal bleaching? Oh, was she? Are they there in Texas or something? No, where they were, but she sent it from home. She sent me some hair care products and the fucking mannequin head. Oh, Jilly's so nice. I showed up on Amber's door. Amber was like, what the fuck is this? Jilly can cut hair. Yeah, she did. Because I seen Darkseid in Dallas, like, for the first time, like, in person, I think, Mm -hmm. after he got his hair cut. (laughs) I might have been high on drugs because I just came from the hospital. But he he fucking, he looks looks like he could fuck. Do you think if you would have had him in Toronto that night? He's not a fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he wouldn't have been like, hey, he would have no. jumped in yeah, there. Yeah, he'd, he'd have hopped in there. Right. Yeah. So you know how to You're style it? So you know how to style it now, Dark Side? Do you get that? Dark Side yeah. hit the back door. Butt plug? Hey, fucking both throttles. Fucking, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Dual throttles. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dark Side. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, see you guys. All right, see, see ya. That's, uh, that's Jamie. Um, 8 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Are you running rental or are you on the pro taper bandwagon? I'm PT. You're PT right now? Yeah. Okay. Does Paul know that? Yes. 
fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal, Renthal.com. They got more titles than all the other brands combined. Thanks to the hard work and dedication and detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning, way back in 1969. Uh, Red Bull KTM, uh, factory Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki. Using Renthal, Honda's never used another bar since 1986. Use Renthal the whole time. Renthal.com. Real cool website. Uh, please check it out. They got a, uh, sprockets and chains and bars. And they're coming up with the cloth bar pads. Old school. So stay tuned for that. Parabinos was in here last week talking about that. So Renthal.com. Uh, we got some, uh, some phone calls. Kyle, what's up, man? Hi, Kyle. Hey. Sorry, I didn't know you were talking to me. Yeah. How's it going? Good. Sorry, I... I Anyway, I was checking with you guys. Um, I've heard you speak about it, and I apologize if I've missed this along the way. Are you guys planning on doing a press day whenever they do a press day for the Stark Barge? Yeah, Kiefer is going to Spain to do the Stark thing. I'm on the fence. I'm not quite sure yet. Um, it is in uh, May, end of May. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to bring Heather? Yes. You are? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Kiefer, you will be there, and you're going you're gonna to be a great tester for the Stark because, A, you have so much time on the Alta and help those guys out, and now yep. you're going to jump on the Stark. Yeah, I was really involved really early with Alta, so yeah. there's a lot of things I know about the battery technology and just the chassis. And I'm just I don't know much about this right. this new bike, so I kind of like it like that, and I want to learn all a lot about it when I'm there, and then uh, ride it. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you think of it. That's yeah. for sure. Never mind. Like if I go, who cares? Whatever. I'm just going to ride it. Like you know, yeah. you and electric bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What's Fucking mustache is itching, dude. Like, Shave that shit. I know. You told me on the way All up right. here. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, man. Well, real quick. Oh. I was just wanting to check, Kiefer. Um, yeah. Can you give us a, a super unfiltered review? Because I know with the Alta, I never heard anything about the motors heating up or any of the problems with it. It seemed like it was really talked up a lot. I think Kiefer, so, Kiefer was... Uh, I was pretty open with it on the show. Um For me, the bike is great, but what they wanted to do, and Alta was a big on the racing aspect of it, and they were going after, you know, combustion engines. They wanted to compete with them. Uh, The the engine heat itself, or the battery heat, I should say, uh, just couldn't handle the loads of motocross tracks, especially with hills and deep dirt. So I would get basically 16, 17 minutes out of a full charge when the track was really deeply tilled, um, if I'm on max power on, which was map four. Uh, so the battery life just wasn't there for what they wanted to do. I feel like, and I told them a long time ago, you guys are marketing the wrong area. Um, to me, this didn't need to be a racing electric motorcycle, uh, until the battery, I guess, technology caught up with that. Uh, I've been out from my house, me and my boy riding, and we've gone on hour and a half to two hour trail rides on the Alta, but that is also, uh, we're cruising around, we're on map two, we're on map three, we're on low speed. So battery life gets sucked up really, really bad on how much throttle you use and how deep the terrain is. Tortelli was on here this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, he's employed by the Stark guys, but he said he can get 30 minutes at his speed on a Stark. This is what I'm interested in. Right. Because I know what battery technology, at least then, what was out there. And, of course, it changes. Yeah. I'm just curious on what battery they're using, how they're doing it, and how they're dissipating the heat. Yep. Because that's what's killing the batteries. Uh, I'm right. very curious. I'm very curious, you know, from your standpoint, whenever you get to test it, 
is this going to be like a legit crossover bike for, you know, the weekend warrior who goes to the track and is doing four motos or whatever? Yeah. So well, stay I tuned. look forward to your input on this. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. you Thank you. Uh, Cameron's on, too. What's up, Cameron? Cameron. Cam? I'm here. Cam. I'm here, I'm here guys. First off, I just wanted to give a shout-out to A-Ray. Hell, yeah. I bought some, I bought some sketchy merch. And you threw in one of your jerseys in there. It was Fucking actually hey, pretty funny. Wow. It was pretty funny because when I got it, it was all ripped up. And you, it looked like it got cut off you. And you actually signed it. And you said, got a little too sketchy. So. Nice. Fuck okay, I probably right. did, hell. Nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for the support. I uh, really appreciate it. Hope you like it. Yeah. Steve, yeah, yeah. I was curious if you uh, saw Blair's breakdown from Daytona. Around the 14-minute mark, he had Stanky on, and Stanky, to quote, says, he loves you. You're a great guy. Thank you, Pulp MX. I was just wondering sure, your thoughts on uh, I'm sure he was high as fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I didn't hear that. Uh, my phone works, though, and I didn't check it, and I got no calls from Stank Dog, So he, he's, he's coming for the Pulp money, he says. So mm, Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I don't think he'll. Nah, it, don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna make that one. Uh, <laughs> hey, all right, thanks, one, Cam. Oh, go ahead. One, one, one other point. Everybody's talking about the the Mookie pass and says, "Hey, they're good with the Mookie penalty." But what about the Anderson penalty? Because it, it really looked like he had to get bumped off there, or Malcolm was going to take him out, and he didn't gain a position, in my opinion. So I was curious, you guys thought on that. The penalty for riding alongside the track? Yeah. Um, well, it, I think it was just like, it looked to me like he was going to get passed, and then he pinned it and didn't get passed. So maybe they were thinking that was what was going to happen. Um, yeah, but but if you look at the next turn, you know, he had to go outside and he never fully made a pass. You know, they were alongside the whole time. So I, I think, guess I just don't well, agree. And I I don't think, agree well, no, Jason has a history, right? He, he got docked uh, another time before going around the whoops wide open was that this year or last year last, last year. year last, last year, year so yeah. i think there's a history there where they're like hey man stop doing that you know yeah i think and i'm sure they have they a lot have. of different camera angles yeah you can't really get away with much in and honestly nowadays. maybe it was not the incident that was on tv maybe exactly. it was something else yeah. we don't even know the right? worst thing so. is you accelerate if yeah. you're accelerating off of the track and there's fucking dust going everywhere yeah. it's probably not right. a good look right yeah. mookie was doing fast yeah he was yeah. he had a straightaway Whoa. yeah uh thanks for the call man appreciate it thank you Thanks, guys. Thanks. Ryan's on three. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Uh, quick question, just as far as guys switching between teams, how much do does the outgoing team know about the rider uh, testing with the the incoming team? Is it just like, oh, he doesn't have anything going on Wednesday, so he lets the other team know, like, hey, I can test Wednesday. Just how much – communication or how much do they know about the activity with the well, new team it depends on the team is right like Chiz was kind of a privateer guy obviously the rock river guys were taking him around but he was kind of running his own program so i think he wouldn't have to really let them know you know what he was going to do he could just do whatever but then uh who was the guy that flew oh jacob hayes flew out from arena cross team to star track was in California getting ready to jump on a star bike, and his team found oh, out yeah. and was like, do no. not get on that bike. Right, yeah. yeah so like, it might have been Hayes. It was Hayes, I yeah. think. Yeah. So, like, there's an example of somebody who didn't let their team know. The team found out through the grapevine and then, you know, said, do not get on that bike. So, 
Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I think it depends on your team, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I know some people personally who've who've flown out to California and rode other bikes from like from teams and stuff. Yeah, I mean that kind of stuff happens it all happens the time. Like right. For like a like I say a tryout, right? Like one day they'll prep a Supercross track in the middle of fucking summer. Right, right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know when I was at Yamaha, uh, we uh, we sent the bike to Millsaps when he was still under contract from Suzuki. Yeah, because you know he's trying his contract was up and you know but he was you know, we sent it. We sent it to Florida with someone. Though. Yeah. Okay. Did you it. get it back? Yeah. I think so. So, uh, all right. Thanks for the call, Ryan. Hey, quick, wait, quick question. Yep. Uh, I think it was his communication, but been chilling out here for two and a half hours at this point and heard that y'all were giving away a whole shot device tonight. Is two and a half hours worth that? Uh, I just got a brand new bike and need one. What kind of bike? Uh, I got, I found a zero hour 2020 KTM 252 stroke. Hmm. And technically, he's been on hold for 224, not two and a half hours. Mm, can't lie to us. Don't lie to us about it. I, That'll fucking get you, dude. Hey, you got to read the fine print. That bitch will catch you. I'd give it to him. Hey, Ray? What did he say? I said yes. Even though he's riding a two-stroke, but it's all right. Fuck, I'm a two-stroke guy. I know. Marks? Congratulations, Fred. I will say this. I pulled uh, I need a... I need one for my two-stroke, too. Uh, six whole shots with the Works Connection Pro launch device this oh, weekend. Oh, okay, goddamn. Mm-hmm. All, right, uh, all right, Ryan. Um, begging gets gets you the Works uh, Connection Pro launch start device, but I'm warning to others. Don't do it. Don't do it. But this time, because Ryan was on hold for two hours and 24 minutes. You want to know some dumb shit? What? I have a code for women for FXR on my show for to save money, and it's uh-huh. better. It's a better code than I can for the dudes. Okay. I'll have guys hit me up in my email and say, hey, pretending to be women. Hey, I ride. I'm, I'm Nicole, and I ride dirt bikes. I'd love to get the code from you. Oh, fuck. And then I find out that it's just these dudes trying oh, to get better okay. codes. Oh, goddamn. Right. All right. Well, Sketchy uh, that's a great story. Uh, Ryan, you going to stay on hold? Okay. We'll get you uh, information, and Works Connection will send you a pro-launch start device. All right, man? Awesome. Thank you, man. Okay. Thanks, Dan Holt. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right. Let's do it. Shall we? X brand goggle oh, okay. tear offs. It's been time. We got to do this. X brand goggle tear offs. It's the X brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire. fire. Uh, X brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. A Ray never had any problems making main events with his X brand goggles. He switched to another company. Wait, hold on. What? He has not been the same guy. When he was wearing X brand, he dominated. The sport. Was the X-Brand with Blue Crew? Yes. Oh. EKSBrand.com. Oh. Pulp Show 22 is the code to say with X-Brand. Chiz, X-Brand, Freddie Norn. Poor Freddie. I was a factory rider with X-Brand. Freddie, yeah. Freddie's goggles was probably full of blood from his hand when his hand blew apart. Uh, X-Brand goggles. Ryan Brees, also X-Brand guy as well. So uh, <laughs> This motherfucker, too. I forget, we're at a vet race. At a Glen Helen. Yeah. And we're in the same race. There was a corridor in the middle of the track. Like, there was an inside line, a split lane. I passed this dude down the straight at Glen Helen. He said, nah, 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 jumps over the split lane to pass me back. Like, literally went over the <laughs> with a berm. This is what this guy does. Yep. Yeah. He's sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, these questions are submitted. Wide bike. <laughs> these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you, are you familiar with him? Ah, uh, fuck. He might have mechanic for me. 
one one time. I yeah. don't know. Okay. All right. Next 30 seconds on the clock. Let's do this, Marks. Steve, Chiz is a bit of a surprise fill-in pick. So who did you think Star would put on the bike? Honestly, didn't think they'd put anybody on because I think Kitchen was coming back soon, but maybe not. Maybe Kitchen's out longer than I thought. Um, so, um, yeah, Chiz makes really nah. good sense. Uh, Kitchen had that tibial plateau fracture. That takes a bit. I had that done. He had a kneecap, I thought. You told me kneecap. His kneecap's cracked, I think, or oh, something like shit. that. Oh, shit. I might be getting that mixed up with someone. Yeah. <laughs> something with a knee. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't think – Chiz makes a lot of sense, though, but if you weren't doing Chiz uh, looking at the results, I, I guess you could pick – You don't uh, have any of those guys who are individual yeah. guys. Yeah, like like my race that grant's coming up, so stay tuned for that, but I'll get to that as part of this thing. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ray. Any chance you would jump on a 250F like Filthy Phil or Chiz? Uh, yes. Uh, my dad wants me to do it bad before There's I'm no done. no money. Before I'm done racing. It's not even about that. Okay. It's not. It's just about maybe like racing and, and just, I don't know, just to try it. Okay. Yeah. Are we at, good, are we at a good weight? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, not right now, but yeah. I mean, if I could, I could cut some more weight. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiefer. Have you seen a correlation to A-Ray's race results and his home life? Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Look, Interesting. This is a Chris unique also. unique case because A-Ray goes A-Ray, right? So you really can't judge the home life theory yet with A-Ray because in January, first A-1, hold on, let me finish. A one, he didn't have his current lady. She was there with him. Nope, no. they weren't together. She, but she was but there. She was there, but they weren't together. You actually got to be together, dude, and have a, a, some substantial time to have the home life. Home life doesn't happen. You say, "I got a chick." You got to soak inside her. So, do you even understand what home life is? That's the problem. You got to. Everything has to be good. Okay, Rhino. I'm just soaking telling you. poke. Mm. So okay, so you're but you're saying this is not no correlation. No correlation. No. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Steve, the Daytona fans were out in full force. Does this sway your opinion on keeping Daytona on the schedule? You seem to be the only person anti-Daytona. No, yeah. It looked like a good crowd. I've heard it was a good crowd. That's awesome. That race should go. It sucks. It's fucking so hard to get credentials there. It's, like, it's it's hard for everything. It's expensive. It's hard. It, it, it's got shadows. It's got no passing. It, it's it's a shell of what it used to be. I don't know how many years. I was there in the day. I haven't made the main. I was there 97 first time. Would it be better in the day? Third, it was, yeah. yeah. Way better. Not many crowd. Not as many crowd, though. Or it's not as much crowd because it's hot, right? But hmm. So, yeah. When when we went to the nighttime, which is 04, mm-hmm. 05, immediately jump in a crowd. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Eric, what's your best side hustle? Uh, my best side hustle would probably be my merch right now. It's great. AlexRay.co. Please go get some fucking merch because I got medical <laughs> bills. Like, I got the ass <laughs> from getting way too fucking sketchy. <laughs> AlexRay.co. AlexRay.co. Kiefer, if Aiden continues getting faster, would you consider homeschooling him? Uh, oh, why don't you tell us all? Mm. Yeah, so after COVID, uh, well, kids were on remote learning during COVID. Uh, he was doing really good with that. Uh, school came back, and Heather decided, I'm going to say Heather, 
that he was better off on this remote learning. So we kept him on that through a program, like a charter program. So he right now he is on a, still a remote learning program, which he's been getting all A's. And it teaches him uh, responsibility. He has to do the work. He has to pass. And if he doesn't, he gets kicked out. And then he gets no dirt bike. So Fuck. Uh, it's working. Do I think it's it's what I want for him? No. I would rather him be in public school because I think kids learn a lot through public school. But as of right now, that's what he's doing. She checks you in. So. I'm just going to keep oh, it moving. Yeah. Okay. Steve, what do you see A-Ray doing once he retires? Are we going to talk about okay. that? He's not going to retire. It's he's not gonna, 30 seconds. He's going to quit. No. He's going to step away? Yeah, you're going to quit. No, that was that was a dark time in my life. What are you talking about? That was like uh, two you're weeks not, ago. You're not getting what Steve's saying no. for this. So when you retire, right. when someone retires, they oh. never work again. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to work. Yeah, no, I'm going to so quit. So you are going to quit the sport oh, yeah. and get a job. Yeah, now, Steve Mathis. Now, having said that, A-Ray is a super popular guy. A lot of people like him for obvious reasons, uh, um, and he will have no problems getting a job in the industry, uh, doing almost whatever he wants, uh, whether you want to go to the races or whether you want to uh, you know, stay in Cali. Or, I don't imagine, you kind of have to stay in Cali. I, don't think, yeah. I can't see you moving anywhere and being, you know, getting a job. But, yeah, A-Ray's, A-Ray's fine. He'll get a, a good job in the industry doing something. Fuck my ass. What about a guy like Travis? Was he a quit or was he retired? Uh, well, I need to see his bank statements to be sure. Like, but, what if you're just too fucking bored and you just want to you want to do something? But see, see Travis, it grinds. I mean, that's yeah, a full time oh, yeah, job. Yeah. So he's a very rare person. Like Davy Millsaps coaches you guys. He doesn't need to. But he's he retired. Does. He's re- but he's retired. But he wants to keep busy. Tim Timmy Ferry retired, but wants to keep busy. So I think Travis fits in that. Well, but he, I don't know because he's forty hours a week. But I think that's what he chose to do, and, yeah. and I know how much money he's made. Right. And in my world, that could be enough to retire. Right. But maybe not yeah. for him. Yeah, he, he is a very uh, special guy because if he does have enough money to retire and he's still grinding it out like that, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. Hey, Ray, have you ever gotten a blowjob before a race? Uh, we talked I about this. I get a blowjob uh, before the main event. No, but I, I, I right. did have some sexual relations in the pits while the main event was going on. I don't know. Have I gotten a fucking blowjob? No. If you can't remember, then you didn't get it. Kiefer, last one. Um, Holly has seen some shit. Who was your wingman back when you were going into private party rooms? Yeah. Oh, nice one. The Reno rooms. And what are we talking about with those Reno rooms? Like, you kind of didn't get into it. Like, Uh, So there was hired help. Oh. There. Fuck yeah. Uh, a A few of them. Nice. Um, lots of alcohol mm. um, and other women that weren't hired that just were down. Yeah, but it was um, uh, like a lounge or something at the track. No, it was uh, it was like an upstairs thing at the arena sometimes. Oh, okay, like in a room. Okay, and it was just like a get together and like a turned out to be bigger. Right, and then as as the years rolled on, people knew about that yeah. and it would happen again right. and again oh, and again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, goddamn. Um, so my wingman. Uh, these guys, you know, just my friends back in the day. Uh, my buddy David Martinez, he always hung up Fireman Dave. He was, uh, he, was he was around back then. Yep. Yep. Um, he was my guy because everyone else had a chick, so it was basically me and him doing a lot of things. And uh, but honestly, I've been a always been in relationships. Like mm. rarely was I just single. Right. So, and I've been with Heather so damn long. I don't remember, dude. 
I've had one vagina for a long time. Three cocks. Three. You should clarify that because maybe the audience thinks that you've had three cocks. Not me. I'm just saying. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand, please check it out. Pulp Show 22 is a code to save with those guys. We've got the Key for After Dark coming up as well. Uh, Race Tech rant of the night. Uh, this goes back to the Chiz fill-in ride. Uh, Pulp 22 is a code to save with Race Tech. Racetech.com. The, do your motor work. To do your suspension work. Zombie blows. Running Race Tech. Solitary Yamaha. Race Tech. You've used Race Tech. You Honda Race has... Tech. Uh, our let's see sgb honda we have uh, the engine package from race tech for both the 250s and 450s and then we also have the gold valves in our suspension it's fantastic zombies and, running his own suspension yeah, company yeah, with right. race tech in stuff. arizona yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely pulp 22 is a code to save with race tech test uh great company great guys my race tech ran of the night it's like okay so star hires chiz mm-hmm. and then i get tweets and dms and instagram comments about why didn't they hire phil Mm-hmm. Or or Enzo or, or or Enzo, they have a team, like they get paid, they've signed a contract. You can look at Club MX and look at their top ten rider list and see that they're all wearing FXR and they all got the same bikes. They're on a team. That's like saying, why don't they just call Brandon Hartraft? Yeah, he's on a team. He's got a job now. Guys on teams have certainly made jumps before. And you could argue that Chiz is kind of on a team, but not really. Like, on a team like Club, you just can't leave no. for another ride. You can't. You've signed a contract. It's a good team. Good bikes, as we talked about earlier. It's not so simple to just throw out the name of your favorite rider and be like, why don't they fill in with that guy? Like, these people are just so ridiculous with this. I don't understand There's a why- lot of politics involved, I would say. Whenever we get an injured yeah. factory rider, they're just like, fill them in. Well, it, do you know how hard that is? You have a contract with a team and you're getting paid and everything and else. it was still probably even hard for Chiz because he has his FXR deal. He has yeah, his and he too. said he had to get on X-Brand. that. Yeah, yeah. He had, I mean, a guy like Chiz is doing his own thing. Yes, Rock River's taking his bike to the truck, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're to the races. But you got to – I want to play devil's advocate. Okay, stop it. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying not every single person knows as much as you. But you know they're on a team, don't you? It's kind of well, common sense. He says, if I'm just a casual fan, I'm Team Chiz. They don't fucking know the difference. He's on but, a team. But Club MX, it's a team. Like I understand it. Yeah, but you can't just leave a team for another team. I understand that. So they don't know that. Why don't they know that? Because what do they think? There's layers of people that don't know certain things. So you gotta. You're the guy that they come to for the information. So why are you complaining? about people coming to you for information. They're not coming for me. They're not saying, Mathis, why can't Phil ride for them? They're saying, why don't they hire Phil? Pick up Phil. That's what they're saying. They're not saying, Mathis, could Phil go over there? Question mark? Right. Dear dear Steve? They're not saying that. <laughs> they're saying, like, why why not Phil? Why not Enzo? Like, this is, like, they're, so if they're, it- they're mad about the choice of Chiz. Some of them. Some of them. They're mad about the choice of Chiz. Like, Choice of chiz. The choice of chiz everywhere. The, the choice, choice of chiz everywhere for everybody. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I understand. I, what you're I saying. completely agree. But I just I cut people a little bit more slack than you at times. But you don't have to deal with them. I deal with similar things you when it comes to my email. Deal with them. You open this Pandora's box of people. You've opened it. You, with your with you what I you have just, created. 
I try, literally. It's kind of common sense. We're coming up on show 500 of these. Okay? 2010. Yeah. It's 2022. I've been doing this goddamn show for 12 years. Yes. And my only goal in life is to try to educate these people. And I would think over 12 years, I've covered this a time or fucking two. Right? (laughs) About fill-in rides and teams. And yet here we are in 2022. Why not Phil? Why not Enzo? I feel like if someone are they listening? The are sport, they learning, Kiefer? I feel like if someone in the sport knows who Phil Nicoletti is, knows who Enzo Lopes is, they know enough about the sport. That's not right. who's asking the questions. That person is not asking Steve. Yeah, that they question. are. No, if they not. know. He said if they know who Phil is. That's what I'm saying. If they know who Phil, they know who Enzo Lopes is. That guy, even though they say the name, they don't. They're not deep enough in the sport to be like. I don't need to ask Steve that because I know the fucking answer. Well, every time you mention Phil Nicoletti, you have the results every and- time you mention Enzo Lopes, you introduce them as, yeah, Phil Nicoletti on the fucking Club of Max Yamaha. Like, uh, I just ha- Phil, how's your like, team? Phil, your bike looks really team? good. Uh, Th- they always talk about the team and how the bike is and everything. And, like, and the guys are riding the same gear? Any They're type the same of gear? common sense, they would know. They're wearing the same a gear? Bit. Look, it, I understand frustration. I get that. But you have to cut some people some slack at times, even though they're not as in the know as you. I will cut them slack if they send me a message to be like, hey, Steve. How they word it. Hey, Steve, uh, right. love your show. Hey, right. wondering why a guy like Phil can't step in for, for star racing. Oh. Would you really answer oh, the back? Like, Mr. Roger. Let, uh, Phil has a current deal that gets paid salary, and, you know, he's locked into his team. Yeah. But the guys are saying, why not Why not Phil? Chiz is a shitty choice. Why don't they pick Enzo? Like, that, that's literally what I've seen. Like, fuck Chiz. They should get Phil. You know, like, what? That's like saying, like, hey, I should get out of my job as a journalist and go fly the space shuttle. I, I would get that whenever you have your rants about, like, the team, like the bigger teams not picking someone like Enzo for the team who've had, like, years of good results instead of picking, like, an amateur coming up who they don't know. Well, that's, so they might yeah. they might get that a bit twisted, but that is like a decision that's made in the off season. Whatever. Right. My point on that is like Robbie Wageman, who's riding well. Now, granted, the West isn't that strong, but Robbie Wageman, he's fucked. Like Mitch Payton and Star Yamaha are never hiring Robbie Wageman. He can get fifths and sixths and sevenths all day long. They're never hiring him because they're like, fuck it, we got some fifteen year old that's coming up. That's what they're going to do, and we're going to pay him two hundred thousand dollars. That, mm-hmm. that that's another rant that I have. That doesn't equal to this rant. Yeah, but I feel like that's where they might be getting well, crossed they, over. But they, that's the only way. Like listen, that's the only way. I, I just I just well, I can't I can't do it. I'm not your personal fucking Google, <laughs> and I can't answer questions on why guys with teams have contracts or don't want to switch. I feel okay? for you because I do get emails about parts and things, and I'm like, do these people know anything? But I have to understand at some point. I've created what I've created to help people. You've created pulp to talk about the sport, to give people information. And whether we like it or not, people think that they know us personally because of the show and how they speak to you reflects that. Just sucks. They should sign Phil. Sometimes you say random shit, you know, and you blurt out shit, right? I'm just saying you're right, but I can see the other side of it. That's all I'm saying. The problem is, deep down, is how people fucking talk to other people. That's the fucking rant. 
Like, yeah, you may ask a dumb question, but your dumb question can get fucking answered if you know how to ask it. That's it. Oh, race that grant, Chris Kiefer. That's all you have to do is know how to speak, type, talk to fucking people. Like, I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll do a lot of shit for you if you just come at me fucking with the correct way. I just said that. If you came at me with a question, hey, Mathis, wondering why a guy like Phil can't fill in a star. Love the show. And I'll be like, oh, let me tell you why. He's got a contract. He's making money. You know, he can't not leave his team. I will answer that question. I, I get emails. No subject line. What's the best bar around? I got a YZ250F. Fuck it. I'm out. I'm not even answering your shit. I'm out. You go get fucked. <laughs> wow. Customer service. Go get fucked. I'm just saying, like, hi. What's up, Chris? I have this. I'll answer it. But if you don't know how to... Get your question answered. Go get fucked. <laughs> Go get fucked. Yeah. I, I don't know. GGF. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's rough out uh, there. It but is, it's not it the is. people that are just dumb. They just don't know how to speak and get the right. I thought for sure his race tech rant would be the uh, slower drivers in the in the fast lane. His rant. Driving here. Yeah. He doesn't oh. handle he doesn't handle traffic well. Yeah, he no, I could tell. He, he's not good at traffic. Tell. No. no I, I didn't say anything, but he fucking he runs up on him. He's yeah. like, "Don't fucking do it, dude." Yeah. They fucking, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Especially when I'm driving a lot. Uh, if I'm doing 80 and you're doing 65, get the fuck over. Yep. Well, get over. I'm with you. I'm, and there's I'm, no one for two fucking miles in front of you. The, the worst is the semi-truck drivers. You drive for a fucking living. You don't have to get anywhere fast. You're fine. And you're going to pull out up a hill. You're, gonna, you're going up a hill. You're and gonna they pull drag out. race the other diesel. And you're just going to pull up, up the hill. Really, guy? <laughs> really? You can literally see on the drive from here to California, one truck will have three miles of cars behind them. Yes. You know, you'll be coming over a ridge and you'll be like, oh, yeah, look at that asshole. Just driving behind the other asshole yeah. and holding everybody up. And then when you yep. try to make a move on those big rig guys, they're fucking assholes to you. Some, some of them will be, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Race tech round of the night. Go get fucked. Dude. Chris Kiefer. No, this is your rant. I'm just All right. giving both sides. Uh, thanks for a buddy. At three laps down on uh, on Twitter, Clinton Fowler. Uh, we it's trivia game contest time. Oh shit! And uh, I've never actually done one of these. I have, but it's gone fucking terrible. Okay. You and Cade. Uh, yeah, I think I fucking did it with Randy too. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I lost it. So, uh, all right. Uh, before, speaking of Randy, Michelin motorcycle tires. Thanks to Randy, he's coming in studio here soon. Uh, Starcross fives are now available uh, for all sizes. Uh, the Enduro Extreme tire uh, is a great Enduro uh, Extreme tire. Uh, extremely pliable tread rubber compound derived from legendary Michelin Trail tire. They got the Power Five tire as well for uh, performance in wet and dry. They got the Commander Three Cruisers, great mountain bike tires as well. Uh, I've got some on my uh, t intense Taser. Uh, so Michelin's got uh, rubber rubbers for everything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and they, they, they are the uh, official tire of the space shuttle. Michelin. Okay. There you go. Oh, wow. So if you know it's good for the space shuttle, you know it's good for my YZ450. Right. Uh, Starcross 5s. Uh, thanks to those guys. Motorcycle.michelinman.com. Uh, their, uh, their segment, their, their um, Visa gift card promotion ends today. So I don't think you can get it. It's Monday at 9 o'clock. It's too late for that. But motorsport.com has got the things from Michelin that you need. And uh, their power, Michelin Power GP tire. 50-50 track day. Uh, tire as well. Uh, okay, so this is a trivia question. Uh, this is this is 2022 current Supercross season. Okay, up for grabs. Our guys at Skosh. Okay, what do we got up for grabs? We have 
All right. Magic mount, magnetic right. telescoping phone mount. And then we also have some earbuds. Earbuds. All right. Some Bluetooth earbuds from Skosh. And uh, this thing will be good for your new chick and some Fuck nudes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll really be good. Or just do what Phil does. Put these in while your chick's talking to, to block her out. Yeah. Uh, so that's up for grabs for the winner of this contest. Uh, we have 10 trivia questions. Wait. And- do I get any points for, for the whole chiz thing? No one is like height and weight? Or nope. is that just like weird? Zero. That's just weird. Okay. Okay, so uh, these are kind of tough ones, so I might just go like closest two. Okay, you know what I mean? Like if you, you eh, maybe I'll give you two points if you get it exact. Okay, mm-hmm. one point uh, to the guy who gets it closest. Over and under doesn't matter. Yes, let's. Uh, well, let's see how that goes. Okay, okay, here we go. All right, first up, thanks to Clinton Fowler again for this, and we'll just alternate answers. Uh, first up, A Ray, uh, how many career 250F wins does Jet Lawrence have? How many career 250F wins in Supercross, Supi only, uh, does Jet have? Um, I'm going to go with four. All right, Kiefer? Three. He's got five, mm. including four of the last six. Point for A Ray. Mm. Uh, how many riders has led a lap, including the Triple Clowns? In the 250 East series, how many riders have led a lap? Kiefer, you go first. And uh, so you can tell me how many, and then you can uh, get a bonus points for you. Tell me In main events, it doesn't yes. matter if it's triple crown. Including triple crowns, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say one, two. Four. Okay, and do you give me the give me the four that you uh, have? Jet. Yep. Uh, Styles. Does it have laps led right in front of you? No, I'm. I didn't look. Honestly, I didn't look. I'm just looking at the names. Okay. Uh, mm. Jet Styles. Um. Who did I have? Who else did I have? Who got? Oh, McAdoo. And Forkner. Okay. A-Ray? I'm going to have those, and then I'm going to add Jace Owen, I think. Give me that sheets. You guys can't have this. You guys can't be trusted. I think. Yep. Uh, so you're going five. Yeah. You're going to add Jace. Yeah. Because I think I think he led the first lap of the the last Triple Crown race, I think. Nope. Kiefer's right. And he, oh, nailed, and he gets extra bonus points. He got all four. Oh, fuck. Well, he did have the fucking paper I right didn't in front fucking of look. I said he don't want. Yeah, fucking. He's, he's a trustworthy yeah, guy. Yeah, he will. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck two. my ass. I thought Jace got the whole lap on that one. Two to one. All right, here well, we go. I mean, he hit Next the finish up, line, I think. Uh, Alex Ray, at what round did Eli Tomac take over the points series lead? At what round? Ooh. Fuck. Anaheim two? What round are we in right now? Eight or nine? Nine. What round did Eli Tomac get the red plate at? So Cooper Webb comes into Anaheim with the red plate. Uh-huh. Kenny gets it after Anaheim won. Uh-huh. And then where are we at? I'll just do simple math for you guys. Uh-huh. Anyway, anyway uh, you're up. Round three. But what what round is that? Uh, fuck, I don't even remember. But so you we raced them. They weren't no, they weren't all that good. Anaheim two. No, fuck. Is that Sa- no San Diego? Final answer. What round is that? I don't know. Hold on. Fuck, I've hit my head since then. Uh. Oakland was second round, and then San Diego, third round. So your final answer? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, Kiefer? Round four. Yeah, fuck. I wasn't racing. I seen it firsthand, I think. No, you got it right. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't want to change my answer. 
You basically uh, just gave him the answer. No, what I you didn't. Said. <laughs> Why? I said final answer. That's Steve's all. Steve's trustworthy. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So did he nail it? So he gets two for that? No, he just no, just because uh, okay. it was only just. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, oh, right. Keep it score Kiefer? too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kiefer, how many times has Ken Roxon finished outside the top ten this season? Bonus points if you could name the races, but uh, I'm not going to do okay. that. Okay, but how many times outside the top ten? Three. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two, and then I'm going to say uh, Dallas and Daytona. He literally just got seventh in Daytona and got knocked back to ninth. So you're wrong. I thought he got 10th. Sorry. Okay. But, but the question was outside the top 10. Oh, outside the top 10. I thought 10 even counts. I don't know. Kiefer wins. He, he said he hit his head. Did I mean, how many, how many was five. it? Uh, four. Okay. Oh, wow. Four? Uh, who's won the most 450 heat races this season? Uh, A-Ray. A-Ray. <sighs> Anderson. How many? For a double point, for another point. Mm, I'm not saying you're right, but three. Okay, Anderson three. Kiefer. Oh fuck, I'm wrong. No, I think. Hmm. Chase Sexton. I didn't. Yeah, I don't even know. Three. All right, Sexton's right, but it's four. Almost point. Fuck, he's won four. Yeah. All right, who's had the most? Who's had the most daytime program coming through? Who's had the most mains with a lap led in 450s this season? Most mains lap led. Most mains laps led. Most no no. Who has led a lap in the most mains? Who has led a lap? Yes. In a, uh, one lap. They just had to lead one lap. How many? Who was it and how many? I'll give you two points up the grabs here. Oh, shit. Wait, what's the time limit here? What, what, um, is Talon alive? Uh, he might be. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, Ken Roxon. Okay. Getting nudes over there. Three. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. Uh, Sexton, three. Oh, you're both wrong. Anderson with five. Mm. I was just, Anderson seemed like it was easy to pick. <laughs> All right. Uh, A-Ray, how many different riders have won a 450 LCQ this season? How many different riders have won a 450 LCQ? Mm. And you can t uh, tell me the number of them and the names. Oh. Uh, let's see. Kate Clayson, Chiz, Starling, Bogle, Four. Um, Ferrandis. I'm going to say six. Okay. And with those guys? Yeah. Five and then. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say seven and I don't know the guys. Okay. So how do I do this then? Because so the answer is seven. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. You got it, Kiefer. Yep. So I get a but point. he got 
a bunch of the dudes right. No, so matter. Kiefer gets the point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, you, you missed you missed Amart. You, you, you have to get the uh, initial. Yeah. Question good right. point. Good point. You got a, you missed Amart and Anstey, but it was really impressive. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Kiefer, you're up. How many riders have led laps in more than one 450 LCQ this year? How many riders have led laps in more than one 450 LCQ? It's a great song. <clears throat> Four. Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> okay, and how, who are they? I Just, don't know. Okay, all right. Hey, Ray? Wait, what's the question again? How many riders have led laps in more than one for the LCQ? <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck. I'm gonna go fuck, everybody. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck. Rod I'm, gonna up. Go, I'm gonna go three. Okay. And You're both wrong. Yeah. Is it two? Oh, so I got I got it, so I don't even have to name them off? Yeah, you get it because you're closest. Okay. So you get the point? All yeah. Right. It's five to three. It's uh Chiz and Cross. Uh, Cross was on my radar, dude. He oh, gets I would not have thought of Cross. Hole. He gets every fucking whole shot. Does, how do you yeah. not? Uh, fuck. Uh, all right. How many 450 main events has Kyle Chisholm made in his career? Oh, I just... Uh... Who's up first? Oh, A. Reyes. Oh, me? Yeah. Like 450 mains? Yes. Closest to it. Let's see. Fuck. He's been racing a lot of goddamn years. Uh, Ninety-eight. Okay, Kiefer. Uh, why is your why are you looking at your phone? I'm doing a calculator. Why are you looking? At your, who's who's texting Ca you? The answer. No, no one's texting me. I'm looking okay. at the calculator. Okay, hurry up. Then. What'd uh, you say? Ninety-eight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Which calculator? Today, Julia. Eighty-five. Anyway, gets it. Uh, it is a hundred and thirty-nine. God, God damn. That's Fifty-four more than A Ray and Cade combined. How many do I have? Fifty-five. I have 55 mains. I was surprised at that. 55 450s? You don't have 55. You, you, I got six LCQ wins. You don't Fuck have yeah. 55 main events. You don't. Dude. I know. What's he wait, talking what? about? Bro, wait, what, what? Can we look at the vault here? That's fucking badass, guy. What's, <laughs> what's the question? A Ray main events. 55 okay. fucking Maybe. A. There's no. You, know, you uh, put I 250 and 450 combined, that's not 55. Bro, I didn't make a single main on a 250. Okay, then there, there it is. Yeah, I thought that number seemed really high. Kate's got 30. Yeah, that sounds about right. About right for yeah, about, 20, about, about 20 more. He missed two years. Yeah. I mean, I got top 20 in points in 19, so that's... Yeah, there's only 16 rounds. Okay, it's five to four. 17. Last question. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, who's up first? You are? Him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the best Kate Clayson has qualified this season? The best spot Kate Clayson has qualified this season? From the day. Overall qualifying. 19. All right. 18. It's 19. God damn it. Kiefer wins the scotch. <coughs> I thought he had a fucking good weekend. He, he, uh, and uh, the Magic Mount. Chris Kiefer, scotch.com. Pulp 2022 is the code to save with those guys. We should be it, tied up because I got... If it makes you feel better, A-Ray, it is 55. How Fuck the, yeah. How do you get 55, 55 main mates? events? Hey, how many do you have? One. What? Yeah. 55? God damn. No, two. But one I point. can fucking end on that note, eh? I didn't think you could. Let's go get a job. <laughs> That's impressive. Really? Yeah. I honestly didn't think you'd been Since around that long. Since 2015. 
Yeah. Detroit was my first one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dad shit. was there. He was fucking stoked. Good for you, man. Good job. Uh, all right, everybody. The 9 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at SDI. Uh, SDI was founded in 2005 on the premise of being a one-stop shock for hard-to-get OEM oh. MX suspension parts with WP and Showa, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB. Uh, my buddy Dan Worley's uh, taken that edu- experience and that education and turned it into some development of UTP- UTV products in 2013, making race-proven and winning chassis components. Initially launched in 2018, the E-Click has been a lifelong project of the guys at SDI. It's more than just electronic shocks. It's a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of a vehicle to adjust suspension for getting on a road or trail. Raptors. UTVs, uh, Jeep, JK, JL, JT models, all available uh, for the E-Click shocks are available for those. Uh, please check out the uh, SDI suspensiondirect.com. Pulp MX is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Pulp MX is the code to save with SDI. Marks has some E-Click shocks on his Raptor. He will be mobbing them shortly. Yeet. Fucking. We can't wait for that. Uh-huh. Also, thanks to the folks at Manscaped, uh, the 4.0 lawnmower 4.0. Chris Kiefer has it. Uh, and also, too, by the way, they have uh, hair care uh, time is now for the folks at Manscaped. Apply the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleanses and nourishes in one step. Once, uh, once you've done that, uh, you can apply the Manscaped aluminum-free deodorant. Uh, and if you want, you got the hydrated body moisture as well. Manscaped lip balm. You're a big lip balm guy. Yeah, I like chapstick. Manscaped has lip, lip balm as well. And then also, to the lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer to clean off any unwanted body hair. It's waterproof. It's got a light. Dude, I'm hairy as fuck. Do you have you got a lawnmower? Oh, yeah, I got a fucking lawnmower. And I bought it off Amazon. Okay, and how's it working for you? Fucking badass. You're in there all the time, just yeah. yeah, grinding away. Yeah, I use it. I use it for my nuts and for like you know like legs sometimes. Yep. Um, I need I need another one for my face though. Hey man, where you shave your fucking nuts at, man? Because like I have I have another one, I have another one, right? But it's not a manscape. Oh, so it's not spec. as good. Yeah, right. it's not as good. Uh, uh, lawnmower 4.0, Pulp MX 20 is the code to say with the folks at Manscape. And they've, like I said, they've got body wash now. They've got shampoo. They got aluminum free deodorant. Uh, they got uh, moisturizer. They got the lip balm. Manscape Pulp MX 20 is code to save. Uh, I love the light. Oh, the light yeah. is good. You get deep in those crevices mm. all over there. Just fucking clean up that undercarriage. So you do you use Manscaped and then Bic? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So if I grow too long, yeah. I will Manscaped, Manscaped and it. then I'm a Bicker. And you Bic it. Yep. Mm. There's nothing better See, than I can't. That. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but mm. I, I can't like full, full Bic it. I don't so, know. Yeah. That's a lot of work. No, it's not. You, yeah, it's you gotta a, keep it's up. A, like I, I'm just, I'm just the trimmer guy. I'm, I'm a trimmer guy. I'm like, I'm. If it's a that, special that, fucking occasion, if I'm fucking spread eagle, you know, if I'm doing some like dirty shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, happy we'll, baby. Yeah, we'll bick it. If you're happy baby. Yeah, yeah. if we're happy baby. Uh, yeah, we're bicking it. RV said that uh, his wife uses the landscape to get up in there. I never. Fuck I, yeah. How can yeah. you not see? Like I'm fine. I can get up in there. I see what's going on. Uh, he's talking about his butthole. Uh, I mean, I can feel my butthole. I know where it's at. Okay. Stand on yeah. the toilet and use the water as a reflection. Okay. All right. <laughs> Mark's like that one, eh? <laughs> uh, Manscaped Pulp that's 20. Is a, that's, pulp, that's ridiculous. Pulp 20 is a code to say with Manscaped. And uh, uh, we'll get you a new one. We'll get okay. you a, a 4.0 for your face. But then you got to get a label because you got to mark them. Yeah. So we talked we about that. this at we one point. We said if you use... Your stuff, your 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 manscape on your nuts, wash it off. You use it on your face. And I'm you, out on that. Okay. Yeah, but but I think yeah. Talon was saying he does that. Yeah, Talon's. Were you saying that? I use the guard for my face, and then I just raw dog the the, the balls. Nuts. Yeah, Eesh. and I like rinse it in between. 
Like, I get that, but, I mean, it's just better to have Jar Jar's okay with that? I, I have two separate yeah, ones. Fine. I have Yar, two Yar. separate ones. Yar Yar? Yar Yar. Oh. Is it Yar Yar Binks or Jar Jar Binks? It's, well, the character's name is Jar Jar, but her name is Yar Yar. Got it. Right. right. And she was going to come in tonight, but Talon told her no. Yeah. Clip. What a dick. Dick. Manscaped. Thanks to the folks at Manscaped for coming on board with us. Dude. Uh, Do they have a womanscape? Mm. No. Okay. I don't know. They should make one of those. Uh, ride Engineering. Ride-Engineering.com. Pulp, Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with Ride Engineering. Kiefer, you've tested the new split clamps. Uh, they're very, very proud of those things. Uh, they work really well. Obviously, the Solitaire guys use them. Uh, Moff and Buyer up in Canada. Dylan Wright in Moff's Canada. here. Moff's here. Moff's in California. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bring I saw him at Glen Helen. Yeah. He come by and hung out at Glen Helen with you us. bring a chick? Uh, no, he did not. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he's basement. He's here with Meston. Yeah. He's basement. He is basement. He's, she is smoking. And Moff is basement. Base. Yeah. Mint. But uh, thanks to the folks at uh, Ride Engineering. Uh, ride clamps are 650 bucks uh, at retail, and Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save. And they work with the OEM bar mounts and cones, saving the customer some money, unless you want to upgrade that stuff as well. Uh, they got different offsets, 22 and 20. Uh, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. With, with all the bells and whistles, they're 780 bucks. That's pretty uh, inexpensive for a clamp, honestly. And you like to split ones they, ha they make. Yeah, so I, I told Adrian this. I go, look, you got to redesign your clamp for the Yamaha because it's too rigid. So he went to these split clamps, and it's, it mimics more of the stock clamp feel. And this is why a lot of the teams, even back in the day at Yamaha, the factory racing team, they used stock clamps. Yeah. Because the X-Rigs were a little bit stiffer. Yep. And the riders didn't like that. So if you guys are looking for a different color clamp, something cool and you want that stock rigidity balance up front then yeah ride engineering pulp fan 20s code to save with those guys thank you to ride that's engineering.com they got a bunch of clamps back in in stock mid month this week in yz blue and jet black colors they do look good and uh, blue, blue and clamp. you uh you had ride engineering uh, for your husqvarna way back yeah when. yeah i helped you get those yeah after the main emit at toronto yeah fucking after all those subframes you broke yeah yeah uh, all right, everybody. So that's uh, that's folks from Ride Engineering coming aboard. We've got the Kiefer After Dark segment as well, brought to you by GrillYourAssOff.com. But right now, first up, Motorsport.com tweet at Talent segment. Let's do this. <laughs> no, that's Dude. my mom. Fucking badass. It's the Motorsport.com tweets at Talent segment. <laughs> no. All right, Motorsport.com. Use the banners on PulpMX.com or PulpMXShow.com. It takes you to Motorsport. It helps me out. Look, I'm going to pay A-Ray for coming in here tonight, and I, I pay Chris Kiefer every month for his daytime call, call, call column and his uh, Pulp Show appearances. This, and this and Marks is extorting me for huge amounts of money, and Talon won't stop asking for a raise. And so uh, if you guys use the banners on PulpMX.com and PulpMXShow.com, it helps me out, and uh, we really appreciate it. We get a small slice of that. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks as well over at Motorsport.com, OEM on aftermarket parts. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, Phil Nicoletti, myself, Motorsport.com. Great guys. Um, A-Ray average finish over 55 main events, 19th. Eesh. Eesh. Hey. Fucking using my clutch as a damn tool for fifty five of the motherfuckers though. Look hey. at as a guy who never made that many mains, like no, that that I that's, that's great. Look, I said I thought it was wrong. I'm, I, I thought don't it was think wrong that's too. right. Like when you said that many, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, that's you know, a little bit uh, more than half or less than half than what Chiz did. So that's it. that respect. Bit inconsistent, yeah. but hey. All right, these questions submitted to yeah, Apple Max Show. Dick loose. Pretty these questions have submitted to uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. all right let's do this town yeah uh from at pulp mech show who was the more impressive six-timer me or tomac yeah what was the poll what did it end up being 
Tomac got 51, oh. but 51 percent. I, I thought that was pretty impressive. That's though. close. Yeah, that's way closer than I thought I'd be. <laughs> oh, shit. I just can I just say something? Yeah, I think Yar Yar. Yeah, was just you know planning up for her man. You think so? And I wish Pookie had my back like that, and Heather has your back like that. I mean, yeah. he, as I've said many times. You could murder an axe. You could murder a murder family of four <laughs> with an axe. Yes. Heather could walk in on four carcasses, and Heather would be like, you know what, babe? They, they deserved it. Yeah, exactly. That's it's, how Heather is. I honestly don't think she would. Like, yeah, if, she would. If we sat here and talked about sex, nope. and nope. No, she would no, not make she, up. She, she, she always has your back. And that's 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 admirable. I get it. I'm fine with it. And I think y'all like that's kind of the way it should be, though. Yeah. I don't think they get nah. a real job before the main I think you should tell the truth. I think Pookie keeps it real. Yeah, and that's great. And I will fucking kill you. So, right. anyways, I think Yar Yar. Yeah. I'm not accusing her of being a liar. Right. But I think she she's lying. Embellished. Embellished. I like what Steve wears. Six times. <laughs> I should have went for the grass record. It should be seven. Marks six times. I don't, Dude, I, hey, I don't some know people how you are just feel gifted. Wanna... How do you feel anything after <laughs> like three? Some people are gifted like that, though, man. Like. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not gonna bleaching? dispose his name at all, <laughs> but so he may may maybe train with me a little bit. But he he can he can go and go and go six times. Or Carson you're a little Mumford. bitch. If people want to know, this is underrated show. People want to know what Heather and Pookie are like and the differences. Coffee with the Kiefers, Steve and Pookie were on. Mm -hmm. It was a great one. Yep. You can really dive deep with that. Yeah. Episode early. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyways, Talon, uh, just saying. She might have been exaggerating a little bit. Thank you. Love Yar Yar. It's great. I'm a one and done type of guy, though. I'm fucking going to sleep. Is Yar Yar one and done? As far as if she if she does her deal, is she done after one, or does she want more? She needs like a little bit of a break, and then we're good again. Okay, so she's kind of like a guy that like a minute. She need well, no, she only needs like a minute or two. Oh, okay, a little reboot. It's not like a guy. Yeah, no. I'm going to sleep. No, I need a fucking, I need a banana, a peanut butter and jelly, and a fucking Dr. Pepper. Like, I would love to fall asleep after, but I don't always get that. So Heather's the opposite. After we're done, she's rejuvenated, and she'll stay up late at night, and oh. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm going to bed. Pookie and I are out. We're out. We're, yeah. we're done. So I, my spunk rejuvenates Heather. <laughs> okay, great. Fuck. Well, someone should did, maybe did we Manscaped to, should bottle it up and use it as rejuvenation. Did yes. we need to hear him say spunk? Uh, no. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up a little bit. Chiz not after Your chiz juice. <laughs> yes. Right. Save it. Spunk. Save it. All right. All right. From Barsha's lost deck brace. Any chance we get a bonus round of fantasy for your Steve Mathis Memorial Privateer Championship? No, because we. No, no, no. Marks has done enough. Let's, let's let's let him let's let him leave. That's very nice of you. Thank you. No, uh, the answer is no. From Austin Wells ninety three, would a mini O's esque race like the amateurs work for the pros? One week of moto, supercross, enduro, flat track for a big purse. Who would be second behind Sipes? Yeah, fucking Zacho. Yeah, Zacho. Yeah, exactly. From Phil White one ninety two. What do sponsors like FXR think when someone like Chiz gets a fill-in ride on a team that requires him to not run their gear? They're not stoked. Yeah. Yeah, they're not stoked. But, I mean, they understand it. But the quality of guy. First of all, the, like, team sponsor riders, obviously because they're good. But in Chiz's case, he's a good dude, and he does well at races. So if you're a good guy and you have a chance of bettering your ride, I'm sure these teams are, are happy for you. Yeah. 
from Studio Cat 5. Steve, did you ever imagine that not only would you still be covering the sport in 22, but that you'd be doing a breakdown on a Chisholm versus Nicoletti death battle in the 250 class? It's a great point. It's 2022, and we're going like, hey, Chisholm Phil in the 250 class. Nothing should give you an indication of how fucked up that class is than those two guys are still racing it. Mm. You, you, Chiz has been racing more than longer than you've been doing the podcast, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, because he started in 06. Was his first year? Fuck, I think he said 04. 04 for sure, nah, bro. because no? I was, was racing in 04 and he wasn't there. Oh, okay. It might be us. I think 06. I started the podcast in 08. That's when I started. Not this show. The show this show was 2010. Podcasting was 08. Is the first show that you've done still up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Steve Mathis Archives. I have three volumes. Very first show was with Chad Reed. That was your first one. First podcast ever. Were you nervous as yep. shit with that guy? Chiz did one race in 04. Well, I guess you weren't no, because I, you I was, worked. I was on his team, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Chiz yeah. did one race in 04, Steel City. He did? Yes. But no soupy? No. Okay. Mm. All right. From Krell176. I was right again. A-Ray, for the love of God, race the 250 class next season. Dude, it'd be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. I've ridden, uh, so I rode a couple years ago, I think. I rode the Pinrite bike at uh, the Viney Supercross track fucking thing like i liked it like i liked it a lot um i like a 250f i haven't ridden one since 2011 my first year um yeah it'd be good i would love to if you're looking at the west right now you're looking at the results you knowing how you ride on a 250 where would you place yourself mm, 9 10 maybe okay 11 55 i'm gonna start going to 55 yeah using my clutch 56. as a tool 55 times to get myself into the main event. Cable clutch, that's where it's at. Fucking A. All right. From Filator, will this be the end of the Anderson Stewart shenanigans or will it continue? Well, you said that they talked it out. And I'll give credit. A credit. I'll give credit. <laughs> Waskily Wabbits. <laughs> that's Hanky Jory, what I just said right there. Uh, Swap Moto had the. Uh, I watched Anton's after post race deals, mm-hmm. and that's what uh, Malk said. So, Swap Moto Live just coming in with the the hot facts. Yep. Unlike some other journalists that don't give credit, I will give credit. Okay. From Slow Joe Dirt, he says, "Just reserved my spot at MXDN with the Puerto Rican team of A Mart, J Mart, and Phil finished in the top ten. Fuck, that'd be, that'd be sick. good. That'd, that'd be, be sick. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick. I don't know. Sure, yeah, top ten. Why not? From Weege's Wallet Dust for Alex, since you are the Lord of Sketchy." Who do you think has been the sketchiest this season so far? Uh, 250 or 450? Both. Okay, so 250, I'm going Hampshire by far. Uh, 450 class. Hmm. I'm going to go. Shit. Fuck. What do you think? Well, give me that paper. You can look at yeah, it. Yeah. Let's see that thing. I mean, I, every, every, almost a, a lot of guys like had some sketchy moments. I feel like as Morantz. What about some what about Ferrandis? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Ferrandis because man, like he, do, he there for I think in Dallas he did not look comfortable at all during the main events. It looked like he was fighting it hard, and he almost looped out this weekend too over that. I saw three, that. Five, yeah. Three, yeah, that was kind of cool. He says wheeled up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Aiden Irvin one says, "What are the downsides of a scoop tire on the sections of tr- sections of the track that aren't Lomer sand?" Guys are running it this weekend or no? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. They, lean I mean, angle traction. Yeah, they work really good in a straight line. Anytime you put a little lean on them, not so good. 
breaking. All right. Uh, from JT's sister's pants. Oh, boy. Does SGB save more money by giving A-Ray a salary and team manager job or letting him race and destroy the parts budget? Uh, Yeah, probably saving, saving the money. Yeah. Yep, team manager. I went through a lot of shit last year and the year before that in outdoors. From Tasmanian Fuck, for Kiefer, if you could give your last factory spot to either Nichols or Justin Cooper, who do you give the spot to for a 450 deal? Nichols. From Pookie's Pebble Ice, are we going to have the winning rider in Steve's race cross the finish line to the song of their choice, or are we just picking mm. Creed for them? God, yeah, good. we're just picking Creed. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Pookie's going to be 30-second girl. Is she? I think she's in. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Heather's going to do the walk across the front of the gate. Yeah. And then uh, uh, my buddy Heavy D is going to do the uh, staging. Sweet. Oh, what's things going on? What am I doing? Uh, I don't know. Right. Wave the checkers. Cool. It's daytime program on Friday. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. Uh, from Sloppy Ruts to 11, well, Steve, will you hire Jason Wygant to announce the live stream of the privateer race? If you're paying, he's saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. We got, uh, we got to work on getting this film, but as of right now, no plans, but we'll work on something. We get Spencer up there to film it. Yeah. Somebody, right? For Racer X. Right. From the Free Tomahawk, on a scale of 1 to 10, how strong was the pressure to stop calling the Triple Crown races gangbangs? Yeah, probably like a five. Yeah, I think that was a lightly uh, brushed over. Like, hey, it would be nice to uh, not call it that. I get it. I- I'm not Did an Sean animal. Did Sean say that? Did Sean no, talk- no, oh. no, no. I'm not an animal. I understand it. Right. But you should still have a fucking well, name. here's the thing. You're saying it in this environment. You're not going right. out right. to the stadiums like, eh, gangbang. You're right. just like, right. I was in a gangbang. Right. You might have said that on your yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. And- Fuck yeah. Can we have Jim back on again? Jim was great. He's Dude, great. Jim is great. Yeah. Jim said he got a lot of good responses from the I was fucking the born here. in the wrong era. I, mean, I should have fucking. Yes. All right. From Stinky <laughs> Stinky Pickle 2, is there a chance the Star Racing 250 is faster than the ultra stock Blue Crew Chiz has been racing up till now? <laughs> they kind of said the same said, thing. He said yeah. that, right? Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. You got anything else? Oh, that's right. horrible. Uh, they, they were just going downhill. I'm trying. I'm trying to move this thing. Okay. All right. Getting ahead by ten. All right. Well, we got to keep it in the dark. Oh. You want to skip it? This fucking this fucking mic, man. Sorry, we don't do things like swap mode live where you just call in from a phone. No, I'm, we're, no, we're in studio. We have these things too. It's just oh. it sticks out a little bit more. Okay. Because he had his finger in his butt. Um. <laughs> do you want to do after dark? Let's skip it. Skip it. Yeah, this week. Okay. Let's savor it. People are going to be pissed, but people I feel will like be pissed. There was a question for me, though. Oh, well, let's do it then. I mean, I don't care. Well, you still haven't even freaking laid into my ass yet. I, that's coming right now. Fuck. This could take uh, a while. Have you been in a motorcycle Sounds car gay. accident? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Uh huh. Well, you need to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. Uh, he's a slow moto guy turned attorney. Ambulance just chase him now. He'll take the time to talk to you personally, A Ray. He will not make any money unless you make money. So uh, it's free consultations. Help is only phone call away. I got an, I got numerous cases. ArthurDraper.com. <laughs> I think you might have numerous cases against you also. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, Freddie's already called right, him. Right. Freddie's called him. Has <laughs> uh, so Arthur Draper contacted you for a subpoena? Fuck. Uh, A-R-T-H-U-R Draper.com. ArthurDraper.com. Uh, thanks to those guys uh, for c- coming in also. Uh, yeah, A-Ray, um, your deal. Uh been a bad year for you. Yes, yeah, very bad. There's no doubt. Um, you know, we have some people with uh, we have some people wondering about 
what you're going to do. You now get this chick. Yeah. You're settled in with her. I mean, it hasn't been like that long, but you're, I mean, yeah, it's new still, but yeah, I do have what, a chick. What are we go- like, uh, as I said, I admire you for getting your wrists fixed and looking after yourself because they were, you were right. They were pain. bad. Yeah. But now they, it fucked up. They're, they're back to the same. At least one of them is. Uh, yeah. So, well, they both are. Okay. Um, so they're both back to the same way. No, not really. So what I was dealing with, I dislocated my right wrist in like 2018 during the Supercross season. And, uh, I, I rushed it back to too quick. And, uh, I think I stretched the ligaments whenever I got back riding. So, um, I just was losing grip strength year after year. It was just getting worse and worse and worse to where like last year during outdoors, during supercross and outdoors, I couldn't really hang on with my right hand. So that's the one that I got fused partially. And then, uh, my left wrist, I just had a, like a broken navicular bone, you know, like Mm -hmm. most supercross riders do. Um, and it, it, they had fixed it, but it didn't fix right and it never healed. So I had like a screw that was backing out into more bones. So I got all that fixed. And then I ended up casing a jump during November and just crushing the bone graft that they, they had yeah. put in. And then, uh, and then I crashed at Oakland and then I, I don't know what I did hyper. I bone bruised this one like really bad and it's just been taking some time to get back to normal, which it hasn't really gotten back to normal yet, but it's now it's manageable to where I can. I can ride pretty decent. It'd so you're 28. Fine. Yeah. My, I mean, like my my wrist isn't never really going to be the same ever again. Which right. I've I've. How how are know. we going to get better? What do you mean? How are we going to get better? Right. Um, just fucking. I don't know. Just stick to the plan. Keep riding. Keep no, the plan riding. isn't working. I know. It's fine. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not. You, look, you try. No, it's you, definitely not you, working. You, you, it's not working. Things no. are not going well. We want the best for you. We want you in main events. I just I think the the main issue is this year is I have not prepared properly. Like I mean I've done all of the training all of that off the bike. That's not the yeah, issue. Yeah, you went and paid Davey and all that. Yeah, that was yeah, one hundred percent. Like I mean Davey's there throughout the whole thing. Um, it's just some unfortunate events like that's have hindered me from riding my dirt bike. Like I mean I got two Hondas at home, two practice bikes yep. because I'm hard on bikes, so I need two. Um, and both of them probably have ten hours on them. Right, so bikes. you you're not sharp because you've pra- you lack your practice. Yeah, time. I haven't right. I haven't really right. ridden during the week properly since before, or I mean since Anaheim, you know, which right. which kind of sucks, you know. I mean, yeah, like how are we gonna get back on? Like I I, I, I I just needed a little bit of time to. I was getting back there, and then I fly to fucking Dallas, and then I get my fucking appendix removed. Right. So yeah. and then so that sets me back another week. Yeah. So now like this week I'm actually able to ride a little bit. I'm gonna ride tomorrow, ride Wednesday, fly out, and then uh ride press day on Friday. So, um yeah, it's just lack of riding, I guess, just due to Can so. you can you can you salvage this year, do you think? We're nine rounds in. What do you mean? Like can you get to a can level you make eight, can eight you to make, nine minutes? Yeah. Uh I mean that's the goal, right? I mean I would love to. Um, I'll, I'll know more this weekend on where I'm at sort of, right. uh, with my riding. I mean, I rode, fuck, I didn't ride. I rode maybe how, how long did I see you before Minneapolis at state fair? Yeah. Yeah. I rode a little bit and yeah. I was what, two spots out of making the main. Well, right. and here's the thing. Like, I felt like you were good at a one. No, like I was like coming in, I was riding very good. Like mm-hmm. I was gelling with my bike, like the, everything was good. I just had a mishap at Oakland right. and that's what set me back. I, I had that crash at Oakland. I fucked up. OJ, this, uh, like, we're three and off of this table. 
and then I hit this little double into a turn. Right. Indo. Indonesia. The, yeah, right. Indonesia. And um, then ever since then, it, it hasn't really been the same. So, kind of sucks. All right. Well, I listen. Uh, yeah. I, I just need to ride more. I just right. need to be okay. on the bike so, more bike time. Yeah, we got to get sharp during the week to show up on the weekend to, yeah. to get, you know, feel. Because, you know, you know how it goes. Like, you take a little bit to first practice, get the track down. And now you're behind everybody. Now the second one, you're still trying to get the track down mm-hmm. a little bit and get your rhythms. And then the third practice, everyone's got you know everyone's ahead of you, right? Because yeah. you're not sharp during the week, and then you show mm-hmm. up and you're behind the eight ball from the start. Yeah, Chiz can do it, but Chiz he's fucking pretty it. rare. Yeah. yeah, I mean Chiz has more talent and one of his fucking fingers than I have in my whole body, really. Yeah. So I, the more I ride, the more comfortable I feel, the better I do. How much longer? We talked earlier about your job in the industry and stuff. Like once you get married to to Sam, <laughs> what what, uh, what do you want to do? How long? Much more? How much more do you want to race? Um, I do want to race a few more years. Like I was in a dark spot, obviously this year. Like whenever I was talking to you about my wrist, right. like not thinking that they were going to get any better, and like this is it. But right. they're starting to get a little bit better. Um, I do want to race a few more years, Supercross. Uh, I don't. I'm not really much on outdoors. I mean, I will if right. I have to. Uh, I don't mind it. Um, but yeah, I do want to race a few more years. I would like to do a year of lights. A lights class mm-hmm. I, I i think that would be kind of fun just something to do um and then and then yeah maybe transition into something to where uh i'm able to still go to the races whether that be like a job with a team right. uh like a gear company i feel like or, he can do that easy right yeah 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 i mean that like i did i dabbled with that a little bit with my team last year right. and outdoors um fuck even this year you know a few of the supercross races because i was out you know I, I helped kate out a little bit um you know, I've ridden for several different teams and like I've seen the different outlooks and the different information from different teams that they've given me. So that's sort of like everything that I feel like kind of worked for different people. Right. I could, you know, give a little bit of that knowledge, uh, you know, even like uh, being Davey's sort of assistant, I guess, with the training that we've been doing, like with with Carson, Derek Drake and Benny. Um, When's Benny coming back? You think? Uh, I think hoping for St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. he's back on the he's bike. Back on the bike. I yeah, saw he's that. back on the bike. And Drake is sort of having a rough time. He hasn't raced in a long time. Yep. Um, okay. He's you know he's just he's good in spurts. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's yeah. good in spurts. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. having a little bit of uh, a rough time, but I think he the just LCQ needs to be a little bit in, in Dallas. Was yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. just needs to be a little bit, I think, more mentally strong. Because mm-hmm. dude, watching him at the test track, he's amazing. Right. All right, let's know? focus back on you. But, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, whether that become, like, a trainer right. or, I mean, fucking anything. Are I you would... worried about Sam being in love with her, taking your, you know. There you go. Hurting your game a little bit. Uh, no. Okay. I see it maybe helping, you know, maybe. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see this well, weekend. She comes, if she comes and I fucking see bounce a fucking three in and just the Indo. Will, okay. The yeah, no, be... yeah, she's gone. Okay. No, I'm just kidding, but. <laughs> I just feel like as his home life improves, look, we don't need to talk about this all the time but i'm a firm believer when your shit's correct off of the track whatever it is i have a guest coming in here soon for a show who's this i'm not gonna tell you but i I have a guest coming in this for 500 and i am gonna talk to him about your home life theory but you gotta get it right i can't fucking wait you can't i'll get it right okay i'll get it right you can't yeah we race rider d we'll get you can't butcher this i ain't gonna butcher it okay Fuck. You are a journalist. You need to get it right. I am a top level journalist. No, I mean there's a, there's a there's a difference. I feel like if your home life, like if you're bringing your chick to the races or something, or if your chick's at home and she's going out and she's fucking partying on Saturday nights, and you're wondering what the fuck she's doing or like who she's who's fucking. It's what, not even that. One of the it's dicks just, is in there. Yeah. 
like I I get that side. Three cocks. Bet- between that <laughs> and then like focusing on your racing and just going out and fucking random pussy. Like I I get I get that. I'm just saying when it's strong at home, you got a wife or a chick or whatever, you come home, it's stable, you can relax, you feel good about it, you're in love with your girl, uh, or, you know, know. I've been on both ends. If you're single and you're, and you're, let's say, let's, let's face it, dude. Like if you're a motocross rider, most of us, if you're single, you're chasing some kind of ass. It's rare Fuck, to find yeah. a single guy that says, I'm good. I don't need that. I'm going to focus in. That's very rare. And you're focusing in on different things at different times and not concentrating on racing and riding. And you're scattered a little bit. So yeah. I'm not saying you can't be good. I'm just saying There's these days, in these days, it really does help. Yeah. That's I mean, all. I get it. All right, but so at the same time, I feel like well, sometimes... I mean, chasing pussy ain't a bad thing. Like no, you're not. I, you're. I mean, if you're happy. Yeah, yeah. If you're happy, right. like. But you could still be happy, and you don't even not know a lot that of, you're screwing yourself up. There's not a lot of stress in 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 chasing pussy. I feel like. Uh, all right, anyway, look, we, you could be married and still chase pussy. I'm not doing that because your wives ain't giving it up. We're only uh, concerned for you because you're our friend, and we want the best for you. We okay. have questions. Well, for you. Okay, well, for me. Yeah, right. These, these are no, questions. No, no, for no, me. no, no. This I'm is just, a pivotal uh, time. Twenty-eight years yeah. old. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, it. like, you got to start thinking about the future, right? Yeah. I mean, if the future comes quicker than, than you know, it, I want it to, fucking so be it. Um, all right, let's get to the phone, phone calls here. CJ. CJ is the taxidermist. Oh, boy. How does Remember he feel this? about... Yeah, yeah. Does, does he... Would he rather... Uh, CJ's the one... CJ, you there? Yeah, you got me? Yeah, what's up, bud? Are you in the place right now? <laughs> Remember CJ sent us his wife's boobs. Hey, what? Oh, nice. He sent us his wife's boobs. He did? Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. I think I showed it to you. No. CJ, right? <laughs> Hang on. You good? Yeah, what's up, man? What's up, man? Sorry. sorry. Now, no, well, uh, look, I was expecting to be on hold for like two and a half hours, so... Here, give me a second. Uh, no, you, 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 sent, you, sent, you DM me a photo of your wife, your wife's boobs. That were both yeah. ends. right? Yeah, that's badass. Right. I like this. Right. Well, look, we'll start. We'll start right there. Then let's go. Okay. Kiefer, does your wife got fake titties? Steve does not have no. no. Kiefer, oh mine, yes. Kiefer, yes, sir. Yes, she nice. does. I'm telling you, it's the best thing my wife ever did. Like her confidence went up. I can play with them. She, it's great. Yeah, Steve, do it, man. You're not, you're not a cheap ass. Uh, do it. Yar Yar got fake ones. And I will fucking kill you. <laughs> no, they're real. Oh, okay. she, she <laughs> wants fake ones. Yar Yar's got some. She got what some about Adol Belichin? <laughs> yeah, this CJ. guy's on yeah. it, dude. See, I like, I like, okay. I like a nice, like, smaller perky tit, tit chick with like a big badussy ass. What's okay. a badussy? A fucking big one. What's a badussy? I don't know. This fucking sounds cool though. Uh, right. C- so CJ, what's up? So, so <laughs> l- l- listen, I've. <laughs> I've had the, the 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 fishing game in my taxidermy shop lately, um, and they're, they're really good people. But they are huge fans. At least uh, Corporal Chris Neville is a huge fan of uh, Steve Mavis. So I'd like to give a big shout out to Corporal um, Chris Neville. The shout out! Um, shout hey, out. big shout, shout out! out night. Yeah. Shout, shout out. out! Big night for shout outs. <laughs> yeah, shout out to, to Corporal. I want to Chris. shout out Corporal. No, no, no. No, no, you help me out here, and he's a dude. He's a good dude. I mean, he uh, he used to ride RMs, so 
Okay, goddamn. All right, CJ, that's awesome. He, uh, Corporal Chris used to ride RMs. No. <laughs> so, Dude, I'm serious. I, I uh, yeah, guys like, I where you. are you going to give me a shout out? You got to, you know. Okay. All right. Well, consider, consider this a shout yeah. out. Well, thanks, shout out night. Yeah. Thanks, CJ, for the call, man. Yeah. Real quick, though. Yeah. Um, let's go, Brandon. All right. Thanks, CJ. All right, Siege. Yo, have a good right. night. Later, see you, man. See you, Shout out to Corporal Chris. All right, Corporal. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Um, all right, After Dark or what? It's let's up go. to you. Let's make it quick. It's up to you. Let's go. Make it quick? Yep. All right, let's do it. Uh, all right, everybody, we're going to do Kiefer After Dark next, and uh, we are going to sign off now on this show. Uh, Enzo Lopes, uh, Kyle Chisholm, Kay Clayson, and John Tomac, all great guests, but John Tomac's interview, sorry. Took the cake for me. Yeah, it was good. So, he was very open. Yeah, he was. He was great. So we're gonna sign off here, and we'll come back in a second with Kiefer after dark. Okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. Uh, thank you to Kiefer after dark. Thank you to GrillYourAssOff.com. Love those guys. Uh, the seasoning's fantastic. Do you need some? Oh, I would love some. Do you really though? Yeah, dude. Okay. Is Kenny Taco Bell cooking? Yeah, Kenny Taco Bell. He'll cook on the weekends whenever like, okay. we're all home and okay. like all on right. a Sunday. Okay. Give you some seasonings before you leave. Awesome. I got the read. Oh, awesome. Uh, thank you to grillyourassoff.com. Pulpamex is the code to save. Those guys are great. Hey, A-Ray. Yes? I love beating my meat. Fuck, me too. How much do I love it? I'll do it on the back deck, in the kitchen, even at my neighbor's barbecue. <laughs> hey, man, you beating off? I just I do it about anywhere I can. You know that? The only requirement is I use grill your ass off to really top off those tender, tender meats oh, with a variety of flavors to satisfy even the pickiest of taste buds. Flavors like gunpowder for steak, infidel for pork, and you can't go wrong. <laughs> Check out that full fucking lineup of seasonings, That's jerky, right. sauces. That's right, sauces and gear. You got gear. They got merch. Oh, Grillyourassoff.com. Hey. Discount code is PulpMX. It, PulpMX. Great seasonings. I love, love the uh, Maduce. It's... Phenomenal. Galdi was here. Galdi. Galdi was here. We cooked some ribeyes. Oh, the fucking guy couldn't stop talking about it. I could just get around this fucking season. He couldn't stop it, dude. He, he 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 was blown away by Madus. Is it weird that I've found myself in a strip club in Omaha, Nebraska, and there the DJ there sounded just like Chris Kiefer just did? Yeah, I know they all they all sound like that. So, uh, these questions are submitted at Kiefer uh, after dark, and that's we, right. You have some little ones in the car. If you're easily offended, yeah, you're done. The show's just, done. Just, yeah, turn yeah. it off. Yeah. Uh, we're giving you a warning now. All right, so um, don't go on vital and complain about Kiefer after dark. Do they wanna... do that? Yes. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, the show's over. You don't have to listen to it. Right, right. Fucking yeah, people it on vital, dude. Fucking... All right, here we go. Uh, this is from Chase, uh, Kiefer, and Alex. We'll bring you in this, this of course. Love to bring uh, Yari in this, but not yeah, allowed. That's, yeah, that's too bad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer, how do you feel about OnlyFans? Say you're in your mid twenties. Would you let your chick make an OnlyFans account? Help bring in that extra dough. Uh, feet picks question mark uh, on the flip side is it weird to subscribe to OnlyFans subscribing to someone you know or nah just stick with the hub dude chicks have been selling their farts what yeah they've been farting in jars and then like wiping their ass with like the toilet paper and putting it in the jar and sending it what people are buying Sounds that shit gay. no that's not dude, true dude I'm telling you wow Weird I did not shit. know this you're fucking kidding me. Uh, There's some privateer guys whose chicks have OnlyFans correct yeah. so Fuck if, yeah, I, if you're in your badass. 20s you don't have kids and you're just Doing your thing, dating and boyfriend, girlfriend? Hell yeah, why not? Like, if you're a lady and you're into that and you don't got to go do anything with a dude and you can just be by yourself and make some extra cash, good for you. Yeah. 
More power to you. I heard that uh, uh, no judgment. A, a, a police detective in New York City had an OnlyFans account, a woman, and she got fired for it. Really? Yeah. She was like, I don't know, man. I've been doing it for years, and that's a nice side hustle. She's like, what's the difference between my side hustle and uh, um, a side hustle of a guy do, like installing an alarm or whatever, right? right? Like, yeah. yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, I would say, an, for me, no, I don't subscribe to any OnlyFans, but mm. yeah, I'm just, yeah, I just if I need to go beat off, I'm either going to the fan favorites back in my mind or I go to the hub. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so no problems. No, no, no issues. Problems. Yeah. All right. Uh, Keep at the dark. What's up, boys? Interesting quick story question. I recently crashed my bike pulling a sick-ass wheelie after some motos a few months ago and somehow lacerated the shit out of my scrotum from mm. the rear fender breaking off and going down my pants Ow. in two spots resulting in some big-ass scars on my ball sack. Ooh. Felt like I lost my dick and balls, but after assessing, I only saw my testicle through a gash. Mm. I can either pick, send email pics from the hospital of the gashes if desired. However, nah. please keep on the down low. We're all good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Uh, I have since been able to get with a chick post-accident. She digs the scar, so it ain't all that bad. Just wondering if you have any good ball sack dick injuries you've witnessed, heard from the motor world, as they sound gnarly and interesting. Mm, I would say like AP at high point. Mine doesn't have to do anything with dirt bikes, though. Um, I think Swap. Swap, yeah, got it like... Hay bale or like a, a steak, yeah, right, yeah, something like uh, that. My buddy before Pro Circuit changed the end of their mm -hmm. silencers. Remember, it was just a tip. Mm. He crashed and the bike got him in the head of his wiener mm -hmm. and cut him all open, stitches mm. and everything. I mean, the only thing that's happened to my fucking nuts, dude, is Limegate. Yeah, so mine's similar. Like I was up. young. Now I have like this weird, like gigantic right in the testicle. Like For a, real? It's like an alien testicle. Yeah, it's like this big. That's not, I thought you dude, got that. Dude, that thing's at. been there I before did. that. No, it wasn't before that. Really? Yeah, it was I trauma, you got, though. Did you I was, get that yeah, looked yeah, at? Yeah, I got, about I, you. I got it looked at, but I mean. What'd they say? Yeah, it's just like uh, from trauma. Wow. I'm yeah. scared. It's big. Uh, it's big. It's big. <laughs> so I when I was like a teenager, my parents would go to sleep, and I'd have to beat off. I thought I had to beat off with something. And I, I thought I told this story. Maybe I didn't, but like I'd have to. I didn't need to turn the lights on in the hallway because my parents' bedroom was close to the bathroom, and so I would like I'd sneak out in the hallway and I'd just go rummage through the bottom cabinet of the sink. Oh yeah, you told the story. You did. Tell yeah. The story. And uh, I brought it back, squirted it on my hand real quick, put it back, and then went and beat off with mm -hmm. it. Well, the next morning I had chemical burn all over oh, my fuck. nuts and my dick, and it the the skin of my nuts was peeling like a snake. It come to find out i was beating off a conditioner and the oh. conditioner like jaboba whatever the fuck it was back in i uh i came up short on a double late in a moto cracked my gas tank in my 89 kx 125 and spilled gas all over my nuts for the last lap and a half mm. yeah took the win by the way and then was burning couldn't mm. even barely made the next moto i had to stand by the water hose and just and every time i'd be like okay i think i'm good i put the water off ah yeah gnarly. Every, every year down monster alley i get a fucking dirt cloud to the testicle because it's fucking big I've been during during a moto. I've sat on it. Like, yeah, I don't have that big of nuts. Yeah, my fucking thing is huge. Uh, hey Ray, this is uh, a a a a Ray and Kiefer. I've been committed to my bike for the last ten years and has never let me down. It always performs great. I would like my bike to let me perform anal on it, but I need some advice to help get me to the last step. Fingers are great. She has no complaints. I keep asking, and I am told not yet. Mm. What should I do? Also, I would like to get my arse licked, as I Whoa. hear it is great. Fuck yeah. Thoughts on that, and what can I do to get that? <laughs> let me let me start. Okay. First all right. of all, <laughs> I'm out on the ass looking. I don't want no uh, one I'm touching out. my ass. Yeah. I don't want her near my ass. 
Heather tries to go down there. I say I shun her off. I'm like, nope. Ah, uh, you pussy. Yeah, I'm out. I'm just, I'm Why? good. Ah, uh, I just, I just don't like it. First off and foremost, get you a Manscaped. 4.0, yeah. whatever it is. I mean, you got, clean it up for your lady. As right? far as the lady to get her into it, you really can't rush that situation. If she likes a finger or two here and there, just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And we go out one night, get her loosened up on some alcohol or something, yeah. and then it, present it to her bring like Bring a that. toy, a toy into it. Yeah. Little, bring a toy into it. Yeah. So go ahead. You can go. Yeah, so like I would say like bring a toy into it, maybe like stimulate, get the vaginal area all wet, and maybe... You would want to bring in some maybe coconut oil because it's natural, safe, nice. Yeah. If only we had Yar Yar here to help us from a yeah, woman's that would perspective. Be great. You know, if you don't have someone if told you don't us have stay home, coconut oil maybe just. Yeah, we've done coconut oil because we didn't have lube. Hey, there you go. Nice anal. No, oh. not that. Oh, she won't let yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You just gotta you just gotta let her warm so up to it. To it's like it's like a dog's like what we were saying. They're barking. And it's like yeah, it's like a pulsating bark. Yeah, yeah. pulsating thing yeah. like a dog barking. You see its asshole go. <laughs> you got to be staring right at so the fucking devil's eye. So you're okay with a chick going down there on you? Oh, yeah. But... What the fuck? Okay, there's two ways to do it. Okay. All there right. You you can, happy baby, like yeah. the yoga pose. Feet up. Happy like, baby. Yeah, Laying on up, your back. Laying on your back, feet up, right? You know, like grabbing your ankles. Or you can be all on all fours like doggy style. But nope. being all on all fours, nope. it's not good. That's dangerous. It's very dangerous, and you feel super vulnerable. So I will say that hey do happy baby every Dude, time because then just, she could be like like su- like sucking you off whatever like fucking you know just for whatever reason and then just go down south like that way it's, it's way nicer i'm out because i know what comes out of my ass i'm just out like i don't want anyone near well, you, but you how, like a chick's how, ass what do you what do you think she does i understand that, but you're I, a double I, standard because you, uh, correct you, and i'm yeah. about to fin- oh, let me finish okay. for some reason when you look at a woman you're not thinking of her shitting right you're not thinking of her taking a dump like, into how long have you been married? I've been married a long time, and I've I think I can count on maybe one hand that I've caught Heather taking a crap and walked mm-hmm. in on. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I and when Heather goes crap, she will go in a completely different bathroom. Especially like she has to crap in the morning, she'll go in a completely different bathroom mm-hmm. than what we're doing. You know, on our bathroom in our in our uh, yeah. bedroom. So I don't know. I don't know. It was a weird night in Myrtle Beach. That's all I know. <laughs> Oh, was that the video? I saw a video from Myrtle Beach, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it might pre- have been. Previously yeah. to Pookie, you've never... You've nope. N- pre- never? Never. Really? Never. Did you ask and got shot down? Or yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. So you never had a, a woman say, yep, I'm in? Nope. Okay. No shit, asshole. All right. Uh, next one from Anonymous. Uh, Kiefer, let's, pref- let's preface this question with my buddy is always talking about how he needs a stable, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. This buddy who I would put in successful human being category i.e. good job, house, vehicles, dirt bikes, debt-free. He's got his shit together. He's getting a little older, and the only thing he is missing per him is that relationship. He has a friend mm-hmm. who was very lost in life and doesn't know which team she wants to be a part of. This buddy who is sleeping with his friend, and let's put it bluntly, falling for her, is attracted to many things about her, but is turned off by the craziness of her life and flip-flopping of her team choice. She goes back. He's struggling to make up her mind on where the future goes for her. The thing he's attracted to check many items off the list, but there are some serious red flags with her. So this is his buddy being like, dude, don't. Right. As a friend, I've told him he needs to let go of everything about her and push her away so he can focus on what he is looking for. But he is still blinded by certain things about her. Am I being a good friend telling my buddy to ditch this crazy chick 
or do I let him continue to fuck around with her? Granted, the only reason I even care is because his actions are completely different from what he was talking about. Mm. Is it possible this buddy may be destined for crazy chicks? Hashtag home life. Hashtag blinded by the pussy. Blinded by the box. Uh... I've had friends like this, and all you can really do in that situation, you can't really harp on them. You can, hey, man, i got to talk to you. This is what I think. I've said this to Marks about Courtney a lot, and <laughs> it goes right over his head. He doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. So all you're going to do is if you keep hounding that guy, your buddy, you're just going to push him away from you, and then maybe your friendship will suffer. So just be like, hey, man, here's my vibes that I'm getting off of this. This is what I view her as. If you respect my opinion, you trust my opinion as your buddy. I've, I've had that talk with a buddy. It did nothing. Right. And he went down a tar- terrible road. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Just, and that's, I think that's what most people do, and you got to find out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. you got to find out for yourself. Like, I've been down that road. All my friends tell me, hey, dude, she ain't fucking good for this you. This is what pussy does to you. It, exactly. Which chick was that? That's fucking... Not the Thor chick. More. No, no. 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 Thor chick. No. Not that chick was nice. That no. chick was cool. The... Yeah. I don't know. The one that, I don't know. It's embargoed. Yeah, it's embargoed. F oh. you, dude. <laughs> it's embargoed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Code word. Johnny. Yeah, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of my friends are like, ah, dude, that's fucking shit's toxic. I'm like, ah, no, it's fucking good. But uh, as you guys know, yeah. some of the craziest, you can do. Yeah. Some yeah. Of the craziest chicks have the best boxes, and mm. they, they do the they deed fucking, well. They know it, too. And uh, that's just how it ends up. I don't know why it's like that, but some of the... And I've, I've told Heather this, too. Some of the best lays that I've had have been some crazy-ass women. And Wait, you're like, I can't be Or you think Yari Yari ranks for talent on this? I don't know. Wouldn't be nice to talk to her about it. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last question for Keep After Dark. Brought to right. you by GrillYourAssOff.com. Tender meats. KAD, trust the process. Uh, easy to trust the process when pulp is a regular part of my program. Thanks for all the great stuff you guys put out. I got out of a long-term relationship in 2019 right before the pandemic. She went on to marry someone else the next year. During the pandemic, I was trying to make a relationship work with someone I knew was not right for me, honestly out of fear of just being alone. Let's just say the bike kept sputtering from a worn-out tailpipe, so I ghost-rided the reliable th- unreliable thing off a cliff. A lot of positive growth has incurred from these experiences, and I have been exploring a more spiritual path. No thanks to Rhino. I have been supplementing my riding with yoga, and I was naive to the mental and emotional benefits it would have on me. Hashtag happy baby. More calm and confident than I have been in maybe ever, and it has helped me leave behind a lot of baggage I've been carrying around for too long. I've developed a strong crush on the instructor mm. who is my age, and I think I have sensed some attraction between us. Okay. Like Although that. her classes have taught me to let go and be present and don't get caught up in reconciling all your feelings and emotions, it has helped me overcome my previous heartache, and I've been walking this new path with serious intent. This guy's... Right. on it man. zen right now a big part of me wants to put myself out there with this newfound confidence but the other part of me wants to preserve my current state keep it to myself and just let things unfold letting go of this idea that the attraction and possible possible opportunity will wane if i don't act is a difficult thing to shrug off but it is also not polite to ask a woman out while she's at work which is another reason i haven't asked her out but now i see her everywhere and she actually reached out to me about helping her drop some construction fans construction plans for a home project of hers Oh, yeah, Indeed. she's fucking... Yeah, he's in. I've been over to check it out. I've been helping her out in the near future. I guess I am playing the real slow game, and so far I am pleased with how little expectations I put on this situation, and I'm enjoying their crush for what it is. I do not want to dismiss my desire to do anything sweet for this person and let her know I'm interested. Let it ride or go for it. Oh, yeah, fucking... <sighs> First of all, if you take it... Let's go. <laughs> <Get> easy. <laughs> if you take it too slow... 
that's going to be unattractive to a woman, right? Yeah, very unattractive. I do agree with you that you don't ask her out in the workplace. That's respectful. I agree with that. But if she's asking you over oh, to help her with work plans, plans and do this, stuff. like, yeah. I think you're free to, to ask her, like, hey, do you want to go to dinner? Okay, Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Go to dinner. Meet See up how for a coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, don't do the day date thing. You don't do the day. Do date. the nighttime thing. That's more of a day. Uh, maybe, maybe meet up for a coffee first. Yeah, and no, I think no, a, I disagree. To, you're you're yeah. you're off here. Really? The the dinner and the movie or whatever is more yeah. of a serious thing. Yeah. Coffee is just like, hey, hey let's like, grab a coffee. I, hey, you came to my house to look at these house plans. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to go grab a coffee? Okay. And then like it's mid-day. real casual. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking about cutting all that off and be like, if you ask her to dinner, hey, do you want to go to dinner one night? And she says yes, then I feel like that's a green. You can't get me fucking this green. This guy's than that. taking it pretty slow, so the coffee is better than. Yeah, the I would thing. say okay. coffee is like a. I big, mean, he's okay. just saying spit Eat on it. it. You're good to go. Yeah, that's yeah. too. It's too far. Right, you're too far. You're too far. <laughs> it's too much. Well, I mean, the dude, she's inviting him over to freaking talk about plans and shit. I mean, fuck. And. I, well, it's good. They were, old, it seems right? like they've already like exchanged information. Yeah. Like he sounds like he's got her info. Ares younger, so maybe yeah. the more aggressive move is yeah. the way yeah. to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm older and maybe I'm out of the touch on something. I some guarantee of you, Talon was aggressive. Oh yeah, six time won the won the desert race. Like Shorty like how like Petaluma. okay. So if she exaggerated, how many times was it? Uh, she actually texted me, and I think we were actually probably pretty close to six. I might have been even over MC's record. Might be at seven. Number one bullshit. But it's not like twelve. It's not like twelve a.m. to twelve a.m. It was probably from like six p.m. one day to like six p.m. the next. Like if you do a twenty-four hour window, uh, yeah, not exactly in one day. Hours, you're uh, good. I mean, that's still I, a lot. I still like, need a fucking sandwich. A yeah, I'm still out. Like, I mean, I for me, out. I mean, I'm older, right? But head. I feel like I have a good sexual appetite being this old. And if it's a, a three times a week for me, I'm good. Yeah, same. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> Have right. you ever been with a girl that has a brown, like, fucking ass, like, whole what? area? Like, I, I mean, you're with a woman. Do you look at every inch of her when you're with No. Her? You don't? No. You've never explored the whole no, thing? No, because sometimes when you're with chicks, the lights are off, like, one time. Or I understand that, or but... You know what I mean? Like, But most of the time, you like to look and see things, right? Yeah, yeah. but... But if the lights are off and you never see the chick again, then... But how many of those have you had? Dozens. Oh, really? Dozens. More ass than a fucking toilet seat. Thank you. I was, are you listen, a visual? I lived, <laughs> I lived in a fucking box van, dude. I was, I was, a, I was a privateer mechanic. But before Pookie, did you have a serious Just relationship? Chasing the dream, yeah. Okay. I yeah. had two. Mm. Was her ass Pookie. fucking white or brown? I don't know, bro. He doesn't like answering questions. You ever notice that? Yeah. He will fucking push the questions away. I am the one asking questions. I am the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. That's it. Growyourassoff.com. Key for After Dark. Thank you for those questions. Uh, Really, really fun show tonight. Um, Thanks for for guys coming in. Yep. Thank you. Good times. Um, uh, Alex Ray, SGB Honda team. Chris Kiefer, KieferInkTesting.com. Uh, let me see if I got everything here. Oh, uh, Road to Loretta Lens, congratulations. You guys have won the area, you and your son, and you were on to the regional. Thank you. No, super area. Yeah, super area, and then the super we regional. We broke this and, down uh, yeah. the, today on the show, and it was three okay. grand. To, to go. That's how much it costed all of them. Yeah. 3K. Unbelievable. Fuck. Don't get me started. All right. Uh, A-Ray, thank you for coming up. Yeah, of always course. Fun. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yep. Yeah, always fun to have you here, and best of luck in Detroit. Good luck I'll in Detroit. Weekend. Yep. Yeah. Should they pick yeah. you? Fantasy? Yeah, fuck it. 
They get a warning. <laughs> they get a warning. Yeah, I mean, they get a fucking yeah, warning. Right. Yeah, pick me. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, now go ahead. Fuck my ass. Uh, thanks to our guest as well. Again, uh, Enzo Lopes, Kyle Chisholm, Cade Clayson, John Tomac on the show tonight. Uh, really appreciate those guys for calling in. Uh, Marks. Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Marks. It's been a pleasure, as always. Dallin. Thank you. Sorry for not bringing Yar Yar in. Yeah. She was watching on YouTube. Just yeah, she's she's mad at me. Just let you know. Why is she mad at you? Like she on the outside looking in. You K-bossed her tonight. And yeah. There yeah. You go. She was afraid that I'm in trouble. You know, she would see you, and that's it. No more six time Fuck, for you. I got a mustache, dude. I'm taken. Yeah, and he's <laughs> taken. He's got a mustache. Like, Maybe else? she wants to go for a mustache ride. Yeah. Mustache you a question. I didn't say that. It's uh, Shark Week, so <laughs> I think we're out on that. All right. We're going to uh, ride tonight. Are you a bloodhound? Okay, goddamn. Saturday was. Ugh. Shower? In the shower? Shower after. Fuck yeah. So, no mess, just like straight up? No, nah, we're, yeah, just straight up. She had, yeah, never mind. All right, skipping, moving on. Skipping thanks, uh, thanks, everybody. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're, we're done here. Uh, got my FXR <laughs> pants for the studio there with the yeah, hate. Yeah, your face on there. Face on the butt. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, we'll be back here next Monday, same time, same place. We'll discuss Detroit Supercross and more. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks, Swisscore, Moser, Pookie, Heather, Thank Sam, yeah. Courtney, Yar. Yar. Yar, Yar. Oh, yeah. Home life. Yeah. What a bunch of home life chicks we have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See you next week. We're all just getting older and just settling down. Yeah. I'm going to trade mine in for a hot, younger chick. Fuck. Yeah. Be a little bitch. And I will fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm screwed. I- I'm with her forever. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening. Appreciate it. See you next week. I'm a kinky bastard, okay? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. I am the sword inside your flame. 